0: Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown and Velez. And this is now episode 168. In this episode, we are going to talk about Giannis possibly being the best buck ever. If LeBron's LA tenure has been a flop, the Sixers issues and Mitchell leaving Utah. while will also have on draft expert Raphael Barlow on to preview the national championship and give us his thoughts on the top prospects. A quick Patreon shout out to Jake the Snake, Corrupt, G-Boog, Kobe, Dylan, Afosa, Mason, Rico, Gentile, Drew, Cade MVP, Mark SP4Z Shot, Jordan What, Evan Dylan, Joel is the goat, Mayo, Andre Matthew, Peter, Daniel, Ben, William, Ruthless Rootster, Sensei Stevie, Joel B, SA Crimes, Kevin S, Eagle Dollar, Tizzy, Corey, Get Funkoed, Dylan, Playboy Dom, Orlando, Big Chuck, Michael, Greg, Cole. Liam, T. Grove, Tua Sucks on Ka, Ryan, Epic Lankiness, Travis Ball, Aaron Moran, it's Black Ace, Anthony, BJ, PJs, Langston, Jazzy Juice, Johannes Ruben, Dave, Muffins, John, Sean, Burner Hoops, Court Cousins, P. Dot, George, Akari, Mateen, and Jay Akra.
1: Good old Jay Akra, man. Let's get into it. I also
0: cannot forget about Dinko and Matthew Jimenez, YouTube members. I'm going to start saying them first so Jay Aqua goes last as always. Okay. I'm not
2: cool with that,
1: but whatever.
0: You don't want Jay Aqua to go last? Uh, No. Did you see that we're voting on the uh, Discord MVP? I
1: I never understood what that was. I voted for Dylan. I didn't vote. I voted for
2: Dylan.
0: Whoever wins the MVP in a Discord server gets a free hoodie.
2: Really? So Serge is going to win unanimously.
1: Now you un- is it unanim- unanimous? He's damn near like, up about six, seven. You
2: know, votes.
0: unanimous means that yeah, he gets all. He all, he got all, all the votes. I get it,
2: but he damn near. It looked like he damn
1: near going unanimously destroy everybody. If we didn't, if we didn't vote for surge, he was gonna have a I I didn't vote for surge. I know you didn't. I was I, shocked. I did it on purpose. Who did you vote for? <laughs> Dylan. Dylan. Vote for Dylan. I
2: honestly only voted for Dylan because he was the only one with one. So I just felt like I needed to be like the odd guy out. So I gave him. That two was votes. sweet of you. Yeah, Hakari's Hikari, so, been. Serge has been pissing me off as of late. Has so, he been? Yeah, I mean, that's so, just his role. Yeah, so I, I didn't vote for him. you. Voted for Serge.
3: No,
0: I voted for Serge. Yeah, I, I voted, think I, I think he's him. the MVP. You guys are suckers, man. I mean, you want to know why I think he's the MVP? I'm not. I'm not saying that. Every most people are active. Like Novels active. Hikari, Jake, Rico, Dylan, Epic. They're all super active. There's no doubt about it. But also monster. But I know that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Any time of the day, twenty four seven. If I at surge and I say answer. something, he's going to answer like two two seconds later.
1: Now he is the MVP for sure. So that's why I have he's to been trolling MVP. me for like and two he weeks.
0: he he does the Madly. He's a commissioner for the Maddie League, and he keeps
3: that. So
1: that's in really why you. But are, I heard he uh, does a bad job
0: of being commissioner. That's what I he heard. takes it too seriously. I feel like people that take things too seriously do bad jobs and things.
2: So that's really why you have him MVP, because he's the Madden He takes care No, that's everywhere. not
0: why. I just, you know what? The real <laughs> reason why is because he's been so, he a Pick-A-Side fan for so long, mm-hmm. and I feel like he, especially since he's in high school, yeah. he won't be able to buy a hoodie. So <laughs> I think this is the first opportunity for him to get a Pick-A-Side hoodie. Okay. So that's why. He doesn't have I one yet? No, I don't, I'm pretty sure he does not have I'm one. I'm shocked.
2: Dude. Yeah, he told, me he, he told me he know more about Pick-A-Side than half his schoolwork, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he keeps up with every single yeah, thing Surge is crazy but nah I'm not voting for him I'll vote for him next time okay
0: I just finished watching this anime called Ranking of Kings and I saw that. the character in it his name is Boji one of the most sweet characters I've ever seen in anime is
1: that who you put on your story that you were like this is my new favorite anime yeah, character he's right.
0: he's so pure and the way that he does things it is influential Ranking of Kings is a, is a story about this little boy who is trying to be a king He's trying to aspire to be a king he's born into a royal family his dad is a giant but his dad was cursed and the curse was that his son was going to be born weak so he was boji was born weak and he was also born deaf and mute oh damn yeah so and people ridicule him and make fun of him and he overcomes it and goes on like his journey and it's a really great anime it's it's really good. Okay. Like it's one of the best that I've I've seen in a while. What's it called again? Ranking of Kings. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's on Funimation.
1: How many episodes? 23. Just one season, 23? Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that.
0: Yeah, it just came out. It's really freaking good. I watch, I watched I finished watching like in 3 days.
1: Okay. Yeah. How it's many? So how, how long are the episodes are what? Like, like 22, 23 right. minutes? Yeah.
0: Okay. I have like the ad-free Funimation, so It goes by rapidly. I know what you're saying. I have no ads. Tough. So yeah, I was able to watch a lot and really binge it. It's it's really great. And Attack on Titan, the last episode of the series, comes out today.
2: Really? I have this um, tendency to when I'm watching a show, if a part gets boring, I skip. Throughout the part, like that whole scene. And I, I do that a lot in shows. So realistically, if it's a 50 minute show, I'm only watching like 20, 25 minutes. It's pretty it. weird, bro. I'm not going to lie. No, to it is you. extreme. That's why I can't watch shows because I really can't. Like, if a part is like if like boring, I you, get into my like, vibe. Where I don't want to hear this shit. I don't want to hear them talk or I don't uh, want to see this weird kissy I just. Well, most the whole of that part. is
0: start part of the plot. No,
2: that's forward. what that's what that's why i just start watching so you'd be mad confused
0: at,
1: at some
2: point i do in fact to be extremely <laughs> confused when i get to a point like because uh, i started i tried to watch uh get back into snowfall and i was just like nah this part is boring as shit i gotta skip this part and i'm trying to not do it okay but i just keep doing this i don't i don't even watch shows anymore
0: there's it a problem bro your your attention span is fucked
2: it is mentally destroyed it is honestly and i'm trying
1: to get it back but I can't that phone of yours man throw it in the trash it's
2: not my phone
1: even you think it's my phone technology man what are you talking it's about it's frying your brain up
2: i don't know i'm trying to watch Do shows. you spend a lot
1: of time on tiktok you know i don't you don't you,
0: you know spend
2: don't.
1: a but lot of watch time just watching videos here. i know you don't
0: make them but like if it. i
1: were to ask you to pull up like your your screen time over under 10 hours over under it would be under an hour if you no, want to know, no, no, no.
2: If you that's wanna, a lie. No, I swear to God. You want to know what's my like yeah. most screen time? It's YouTube. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Your you phone. can see your screen oh, time. Oh, my phone. Yeah. Weekly oh, screen oh, oh time. I'm sorry. I thought he meant TikTok. I apologize. Your weekly screen oh, time. Oh,
1: like 16, 17 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I mean, my daily average is not something I'm proud of either, bro. Mine's like 11. I can look at it right now. Yeah. Let me see. 11 a lot. Where? How do I do it? You look, You go into settings. This
0: past week, I was at like 10.
1: Yeah. Go to that's settings. pretty good. Go to settings. You scroll down. It's under focus. It should screen say time.
0: screen time. Oh, mine's actually not that bad.
1: Five hours and 13 minutes. That's all day. That's yeah. your
0: screen time? Yeah. That's fantastic. That's actually 40, not bad.
2: 49% down from last week, though. Mm, you nice. might be
0: in the 1% of people that have it that low. That's a low number. Really? Yeah. That's a low yeah, number for sure. the gen- this generation. Uh, yeah.
1: It's only today. Oh, I'm yeah. It is only today. today. Yeah. Damn.
0: Today? You've been on your phone for five hours already? right, <laughs> I'm sorry. Holy <laughs> shit, what
1: the hell? <laughs> so yeah, that was the day. I mean, mine's pretty bad then, saying I was on the phone for 11 hours today. Damn. Which, I don't think that's true, honestly. That's horrible.
0: I, well, the week I, just started. I was
1: on Roku for seven hours, okay. which is my TV, which is yeah. stupid.
0: Yeah, so that shouldn't even count.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So
2: um, Interesting. I found out my weekly average, it's like 121 hours a week. Okay, I'll do Divide
0: that. that by seven. Okay. 121 divided by seven. Let's see. By seven. <laughs> so I was right. I'm yeah, you sorry. were. You so were You averaged 17 hours. <laughs> oh, damn, your
1: eyes are cooked.
4: Yeah. Not I mean, only your eyes, bro. That brain of yours is. You know, a lot of it is in
2: Discord. I really be in Discord a lot. So, I mean, listen, that's a good thing. Yeah, Discord and YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Just okay. like random. Be just That's like, probably
0: why. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna change my lifestyle to make it to where I'm only on the phone for a little bit.
2: I'm trying, man. It's hard, bro. I'd be bored. The game got boring. So games out. TV gets boring for me.
0: You got to do deep work. That's what it's all about. What's that? You got to just distract yourself from your phone by doing things that are, well, consume your time like work.
2: Yeah, I try to read a book. Like reading books I helps. Can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't sit there. Mm-mm. I sit there, I
1: open a book, I get to actually feel better. I don't read either, man. It's, yeah, not, it's nah. not intriguing to me either. The uh, yeah. only thing I'm reading is notes for school. That's the only thing because I'm forced to. Or mm. audiobooks. You can do Audi- that. You can do audiobooks that. Audiobooks does sound like I a actually,
0: better. I listen to Rich Dad, Poor Dad.
2: Really? The audiobook version. You know yes. what? I'm going to try that next. Audiobooks. I think that's the next go-to move. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we have a packed show today. We have a lot of topics here that I know are going to get heated and there's going to be some debates in here. And also we're going to have Raphael on the show who's an NBA draft expert. He works for NBA Big Board. So we're going to have a big time guest on. First topic, Giannis recently passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most points in Milwaukee Bucks history. Giannis now reigns supreme at number one. Is he already the best Milwaukee Buck ever? Just won a championship, two-time MVP, Riv. The floor is yours. As somebody who has said, Giannis is not an elite offensive player. Oh, he's this and he's that. Wow, Ooh. setting me up. Free.
2: I tell you what, I like
1: Ooh. that. I like that. You call out, take so bang setting right back at you. Up.
2: You set me up to the Bucks fan free. That's crazy. I like that. Um, no, I think it's too early. I think. You know, what what Giannis is doing, he's probably having one of the greatest, if not the greatest four or five-year peak, like four or five-year stretch of just great runs. You know, he's, what, two-time MVP, DPOI, championship, all NBA first teams, all defense, all that good stuff. So he's definitely having one of those great stretches. But you look at what Kareem did, you know, averages of 32 points a game, 35 points a game, like looking at his numbers 15 rebounds 16 rebounds 17 rebounds he won an mvp he won a championship he didn't make the playoffs a, a few times so that's that's something to be seen but i think like it's still like for somebody to eclipse one they'll have to do a lot more and i don't think giannis has done a lot, a lot more. I think for Kareem, what he did coming out of college, being the greatest college player in history, and then going right into the NBA and being that dominant from day one, kind of puts him a little bit ahead of Giannis, who had to learn, who had to grow into becoming that player. So I I think for me, I would still have Kareem a little bit over him. But probably in a year or two, when Giannis gets to the finals this year, possibly wins another MVP, which he will, he'll definitely go over Kareem.
1: Tell you what, Kareem's... Accolades in Milwaukee is impressive. You have in six years, three MVPs, two scoring titles, a rookie of the year, first team All-NBA from 71 to 74. In his first year in the league, he was second team All-NBA, two-time All-Defense first team, two-time All-Defense second team, two finals appearance, one in his second year where he won finals MVP and the finals, obviously. And his, his second year before leaving Milwaukee, he made it to the finals also. He only missed the playoffs one time. One time, and that was his last year in Milwaukee. And that's when he decided that he wanted to request a trade and get out of there, and he spent the rest of his career in L.A. But coming into the league and being this dominant off-rip is something that you can't ignore. He also did four years in college at the University of southern california ucla i don't know what it is i don't know what it stands for i'm not gonna lie to you um <laughs> but i know he went to ucla to UCLA, un- brother man UCLA. correct what does it stand for central los angeles central los angeles okay i apologize but in those three years he had he's arguably the greatest if not the greatest college ba- athlete of all time for him to translate it immediately into the nba and over his six years he averaged 30 points 15 rebounds four assists and stock steals, and blocks. Shout out to Joel Moran. He had about five of those in his six years at Milwaukee. He was absolutely fantastic. I think that Giannis will easily eclipse him as the greatest Milwaukee buck, no doubt about it. But I think as of right now, where it stands, I can't put him above him.
0: I'm surprised that you guys are saying that. I think he's already the best Milwaukee buck of all time. And if you look at Kareem's stats in Milwaukee, you say, wow, He's definitely better than Giannis. And we're talking about being a better player. Okay, he's been, he has been—he was a better player in his six seasons than Giannis has been in those nine seasons that he's been in Milwaukee. There's no doubt about it. But when you talk about the story of Giannis, how he's constantly gotten better, what he's already accomplished, this is somebody who was scouted all the way from Greece, who nobody thought would become this good. Milwaukee Bucks fans saw Giannis as a rookie Continue to ascend, eventually ascend to an all-star in his fourth season, and then to a superstar in his fifth season. There's something to be said about a fan base watching a player grow into an exceptional player. Kareem was already that off-rip. They watch Giannis grow. It's Giannis. I feel like is ingrained in that city. The fact that he didn't turn he didn't turn down a max extension. He signed the max and didn't demand a trade to a better situation, showcases the loyalty to Milwaukee. And you look at the accolades. Yeah, Kareem is a three-time MVP in those six seasons. But Giannis is already the all-time leader in points, in blocks, in triple doubles, six-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, going to get another one this season. He's already a finals MVP. He's won a championship, a 50-year drought that Milwaukee had had. Kareem in his six seasons won one championship in Milwaukee. Giannis has won one championship as well. And
2: In like who, seven or eight seasons. You're right.
1: Took, took, but him to two, took him to two, though.
0: But who's to say that Giannis can't win this season? It can, it can, very, well it can very well happen. It can very well happen. i you there. He's a two-time MVP already, defensive player of the year. The award wasn't given at the time Kareem played. Yep. That's why he probably didn't win it. And Giannis, four-time all-defensive team. The only thing Giannis doesn't have over Kareem at this point is just that one more MVP. Which, considering how the MVP ladder is shaping out right now, he can very well get it after this season. Because Jokic's team, with the Nuggets, they're a lower seed. They might not give it to him. Joel Embiid, they're slipping. The Sixers are slipping in the, in the seedings. The Bucks feel like the team with the best player in Giannis and a record that is respectable enough to give Giannis the award. Because of that, what doesn't Giannis have that Kareem has when it comes to being a Buck? Just being on the Bucks only, I feel like Giannis is already the greatest Milwaukee Buck of all time. And another thing that also helps him is his personality. Every single game, even after he broke Kareem's record, he was still saying dad jokes. He has a book that he brings to every press conference titled "Dad Jokes," and he tells a dad joke to the media. The way he's loved, the underdog story he has, and he's built it mostly in Milwaukee. To me, I don't think Kareem ever had that type of personality to where he had that type of relationship with the city. I think Giannis has that and he has the performance, the accolades, and his t- statistics to back it up on the court. That's why I think he's already the best Buck ever.
2: I think oh I'm and
0: he sorry. means not only that, he means more to Bucks fans than Kareem means and part of that is time, of course. But I another reason like, is because yeah, when like Giannis doing is doing this, is and now
1: you're saying that exactly recent it's a little recency bias in this sense where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came to the Milwaukee Bucks in their second year as a franchise ever. So this the is NBA the, also,
0: yeah. I understand
1: it was just starting now, but I'm saying he was one of the main pieces. You had their, their inaugural season, the year after that, that's when they got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He built that foundation for the Milwaukee Bucks and they hadn't reached that same success since he had left, like you mentioned, a 50 year drought where Giannis had ended that, that drought for them but he can't be ignored what he did immediately. And I understand what you're saying. He means he means a lot to the city. I'm sure before Giannis Antetokounmpo came to town, all they ever could preach about was how they had the greatest basketball player of all time on their squad. Not every fan saying that, but Milwaukee fans can say that they feel like that because that's how much Kareem Abdul-Jabbar meant to the city of Milwaukee.
0: Let me give you an example. And this might be a little bit far-fetched. It might, be, it might not be a good example, but I think the reasoning here will suffice. Miami Heat. I was just going to say that. LeBron brought the Heat two championships. He was the best player by far, even though Dwayne Wade was still on those teams. I think every Heat fan resonates more with Dwayne Wade and his story more than LeBron and his when he went to Miami.
1: And here's the answer to that. Dwayne Wade was drafted by the Heat. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was drafted by the Milwaukee Bucks. But he left. He started his
0: career in Milwaukee. Dwayne Wade left the Heat for one season ago to play for his hometown in Chicago, but he left already past his prime. He was a Heat for life. It feels like Giannis is going to be a Buck for life. And you look at these accolades. They're both six-time All-Stars. Granted, Giannis has three more seasons See, on the question,
1: him. The question initially was, who's the best Milwaukee? Is he the best Milwaukee Buck yeah, I think buck it's right too now? much but emotion. Because we is the all, thing. listen, we all can agree right here at this table, Giannis will be the greatest Milwaukee Buck ever, easily. But if we're talking about right now, in a span of six years— He accomplished more than Giannis has in the nine seasons. He hasn't. He just got started. Well, are we talking about totality or are we talking accolades?
0: Yeah, these are accolades right here. In the six seasons, Kareem has been with the Bucs. In the nine seasons, Giannis has been with the Bucs. They are both six-time All-Stars. They are both six-time All-NBA performers. Giannis is going to get a sixth this season for sure. So we know he's going to be that. Kareem was a three-time MVP. Giannis was a two-time MVP. Both had a finals MVP. Right. Kareem, four-time defensive team. Giannis, four-time defensive team. Going to get his fifth does this Does Giannis year. have
1: a scoring title? No. He does not have a scoring title. Yana, uh, he can get it this season, Kareem though, has too.
0: has, two.
2: LeBron probably will get it. If, so what we're saying is essentially what Kareem did in the six. O- what
0: I'm saying is that the only thing Kareem has over Giannis at this point in terms of
3: is sheer the, is accolades the extra, is the extra is MVP. The extra MVP. It's also, and another finals uh, appearance. You can't forget
2: statistical dominance. I understand... Giannis has the totality because he's played more seasons in Milwaukee. But if you're just looking at what Kareem did in his six years from 100%. a statistical standpoint, he dominated the league a little bit better than Giannis in his nine seasons. Even his playoff numbers are better than Giannis's as a Milwaukee Buck. So I, I think agree. looking at that. And also what Kareem did in six as opposed to Giannis' nine. Obviously, Giannis has the DPOIs because Kareem. And it took him a didn't. little
1: bit to get going. He yeah, was it younger. Took, it, took it took time, Giannis, and I don't I hold think, that against him. I get what you're him. saying,
2: though. Like The, the D-Wade LeBron one was a good example. because not It was a good example because of the idea. D-Wade was loved, and he got there drafted. They watched him grow. So I understand from the love aspect why Giannis, people would consider that him the best buck. But I think there's something to be said
0: about remaining loyal to a city. Yeah, I agree. Kareem didn't do that. Giannis is doing that currently. Yeah. Again, but we're talking about when right he had now. a big opportunity to leave. I agree. A, two, two teams like the Golden State, two teams like the Miami Heat that were one piece away, Giannis decided to stay and say, you know what, Drew Holiday's enough.
2: But does that change from who's better as the one, or does that just show who's more loved?
0: Who's better as a player, or who's the best buck of all time?
1: What's, what, those
0: are those are, in my opinion, the context of those two questions are very different.
1: Who's the best Bucks player of all time? That's the question. Who's the best Buck of all time? Gotta has Jan- has Kareem. Giannis Kareem. has Giannis
0: passed Kareem as the best Buck of all time? I think he's passed him. He's would already you, would, the number one leader in points right now. Giannis is number two in a lot of stats like rebounds already,
1: but three years. More yeah, but than he's already. Was, you're right,
0: but three years more. But he was he younger. Did I agree. He didn't get the consistent starter minutes until his third, fourth season, and he didn't make that big of an inspa- impact until his third, fourth season. We look at these past four years from Giannis. He has won two MVPs. Oh, he's been in undeniable. the MVP race every single season. You can argue last year he should have been. He should have finished top three in the voting had voter fatigue not been a thing, and the playoff failures that were stained were a stain on his career have not been a, been a thing. What Giannis has done, the story of Giannis, makes him the best buck of all time. Coming from all these playoff misfortunes that he suffered, to go come back down 0-2 against Brooklyn, to come back down 0-2 against Phoenix and drop 50 points in the finals when your leg, your knee, is inches away from giving out because he hyperextended and he could have had a serious knee injury. That all matters in the context of this conversation.
1: In year two, Kareem won the finals and finals MVP. In year, you're two, right. You're right. Year two is kind of crazy.
0: You're right. Year two, but Kareem, we knew he was that. Facts. Kareem was the best college player to ever play. And Lou
1: Cinder, baby.
0: Yeah, Alcindor. Lou Cinder. He was. He was destined to be the he greatest.
1: Was, he was loved in Milwaukee. I. I. I do firmly believe that there was a shift in when he changed his religion, where he felt like very. Like everyone, like I don't want to. He say left Milwaukee because he said going on in his he life. said
0: the Midwest doesn't fit fit his cultural needs. That's Makes exactly sense. what and he, he wanted to
1: go back home. I mean, yeah, it, it,
0: but no, actually, the Lakers were not his first I'm option saying, to not. get what traded. Was his to? first option? Um, the Knicks were oh, the first oh, option. Um, I forgot the other team, but the Lakers were his third option.
1: I was I just watched the the documentary the the Kareem Abdul Jabbar okay. one on HBO go. That's why I'm wondering.
0: I'm trying, you don't remember the second option? I don't. I know the first one was the Knicks, though. That's
2: crazy. Imagine y'all would have got The Knicks Kareem? were good in the 70s. Imagine sure? y'all would have got Kareem, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Y'all just be folding,
1: bro.
0: We, we could have had Kareem with Walt <laughs> Frazier.
1: <laughs> and y'all won in the 70s, too. They won in 73.
0: He requested a trade from Milwaukee. Uh, Kareem mm, did. Yeah. And he said that... Privately requested a trade to the New York Knicks with his second choice being the Washington Bullets. Wow. And his third, the Los Angeles Lakers.
2: Washington Bullets. He
0: never spoke negatively of Milwaukee fans, but he said that being in the Midwest did not fit his cultural needs.
1: Okay.
0: So that's what he said. Washington Bullets.
1: Interesting. Yeah, adjusting to that cold weather is, is a different type of mentality too. Wasn't the Washington Bullets in D.C.? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it the same weather as us? Yeah, but not Milwaukee. That is true. Yeah, it is. It is mm-hmm. ice. And no, it's up there. different. It's different over there. Uh, Giannis
0: over the, Luau Cinder. I'm calling him Luau Cinder. So early. I think Giannis is already the best buck of all time. He's he's number one in, like I said, points, triple doubles, and blocks. He's going to be number one in rebounds and assists. Eventually. I feel like the media
2: has a lot to play into that too, though. He,
0: He's going to he's going to finish number 1 in almost every single oh, no, box category. The and I'm not I'm talking about like it's going to be yeah. in two seasons, next year
1: two seasons. See, but that's the same if what if we're all projecting? Of course we're all going to agree that he's gonna But be right the best. now the right only now right, right now the only thing Kareem has over Giannis
0: is the MVP. That's the only thing he has over him.
1: And how quickly he was able to accomplish everything.
0: I understand that, but different parts in their development you're also talking about Kareem, who came into the league, went to went to college for four years, and came at 22 years old. Giannis came at the league in 19. I feel like the story of his. I think Bucks fans call Giannis the best Buck of all time.
1: Now I wouldn't be shocked. Milwaukee won 27 games in their inaugural season. The very next season, they won over 50 with Kareem.
0: Yeah, Kareem was a legend. Was
1: immediate.
0: No, I'm saying Kareem was a legend. But I do get it. I, Listen, Giannis, we're talking about the greats. There's no but if we're saying talking, one's we're, bad. But in, this is just the accolades of yeah, the things. I get it. There's no accolade Kareem has over has over Giannis that Giannis isn't going to get or already has. Like it's the it's only the MVP. Well, yeah, I think
2: in about a year or two, this conversation to be dead. Anyways, you know I think Giannis. This will,
0: conversation is is I'll actually be honest about it. This conversation is another Giannis playoff run away this season from being over. Hundred percent. Already, I'm with you. Oh,
1: okay, well, well, I'm, I'm with you. 100%. 100%. But that's how close it is. It's just oh, close. Hundred percent. That
0: being said, I have no. I have no regret putting him already there. No, that's not. I don't.
1: No, that's
2: fine. That's fine. I, just, with me. I don't know. Like I just look at what Luau Cinder <laughs> did in six years. Listen, it, who's
1: gonna watch this? He's gonna be upset at you, bro. Luau Cinder, it's Cinder. Not bro. his
2: name anymore, bro. It's, wasn't that his name in Milwaukee? It was. So I'm calling. But then he changed Luau, it. Bro. I'm talking about Milwaukee. Luau Cinder. What he did in six. It's pretty tough, man. Some legendary stuff of what he did in six oh, years, you kidding man. Me? But different era. I think I feel like media. Like I said before, media has a lot to play in it, and. Like, I think different era, different vibe, different energy. So, but for Giannis, him being like that D Wade, that Steph Curry type for his franchise, it does hold some extreme weight, especially because his story is a lot deeper than both of those guys. So, it definitely holds some extreme weight. So, I don't think it's a bad take. I don't think it's, I think it's, it could, go, it could go either way, but Giannis will probably shatter it. And like you said, either a playoff run way or next year, it's going to be over soon. He'll be, once his career is over, he'll be the undisputed buck, greatest buck ever. Mm-hmm. So,
0: we stopped the show for a moment because Keys is now on the show with okay. us. You guys may have remembered him from a former episode we What's had. He was on the show once before. He didn't. He wasn't here for the first topic because right now it's Ramadan, right? Right. And,
4: so, yeah. um, I just had to pray, um, four thirty prayer. So I I had to start late. So we what time?
0: Up. What time is that? Like a set time for everybody that does Ramadan? Um,
4: no, the time changes by the by the sun. So basically, your location is going to determine what time mm-hmm. it is to pray. That so a lot of people might have prayer at like 431. My call is like 436. So it's, it's different times, but when you call, you go.
0: Okay, I see. So we're going to start this show with Keys talking about the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> they have been a failure this season. There's no doubt about it. The 11th seed, the Spurs have surpassed them. The rebuilding Spurs have surpassed them. The Lakers, probably not going to make the playoffs, right? We can all kind of agree on that. Oh,
4: whoa,
1: whoa. whoa. No, they're not
2: going to make the playoffs. You're going to make the playoffs. How far that's back that's are they? They're a game and a half of the playing spot. And LeBron, and they, they, they have a, game a game hell of a schedule a left. Game. Who's on there? The Warriors are on there still, right? They have yeah.
0: one of the toughest schedules yeah, left. Yeah, I know they yeah. still have the Warriors we on
2: there. They play the Suns. They're playing Denver right now. But AD was
4: doing good when I checked. I mean, it's AD. He just needs to stay healthy. They can kick it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost to the Pelicans.
0: Has the LeBron Lakers tenure been a complete Flop or a flop in general, because I know that one championship, you can't actually say complete, but it has been a flop. I'll start with you, (laughs) Keith.
4: If you think LeBron's tenure in L.A. has been a flop, I just need you to think back to 2015 Lakers starting five right now. Hmm. What were they doing? They were doing nothing. There was a point in time once Kobe Bryant went down, the Lakers were irrelevant. They get LeBron James, his first year, he's hurt. Okay. They were on pace to make the playoffs that year until he got hurt. Okay. Second year, he wins a championship. Mm. Third year, struggle. Okay. Fourth year, he's having a... a, Okay. (laughs) He's 37 years old. Oh, God. Here we go. Putting up 31 a night. You have to respect it. No matter how you look at it. I already
1: love having him on the show. Yo, no
4: matter how you look at it, bro, (sighs) you might think it's a flop because they're not champions. They've been relevant. Mm. They've won a championship in the past three years. Mm. How can you say that's a flop? You made a move for LeBron to win a championship, and you did that. Mm. You traded for AD to secure that, and you did that. Mm. That was their point in trading for AD. Mm. Now, I understand we all had this dynastic image of the Lakers. We Mm. thought that, you know, a younger guy next to AD could carry the, (coughs) the ropes. But you did what you set out to do, which was win a championship with LeBron and AD. Mm. I don't see that as a failure. I see, I see how this table's going to go.
0: <sighs> the, yeah, I mean, you go. the LeBron tenure <laughs> with the Lakers has been a flop. It hasn't been a complete flop. And I, I will, so, I, I'll give credit to LeBron in this aspect. Had it not been for LeBron, we're talking about the Lakers the same way we talk about the Knicks currently. Maybe worse. A dysfunctional franchise, maybe even worse. Bottom of the barrel. We're talking about the Lakers as a bottom of the barrel franchise. When they got LeBron in eighteen nineteen, he played fifty five games. Lakers went thirty seven and forty five. You can use all that he was hurt. He was hurt. Well, that's part of this he discussion. He played how many games though? In 1920, 55. 55 is still right. missing
4: 20, 23 games. I'm almost sure when he got hurt, they were fourth seed. They, they were, but then he came back
2: and said zero dark thirty. I'm going into that mode, and they didn't. They missed the playoffs.
4: But on to my point,
0: this is what I'm going to say. LeBron's first year, he plays 55 games and missed the playoffs. The second year, he plays 67 games. His healthiest year in LA. They win the championship. A lot of people attribute that to the shortened season. I mean, to the season being stopped. And now, Anthony Davis, who's very injury prone, getting a lot of time to rest. I understand. I'm not going to take away the championship, though, because I feel like it, it holds validity. And I don't think
1: a lot of people's accurate.
0: In the third season, with the Lakers, he plays 45 games the Lakers lose in the first round, another unhealthy season for LeBron. And this year he's played 56 games. Isn't probably going to be available for this later stretch to get the Lakers into the playoffs. And they're going to miss the
4: playoffs. Okay. But can we so Le- okay. So in okay. I'm not, years? I'm not done yet. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: LeBron with the Lakers, three out of the first four, three of the seasons have been failures. First round exit, didn't make the playoffs. And now they're not about to make the playoffs again. And, Outside of the 1920 season, LeBron has played 156 games out of 246 games the Lakers have had. That's almost 100 missed games in those seasons. It has been a flop. And had it not been for the 1920 Bubble championship, we're talking about this LeBron to LA move as one of the biggest failures in flops in NBA history. There's no doubt about it. That's how we're talking about this move.
4: Okay, before you guys go, before you go, real you quick, think, I'm going to just ask you to add context. Mm-hmm. Because that third year, he lost to the most mm-hmm. dominant team in the NBA over the past two years. You mean the Suns? Right. But
1: okay. he said right. No, what I said is sure, completely
2: like, right. What I wanted to make sure. It, um...
1: Who did you have
0: favorite in that series? <laughs> we know who I had favorite oh, in that okay. series. I think we all had. Everybody had the Lakers okay. favorite in that series. That's Even true. though the and Suns, we can't was revision what were so the Suns? Honest.
4: Two or one? Were they one? They were two. They were two. They, were two. they were two. And the Lakers were seven. right? Utah yep. was one. Yeah. I, I mean, I favored LeBron and AD, but go ahead, guys. I'm gonna let you go. God, God, God. God. Flop. <laughs> That's a tough word. <laughs> it is an extreme word. It's and, you a know, flop. It's it, what it's, LeBron does too It's, it's the too. Oh
2: it's insane because before LeBron got there, like you said, the Lakers were. Literally garbage. I used to like LeBron. I I can't even believe it. No, I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I can't even believe
4: it. He really used to like LeBron. You can
2: like LeBron,
1: but be. I like LeBron. And Uh, I'll say this. I want to hear it. Go ahead, Ray. I'm
0: objective about this because had LeBron not gone to the Lakers, I mean, before LeBron got there, they were on a a six-season playoff drought. Had LeBron not got there, we're viewing the Lakers as one of the worst franchises in the NBA currently. LeBron has helped mask the dysfunction a little bit. Bad roster construction. And it's just the truth about LeBron is that he bullies teams into making bad moves. Lead the Le GM is a real thing. This roster has gotten worse when they acquired Anthony Davis each season, and now you ended up with Russell Westbrook, and you can't get better from that.
1: So he bullied the GM into making this move, right? To trade for A D, traded Brandon Ingram, traded Kyle Kuzma, traded Lonzo Ball. They won a championship that same year. There are there are eleven teams in the NBA that don't have a championship. 11 teams. Mm. There's no way that you can look at this time with LeBron in L.A. and look at it as, Disappointing as a Disappointing is the word I would like to and, use. And you know what? I'll shake your hand because right. it's LeBron James. You have the expectation as the do limit. I don't even blame Call it LeBron a failure. for this.
2: I don't blame LeBron. I blame Anthony Davis. And the reason why I
1: blame Anthony Davis is— I can't say that because I'm a stand and everyone's going to say that I'm so blindsided. The
2: the reason why I blame Anthony Davis is because he's supposed to be the guy LeBron trusted to take over the Kings. I love that you're saying He was supposed to be the guy that's, okay, I know for a fact I'm getting older. Nobody can beat Father Time. AD, you come here. We just won a chip. You just had one of your best seasons. You just had one of your greatest playoff runs. You're supposed to take the mantle from me and be the best player on L.A. And I'm supposed to be the secondary guy. Injuries have hurt AD. His inconsistent play, him not wanting it hard enough, him not wanting it like a Giannis. He remember we were comparing him to Giannis when he won that ring. He was on that type of level, like he was one of the best players in the league. And I feel like that type of hype, it kind of like got. I wouldn't say got to his he head. Got he got complacent. He couldn't live he up to complacent. it. He didn't play hard. Enough. I, I, I really attribute. He got hurt though. I attribute. Nah, right. He got hurt, but when he came back, his play wasn't consistent enough. His play, he wasn't the same that, Anthony is Davis. Is that the
4: injuries or is that his motor?
2: Uh, a little bit of both.
1: But see, but we say that fair. I feel like a, that is fair. more evident this season. Because last season, when he came back against the Suns, if he stays healthy, I feel like that series is completely different. They had a whole off season No, I'm saying this season, 100% with what you're saying is at the forefront at him. But even in the regular the same season desires, last year, he wasn't drive. playing that. He was all right. No, you're right. Regular season. He was good. But playoff were like, time, he was a different beast. Let's do
0: a little trivia right. here. Let me break it down this way. And I want you guys to look at the Lakers not from the aspect of LeBron's statistics and his personal achievements. So just because LeBron had a good year doesn't mean the season was a flop. I want you guys to look at the at the team as a totality and tell me did the team either succeed or fail? LeBron's first year, they go 37 and 45. Was that a flop or was that not?
1: Fail. Let's be real though. Going into the man, you have to add context to that, when you make these statements. Going into that free agency, and he had the teams that he could have chose from. The Lakers weren't even on that list for me of places that I wanted him to go that he could succeed. I was looking at the Rockets. I was looking at Philadelphia. That whole,
0: they had no he, cap space. He
1: chose 100. You're right. He chose the Lakers Rockets. because he wanted to go to LA and he felt like he could be, he could build something there. He wanted that Lakers legacy. I wasn't expecting a championship year one. I was expecting the playoffs. So it's all that's it dis- okay. Fail. I'm it was not a disappointment. For one, I have a different criteria from you because you've said repeatedly that you think
0: not winning a championship is, is a, a failure. failure. True, I don't feel that way. Well, if and LeBron won
1: a championship, I don't,
0: okay, but this, we're talking we're doing it by individual years. <laughs> See, but you're no, talking no, no, about no. his whole tenure I'm, there. No, that's the question. Year, okay, by but year let though. me break it down. And <laughs> this is the thing: with that roster in eighteen nineteen, I'm not expecting a championship for LeBron. Just to make the playoffs. But granted, I understand he was he was hurt, but. The team eighteen nineteen was it a flop or was it not?
4: It was a flop. You said it was a flop. Peace I can't you say it was because they were in position to make a run in the playoffs. Ultimately, it didn't happen though. Okay, but I can't say that season was a flop because as an organization and Lonzo was leader, too, and we forget I'm, how Lonzo I'm, impact
1: I'm, defensively was huge for them. That they had a look, chance
4: to get back though. You're gonna look at that season and say I have a good sense of hope going into next year because we were in the fourth seed. Our best player got hurt. We fell out of the playoffs. We keep him healthy, we have a great shot at doing whatever we need to. I don't see it as a flop.
0: LeBron, who hasn't been healthy for most of his tenure with the Lakers.
4: LeBron, who's averaging 31 and age 37 (laughs) right now. I, I understand that.
0: But so you don't think year one in L. A. was a flop?
4: I don't. I can't consider that a flop.
0: Year two, we understand won a championship. Sure. It can't be it's a
2: flop. success. Yeah. Third year, I losing
0: would losing in the first flop. round of Phoenix is Third that a flop? flop.
1: I would okay. consider that year okay. a flop. That we all
0: see as flops. This year flop. is that is this not a flop? Come on,
2: they
1: were the preseason okay. we favorites. To talk about they were the preseason. Course. So, so what you're telling me? Nah, were
2: in the West. Okay, there you go. They were the preseason favorites. It's a flop.
0: From that breakdown, Riven and I agree it's 75 percent flop. <laughs> You guys think it's 50-50. I would
2: five. say 50-50. I think this year is bigger than the first you're year. Looking at you, have to put, you have
0: to put this year, have, you have
1: to hold this year more weight to his first year of L.A. You have to. Because this year, here, they had the opportunity to win championship. Winner, bro. Okay, we can always bring that up into any debate with the Lakers and you make um, look It's back. important. I'm just but saying let me it finish, is. Let me finish my point. <laughs> the topic was, was LeBron's tenure in L.A. a flop? Right. If we go by the definition of tenure, his time in L.A. Agreed. Oh, Four years with a championship. When there's eleven franchises that don't have a single championship, it's impossible to say his ten years. Two years he might most not make part the playoffs.
2: One year he won. If, he if, won a chip. If you really the thir- want to go the into third time it that much, he made the first round. That's not really a success.
1: Okay, Let's but, look at great teams right now in the NBA that haven't had a championship in these four years: Philadelphia, Boston. Um, your your Warriors. When was the last time that they won? The Warriors. What, what Miami been, didn't win championship. What, what, Miami's what, another team. What are you we're, we're going at great. Teams. What are you, you know what doing? My point in is, the in years. these four years, these great teams haven't won a championship. But the Lakers, with this this flop Miami, of a team right now, don't have you want to know this or is different? Davis. You They're know, still number one, we're, number two, number three in the Eastern Conference People, every year. People when, they were number six last year when least, LeBron and
2: D-Wade and Chris Bosh got together right
1: Okay, why are we no, going I mean, to listen, Miami listen, just, just though answer this question in when LeBron D-Wade
2: and Chris Bosh got together and they won two rings did people not say they still underachieved because they only won two rings in LeBron's year there and that was in four years and you mean to tell me in LA, he has one chip. He's about to miss the playoffs again. He missed the playoffs already one time, and he got lost in the first round another. So that's three disappointing years. Is the one championship? You mean to tell me that's not a failure? And so not even
0: two. And out of those four years, two of them, you're not making the playoffs. One of them, you losing in the first. You're not even getting deep playoff runs. On. Year,
1: okay. year one, that roster is not built to compete. I do believe we should have made the playoffs. I don't should agree. Have at least made the playoffs. Year two, we win the whole you thing. Get that year. Year three. Last year was disappointing because we were and hurt. and then this year's
2: what? This, this year, year's no, is this, this is the worst year by yeah, far, in definitely. my opinion. But this year but this I can't look, look at last life.
1: season when if Anthony Davis is healthy, we could still go and run the whole Running table. Right back. They definitely we could can. run the table. The they whole point could. of making that but trade. It didn't happen. Okay we all see So but we the can't Lakers blame we, we can't blame was LeBron for that. I didn't blame I said I don't I'm just saying LeBron's hold on, let me finish. Jesus. We can't say that we're looking at LeBron's tenure and calling it a flop. When one, the the big move you mentioned, led GM, and he makes all these moves that ruins team. That move that he made to get Anthony Davis, that same year won a championship. That next year with Anthony Davis and him playing, Anthony Davis drops two thirty balls back to back games, goes two up two one mm, going into LA, then gets hurt. The series completely changes. Led mm. GM was built and predicated on Anthony Davis's health. And he went down, and that was the series. So Are we forgetting
0: it? Chris Paul couldn't dribble in that series? <laughs> and what does that have to do with anything? Because it what has that a lot to do with that. It, the has finals. Of, it, it has a lot to, to do with finals. that. Was that series? Yes, it, it was. was. I thought it was the Clippers one. I, I'm almost, no, no, no. He he went on the GJ Reddick podcast and said, I couldn't dribble past game three. It's true. On uh, okay, the sure. Lakers. Okay, 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 so okay. what do you mean it has nothing to do that with it? You went So it was an extension? hold on. Wait, hold up. Let me just say this. Weren't you the same person that called Chris Paul a superstar?
1: In Houston, correct. No, dude, you you call
0: him a superstar still. He still is. Okay. So you're telling me Phoenix's superstar, I thought pl- he was. Phoenix's superstar player couldn't dribble a basketball. Their main engine, they have another the guy superstar. with the guy with they the most playoff superstar. experience. They have another you're, superstar. But you're saying if and Anthony they have one Davis, of the you're teams saying in the NBA. okay, you're saying if Anthony Davis doesn't go down, the Lakers run the table. It, it could, Chris Paul went
1: down. We're talking about LeBron and AD when healthy. Two top down. five players don't play Chris with them. Chris Paul went down. Don't, don't act like them. Phoenix was this most healthy team. Come on, Chris Paul went down. Okay, and we're talking about LeBron, better than that whole team. We're talking. It, it, LeBron, Don't it, try it. LeBron averaged twenty three points in that series, and, and LeBron, wasn't efficient. And there was two games that he came back before that series. He was hurt. He quit you give in him game no, six. Give him no slot. because they were done. That, that team was. Oh, so you're you're, you're
0: acknowledging he quit, and you accept it. Okay, so what though? What does that have to do with anything? So you're acknowledging he, does he quit. Does this make you
1: feel good is, with having a point that you made like six months ago? This How about is, we talk about the conversation we're having right now? Right.
0: This is Come your. On. This is your issue when talking about LeBron and the Lakers tenure. Get emotional. When you talk about
2: Maybe.
3: LeBron... Come on, I'm giving facts, though. <laughs> so when you talk it's about crazy. the
1: LeBron... Like it's like, it, it, gets <laughs> it gets called emotional when I spit facts, and you guys just don't like what I'm saying. LeBron. No, I when love you what talk, you're saying. When I, you talk,
4: I actually agree with what when you're When you
1: saying. talk about
0: the Lakers' LeBron tenure, you are trying to split the two, and you're trying to make it out to be, well,
1: the Lakers... a championship. That's enough. That's the
0: end of the conversation. You have 11 teams, no championship. That's it. Well, the Lakers... Team success isn't doesn't go hand in hand with LeBron's individual success. The Lakers LeBron tenure they had him in the playoffs
1: seven years before that. The The Lakers Lakers
0: LeBron tenure goes hand in hand with the team success. The team has failed three out of the four seasons. I remember when the Celtics created the
1: big three. I can't necessarily Ray agree Allen. with that statement, by the way. You can't, it's you can't. not. You have to because you said it's championship a bust. No, I am no. I agree with that. But I'm saying you can't look at that. So that it's means all three predi- failed seasons. My point of four. Seeing, you're saying that it's all predicated on LeBron's success. Meanwhile, we all No, I here. never said that. You, ju- you literally just said that. No, I said it. No, you literally said the it way five you view, ago. The
0: way you view this question is... The Lakers as a team, if they don't if they don't succeed, that's fine as as long as LeBron does what he has to do. Mm. This is the Lakers tenure. That's who's the four who's The that, Lakers, LeBron, the Lakers that. LeBron era, the Lakers LeBron era is four seasons. Yeah. Three of them, by your definition of what a successful and, and a failed season is, three of those seasons have been failures. One of them has been a success. I remember when the Boston Celtics traded for Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett. Yeah. And although they won a championship, we view that team as underachieving because they lost to Orlando. They lost to the Lakers in 2010. And though they had injuries, we don't view that they we don't view the Celtics as they maximize that big three.
1: Mm. You disappointing. You, it, okay, so is disappointing necessarily failures, even though they won a championship and haven't won a championship since? I'm sure every single Boston fan looks at that season and they say, Man, I absolutely love and adore this team. There's no other There's been no other team to reach those heights that they did. What hurts the the
0: Lakers is that that championship they won, fans didn't get to resonate and enjoy it. Mm. There was no parade for that championship. So what that, though? That means a lot. What does this <laughs> mean? <laughs> that <laughs> that Yo, means you're a lot. <laughs> the, city, the city empty. The, empty city noise. Resonate, the city right didn't. The city didn't resonate. The city
4: didn't resonate with uh, that. With uh, that
0: championship. That means a
2: lot. Because not of having COVID? a parade
4: for a championship means a lot. That no, does it, mean, mean it a means lot.
2: something. Because when you when you get the championship, on, with your fans. Y'all that y'all means a lot. I was just coming up a criteria
1: that doesn't mean anything. No, that legit means a lot, bro. It's just empty criteria right now.
4: Honestly, God, it's a celebration of what you just did. I mean so
1: because they didn't have a parade that championship because, no, because they didn't I celebrate what they did like, I, don't I don't think, think he nobody said, that said the championship yeah. no don't nobody think he said yeah I that's didn't say that. it's just a stupid oh. point nobody says, said super nobody, strong. Nope. it's just unnecessary nobody like said nobody
0: said the championship didn't matter but it it definitely matters when you get to celebrate the championship the bucks won their first championship in 50 years with Giannis Antetokounmpo the city, the way they celebrated with that, What with, with the Bucks or the Raptors championship they won in the past four years, have been the same. If they didn't, if they weren't able to celebrate it with the, with their fans, but
1: what does that matter?
0: That doesn't mean anything. It matters because it it's not that it doesn't matter. LA hadn't made it to the I, I playoffs
1: in seven seasons. LeBron gets there in year two, a championship. I'm sure LA so, fans so are ecstatic. So hold up. So
0: three out of the four seasons, according to your criteria,
1: the Lakers failed. Okay.
0: Okay, so that means even if you don't want to say it was completely a flop,
1: and when there's eleven the Lakers, teams that haven't won a championship, I'm okay with that.
0: So you're telling me the Lakers' LeBron tenure has been
2: mostly—you yeah, never actually answered the question. What, what
1: is it? Is it a flop or not? I, Disappointing I said, I said no. That, I mean, that's initially my exact my so first what statement. It? I actually made was there's eleven teams that so have wait. Never what, won a is you, what is it though? What is LeBron's tenure? In if he was LA, there and they is, didn't win a single championship, 100%. Well, so what do you consider it?
2: Four I think it's disappointing. Years. Disappointing?
1: Yeah, no. Uh, so which is exactly what I
4: said. That's a great way. We, we all looked at you and it said it, it's 100%. Yeah, right. right. because I mean, yo, like like you said. I mean, you're gonna put that first year against Bron. I don't know why because he was fourth. I didn't put it
0: against. I'm not putting against the Lakers. I'm saying. I'm saying that's the fact of what happened.
4: Any team without a second second Caliber player anywhere near the level of their first caliber player. If their first caliber player gets hurt, that first option, what are they going to do? And Brandon they're, Ingram they're, broke out the very next year. At that point, Brandon Ingram broke
1: out the very next year. He broke out in the second half of that first year as well. He did. I got him that. So credit. he
0: was a second star, you could say, with the Lakers. Nah, at not that a point.
1: star. He wasn't a star at that point.
0: Nineteen points
1: he per game is asc- all star caliber. He was, a sa- he was an asc- 18, he was an ascending star. I agree, but all star caliber ah uh, not yet that's what it is. not at that point though.
0: That's what it is. In not the second half point. of the season, he definitely played at an all star caliber level. So he was too inconsistent so to be. So hit. if you're it right, am I am point. I wrong here, Riv, or is disappointing calling? If you call the Lakers Lebron ten, you're disappointing. Isn't it calling it? Basically, mostly a flop. A flop is a little bit more disrespectful, right? Because <laughs> flop is like, yo,
2: maybe <laughs> the, put the, wording, the wording, there, no is more it's a, intense. It's, it's the same thing, but it's but the same is A little thing. more disrespectful. That's why I guess that's why. So I'm here we it.
1: go. This is how I'm going to call it. This is a flop. Harden's time in Houston. Ooh, that's not a flop. It's a flop. Wow. They win a championship. No, Harden's time. Harden's
0: time with the Nets is a flop. So question. There, there oh, it is. that's there without a doubt. That's without a doubt. That's a flop. My
1: point being is, Harden should have delivered a championship to the city of Houston. No, he ran no to no go to
0: state he ran to the best team that ever got assembled but okay, he was up 3-2 Chris Lebron, Paul got
4: hurt LeBron even with all the injuries two. still
1: won a championship
4: say it again Keith he, James Harden was up 3-2 in that series <laughs> what in, with what injuries Chris Paul
1: did LeBron, got Lebron hurt, win a championship? but James Harden was still I'm there I'm just saying with his tenure and all up, the injuries even still there's still a season in that Wait, tenure that the, they have a championship. For one, this, oh this LeBron again, Harden— Because again, we can't this, forget the word this, tenure. We're this talking LeBron, about his extended time This
0: LeBron-Harden conversation is mute because we know LeBron has accomplished so much. But Harden's second-best player went down, Chris Paul. I've already said how I feel about that entire thing. Has LeBron ever had his second co-star fall down an injury and win a championship?
1: 2013. Against who? The
4: Spurs.
0: Who, f- who got injured? Who, f- who got
1: hurt?
4: D- Dwayne Wade was playing with injured knees. But he played. He but played. We all know Dwayne Wade was literally invincible that series. What about Chris Bosh, though? He said his third guy. Chris Bosh, who was just— Ray new- Allen was huge. So forever. you're saying— went. So, so
0: you're saying LeBron, this, went. This so you're saying LeBron no.
4: went, and he played a team that was going to be 73-9 and nine the next year. And he almost—he snuck two games out of them. You're right. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing so with you. So Harden he hasn't even. But that Harden, I'm not disagreeing no, no, with you. No, 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 but they didn't win. The the Harden was not a win.
2: failure, though. I, I wouldn't Come call on. it a failure. The Nets, if you wanted, make, yeah, consistency. is not
0: a knows, failure. And no. rev, rev, notice how James Harden Rock is James Harden. That's not a flop.
4: It's more of the a flop Nets, than J, uh, LeBron in LA uh, for sure. The Nets. Uh, the
1: Nets. LeBron won a
4: championship. Why are we ignoring that? You cannot. I just. It's boggling my mind. The
0: Nets. The Nets. The Nets. The Nets, James Harden, that era was a flop.
1: We're throwing KD into that mix also. If you -hmm. you
0: notice, though, I'm not over here saying, oh, it was a flop because Harden got hurt and Kyrie got hurt. No, but it's the facts of what happened. It was ultimately a flop. The same way how that first Lakers season was a flop. The same way how that third Lakers season was a flop. And the the same way how this... Current Lakers season is a flop as well. So if you have three flops out of four, you're floppy. You know, I James know. Harden, I hold, no, on, no, hold,
1: hold on, hold on. Because, because it's ironic, because the, no, be the one not flop was a championship. But look, but here's the that's thing, it. though, Drew. <laughs> that's the only way I can look at <laughs> it. Here's we the thing, Because if Harden, people, that's if that's Harden see, was to get hurt, that's that's the thing I have an issue with. Because when you defend, you know, you're trying to make a claim on LeBron, you automatically are a stan. I'm telling you the facts. Okay, if Harden was
2: to
3: hurt, you're
1: showing your LeBron hate by saying that. I was disappointing. And I don't
2: even blame LeBron. I don't blame LeBron at all. No, I don't, I'm
3: not, I'm dis- I'm not, I'm not yeah, disagreeing with you. Me either. I haven't
0: blamed LeBron once for the exactly. Lakers' I'm, I'm,
3: I'm not I know saying it's you guys mostly due LeBron. to
0: Ross Construction. Yeah, I know who so I blame. Answer this question, you two, because you guys yeah, are the ones World. that love LeBron. Oh, but also, <laughs> see? Like, you see what yeah. I'm <laughs>
1: yeah. saying? Nah, they just be trying to get.
0: Nah. Right. I blame Disney World.
1: Come on, Joe. Let me ask you
2: the straight question. Yes or no? Straight question.
1: I can't Has the
0: Lakers. Go LeBron ahead. tenure mostly been a flop. <laughs> to say no. Okay. You don't think it's mostly been a flop?
1: As long as you got that championship. Bro, the word you can't flop is flop. so
4: like. LeBron. You don't
0: think it's the same as disappointing? I think it's the same no, thing. No, because.
4: Because they Do you actually understand won flop a flop is complete utter failure. Yeah, like they actually Googling. three won years a championship. have
0: been complete utter. Failures. They won a
1: championship, bud. That's it. No, Put it to three bed.
0: years they've been complete utter failures. Put it to bed. Have.
1: They have a championship. It's over. There's no conversation after that.
0: So you think it hasn't mostly been a flop? It's done. What about you? You didn't answer the question straight. I
4: know you're smarter than flop that. flop. Is tough for me to just be like, yo, yeah, he just went to L. A. and flopped. Like he just like, no, I can't say that. I can't. It hasn't mostly been a flop.
2: I can't say that they to so to. Do, do, do y'all look at the big three's 10 years disappointing? In
4: Boston, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. They, they beat Kobe Bryant, and then the, the Heat, and they, they were favored
0: finished. though. Okay. They got Ron Artest, and it was over.
2: I don't know. They I had a reason. For you went you, you the chip. You win the chip True. once, but you miss. It, so t- miss Be
1: completely twice. unsuccessful. Fail totally. You really looked it up. <laughs>
4: Read it one more time because Joel didn't hear it. He didn't respond. <laughs>
1: to be completely unsuccessful, uh-huh. fail totally.
4: Mm, let's look at him
1: now. And totally. so let's, again, how about how about we just move on to the next topic Good. and understand where we stand? Disappointing yeah. for me. And, and I'll shake your hand. Right. That's definitely I won't shake your hand, but. <laughs> That's definitely disappointing for me, though. A total failure is the next one. Wow. Oh, And I blame AD. Disney close. Gotta blame him. And Rob Palenka. Yeah. We should just yeah. talk about the Spurs because they're the one that are ahead of us right now in the
3: I think it's
0: I think it's mostly been a flop, to be honest. I'm glad. Three I'm glad seasons have way. been failures. You're really harsh. No, right. I think it has been. I think right. it has been. But oh. by that by that definition and by your comparatively uh, well, definition to I'm looking at Google.
1: Go on Google. No, no I understand. Google that no, said I understand.
0: Look at no, that's that's the correct definition. <laughs> right. But Drew has said time and time again on the show. He has said championship boss. No, no, I'm
3: not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not
0: counting you in this. Okay. Drew has said time and time again on the show that your definition. And of I'm a, not
1: saying you're wrong. Yeah, but let me finish won, my sentence. But
3: you're to me. They your, won. Your
0: your your definition <laughs> of a failure is not winning a championship. And so they did. You're they right. They did. But so three season, of three, three of bed. the four seasons, they didn't win a championship. So that means three of the four seasons Again, they've been failed.
1: these top teams in the NBA so that wait, haven't Drew, won a championship. Can I ask you The question? Lakers did that in that span.
2: Drew, your, your definition is championship robust, correct? In LeBron's 10 year, four years, he's three of the times he's not going to win a championship. One, he's going to win a championship. So according to your definition, was a championship robust, stuff. what. Deemed on your definition, what is LeBron's tenure a, a disappointment or not? Flop? Like what is that? Disappointment? Yes. He, but right. he flopped three no, times. No. no, he he flopped. The utter failure. He utterly failed three times. How? He didn't. He didn't get past the first round one time. Oh, his first those year, three times. he was hurt. And in year two, I, they won a championship. Seeds, Just put it
1: to year, bed. You Just stop yeah. trying to yeah, argue yeah, it. Like, you guys, yeah. oh, stop trying they, to argue. I you know, it. know why? Going if on,
0: you know you you want to know why it makes no sense? Because Drew has had this concrete definition they won for a
1: championship what what else do you want from okay, me okay the first season with lebron was
0: that a f- was that we, a f-
1: we're going in circles and we're making this a 20 minute debate when it doesn't need to no, be no i'm just i'm just asking you your but, criteria you so you're going to ask me the same thing you asked me already 10 I'm, minutes I ago i want to ask you your
0: criteria <laughs> So you yeah. say if you don't win a championship, <laughs> it's a failure. So I'm uh-huh. just I'm just trying to get they your won. definition because they you're won. the one keeping going in, in the ten- no, you're I'm going in no, you No, going to not. No, because you're not answering
4: history. the questions, uh, bro. You say year what two is the only year they played. <laughs> <about? laughs> am I going crazy? Yeah, they me, for real because he's answered it. I ain't gonna lie. Thank he you. Y'all are just not, y'all are wanted, lost in the fact that it's over.
2: you keep. it's
0: not. about that.
2: You keep acting like year two is the only year he played. LeBron has been with the Lakers. but it's been Four years. He's he asked you. Year one wasn't eleven. Of course, I don't care about the 11 teams I'm talking about LeBron Year one Did he win? No Flop year two failure. Did he win? According to you, yes. failure. Good year year three. Did he win? No Flop. failure. Year four. Did he win? No fail. failure. Three out of the four are flops. utter failures. There are teams that I haven't don't won care championships. About the teams we're talking about, LeBron and the Lakers, the only, an historic franchise. If you it, fail three times out of the four and in an historic franchise, they're going to look at you like you have five heads. That's embarrassing. Again, it's embarrassing, bro. In the grand, he didn't he, like. In it's the embarrassing. Of
1: things. The What's player that has the most championship ever is Bill Russell. That was years ago. Other than that, you have. Robert Horry, who is with a bunch of teams. You have Michael Jordan, who has six. You have LeBron, who has four. Kareem Abdul has six. What are you saying? My point being is these championships don't come around like we give them away, like free candy. Doesn't happen. Four championships is fine, but you still look at it. He's been with one team, two championships, went back to Cavaliers, championship in that four years. Goes to L.A., championship. Everywhere he goes, he's had success at least once in that tenure.
4: Is Zach Levine's time with Chicago a flop?
1: (laughs) He's been here two and a half years. During but the yes. rebuild. No, the better question is, is Kevin Durant's tenure a, a flop with the Nets? Is Kyrie's tenure with with yes. the Nets a flop? As, as of right now, yeah. yes. Why? Because they haven't won. won. a chip. Mm. Also because
0: they
2: haven't been to bed. They haven't <laughs> played.
1: <laughs> to bed. That's Let's insane. Let's go to the next topic. Just so, just, so if
2: you win a chip and you fail the other three years, everything's... Everything yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure we get to the The Celtics... For sure. They fine. made the playoffs they, consistently. I'm Relax. They made the ECF okay. consistently. Relax. Okay, it's, yeah. a it's a different type of they success. They in the finals. But it it's a different type of success. They've made the ECF. You want to flop? They made the Kawhi. finals again. Kawhi and LA. Kawhi, how? He made the second round. He made the second round. They oh, he hasn't won them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. No, it has been a flop to that it has been a flop. A flop. Yeah, yeah, it's been a flop. I did you talk about uh, I understand. No,
1: absolutely not. What he did in San Antonio was great. If three
0: of the four seasons have been failures... According to the definition it's that hard. you use, not winning a championship, it's hard not even getting to the playoffs. It, say, it is yeah. the, the LeBron Lakers tenure has been mostly a flop. So because Interview, that's no. why so I w- would never say his second go I would around in Cleveland. Say,
1: is that a flop? His second go around in Cleveland is that a flop? No, no. because they lost in the but finals. But a bad, Drew, don't even they lost answer in the listen, finals. they don't even they went to the finals
2: three times in a row. sure, how do you
4: compare that to three? Two times he they didn't make the playoffs. Championship. No, but, but you guys it? are using his criteria, and his criteria is championship. No, that's no, no, no. That's and not my criteria, though. My cri- If you
2: make, if you're consistently competitive, I'm using you have a chip my criteria. in that run, right. I'm using
1: it still. Oh, you your right. so it, based off your criteria, is, they still won oh, yeah, a championship. Cleveland's, Cleveland's so flopped. according
0: to your criteria, they failed three times.
1: So
4: are they? And a flop they drop? won
1: a championship.
4: It's
0: mostly been a flop.
4: No, I'm talking I about. will never say when LeBron went I back to Cleveland.
0: No, because like like Riff said, they made the finals three straight times. I will never say the LeBron Lakers tenure was a complete. I don't flop, look at his championship, but or it's bust. been mostly a flop. It's been seventy five percent flop. I don't look 50.
2: at his championship robust. bust. I don't think if you. I don't, don't look at it that I, way either. So I can't say off. His, I can't use his definition because I don't look at it. like I wasn't that. trying to either. Like if you if you've consistently but, been competitive, you have a chip in there. You've success. You've successfully been yeah, great. Yeah. Even if you don't win a chip but you've been consistently competitive at yeah, the yeah. top you've been you're fine but if yeah. you win a chip and you've been ass three of those years it's hard I'm, I'm gonna say it's disappointing especially when the, the odds have you being better than what you should have been like let's yeah. not forget the Lakers were supposed to be really good this year oh, and they disagree. failed oh, and then the last year injuries, injuries messed them up I'm not season. gonna injuries have messed up but that's part of the game you knew what you were getting with Anthony Davis you knew that you like you knew that his nagging injuries have hurt him all his life you knew that uh,
1: but so it's like you knew what you were getting like and you, you traded everybody for him you knew what this was going to happen I mean we saw what, what can happen when he reaches his potential championship in yeah. yeah. year one it hasn't made it sense. sense. I agree man it sucks it. this is mostly on him but you've moved one out so I think yeah, that's good yeah there you go
0: next segment we're going to have Rafael Barlow on the show to talk about the draft college basketball championship and some other top draft prospects so he's going to be on the show next Right now, we have Raphael on the show with us. Thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it.
5: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for inviting me on. I I appreciate it. If you guys don't
0: know, he is the director of scouting for NBA Big Board. They drop a lot of good content, dope stuff for for the NBA draft. Now, we just finished the Final Four. The championship game is set. UNC versus Kansas. How are you feeling about that game right now? Who do you think has the edge currently?
5: Uh, I mean, I I wanted Duke to win. I really did. Uh, But, I mean, the way Kansas played against Villanova, oh man, it's tough. I haven't even thought about um, who I want to win. But I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, Carolina has overachieved, even though it's kind of weird to say a a blue blood school has overachieved. But they've definitely, um, I mean, kind of shocked the world. They were eighth seed. Um, you, you look at this team and it doesn't have like a, a loaded roster full of NBA talent. And I mean, they've rallied behind their first year coach. They've kicked Duke's butt twice in the last month. Yep. So, I mean, it, it's hard to go against what, what they have going on. But then, um, I mean, the way Kansas played against Villanova, I mean, they, they were pretty impressive in their win, too. even though Villanova was short, short-handed. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm just going North Carolina. Ooh, okay.
0: Although Duke lost, and most of the blame, at least from what I've seen on the blogs and Twitter, has been put on Boncaro. A lot of people questioning his skill set now because of that game, although his teammates did struggle really? for the field.
4: Yeah, on my Twitter I've seen I a mean, lot he of twenty, he, he had 20 and ten and he played his butt off the entire game. I've I watched a, it live.
0: I've seen a lot of Paolo slander yeah, on the TL.
1: He was the only one doing
4: anything, anything. for them Bro, in that second half. Our guard play was so terrible. Bro hurt.
3: <laughs> he's, a, he's a Duke fan I've been a diehard
4: Duke fan my entire life and watching us struggle like that mm-hmm. against UNC was just <laughs> heart. it was yeah. it was literally heartbreaking mm-hmm. because we go into halftime with a three point lead I'm, to, I'm calling everybody so crazy <laughs> hey it's time <laughs> the I'm feeling good Caleb Love comes out the second yep. half and sparks a 13-0 like I've never seen like it was so energetic I was watching it live, and I just—I literally couldn't believe what I was. UNC is <laughs> doing this to us on national television, <laughs> but I got to give UNC their props, bro. They—they they play hard. Mondo, they're big. Uh, Bacat, I think his last name is. Hey, Arm- uh, yeah. Armando Biket. Mondo, he's—he's he's, he's a rebounding machine. Yo, he's tough. Twenty-one boards. I think he could be a good pro. I, I know you just said Man. you don't see um any like NBA talent. I, bro, I—I I truthfully think that Mondo and Caleb Love are guys that NBA scouts and prospects are gonna have to start looking at. Truthfully, because these guys can be. I mean,
5: I think Caleb Love is, but I don't know. I just think in today's NBA, how many guys that are just kind of like rebounding specialists that don't space the floor, that aren't like shot blockers? Yeah. So it's, I mean, I think Bakot, if he was in a different era, then definitely. But, you know, right now, I mean, there's just not many guys that, you know, for example, is is Bakot a guy that, you can put on the floor in the playoffs. No, I mean I think teams are just gonna put them in pick and roll. Like yeah. I was gonna say I haven't guard seen out of space, so that's why. Yeah, that's why you know these athletic guys that can at least move their feet out on the perimeter are, are getting more and more loved than these old throwback bruisers. Yeah, um, but he's a perfect. I mean, you you never player. know. I mean, yeah, for sure, like,
2: he's a perfect. Yeah, I mean, I,
5: I think he's a perfect pro in, Nineteen ninety-seven. It's just the game. <laughs> <laughs> with Caleb game Love's rise, where...
0: with Caleb Love's recent performances for UNC, how high do you think a team drafts him with these current performances he's having?
5: Uh, I don't know. I mean, a smart team is going to go by the larger body of work. I mean, I, I want to say it was just like two or three games ago. I think in the Baylor game, for example, he was like one for seven or one for six. They benched um, him in that it game. It was another game before that.
2: What's that? They benched him in that game.
5: Yeah. So I'm I'm saying like Was it RJ you know, that took I off? Mean, I mean, I
4: what's that? I didn't what game was that? RJ must have took off that no, yeah, game. Yeah, it was R- RJ I, Davis. That that uh that backcourt they have is ridiculous. To me at least in college, to see them do that. And I think NBA scouts are gonna look at this duo, even though It's not a huge body of work. Scouts praise March Madness. They like to see what guys can do at the highest stage. And Caleb Love has been showing out. And I know he's had that tough game against Baylor, but he had his guy, RJ, to help him. And he probably didn't need to be that assertive and that dominant because he had his guy. But in nights where he needed to be, he did. He showed up. And against Duke, that's huge. Almost 30 on that stage. I I think so.
5: I mean, you got to remember. I remember he was six of seventeen versus Saint Peter's. So I mean, it's just it's just to acquire taste. I mean, remember Sebastian. uh But arguably, was, Saint Peter's an, has an the man?
4: four best guards in the nation. They're they're their guard yeah, rotation but they're not is, pros. They're not NBA players. No, yeah, no. no. They're not. Okay, that's, that's fair. <laughs> not but, NBA players. I mean, that's fair. But you got to go at what they're they're on the college level right now, right? So they're playing against the best guys at the college level, and Saint Peter's arguably had the best four-man guard rotation in the nation. So I know he struggled against St. Peter. Did you know
5: St. Peter's guards two weeks ago? I mean, (laughs) I knew one. I mean, come on.
4: Juju, obviously not I knew Juju Juju for surely but outside of that no we didn't I think Caleb Luff has
0: had some pretty good performances but when you look at his bigger body of work he is an inefficient guard he doesn't have the best size that translates to the NBA and he's he's a volume scorer and I don't know how he can translate to the NBA very well like I've seen some boards they have him as a second round talent I'm not sure where you have him Raphael as a first rounder as a second rounder late first-rounder. I'm not sure where you have him. Could you give me some clarification on uh, where he might fall Mm -hmm. on your board?
5: Yeah, I think he's a late first-round pick. I think he's definitely helped himself with the big performance. But I think overall, like, if you're a scout, I mean, if you go by, like, if you just go by how well a player played or how bad they played in the NCAA tournament, then, I mean, realistically, almost every top prospect ended on a bad game. I mean... Jabari was like three for 16. So we're judging him on his overall body of work, not his last game. Well, I think when somebody is hot, well, I guess it depends on whether you like the guy or not. If you really like him, then you're going to go by, oh, well, he played very well his last game. He deserves it. If you really like him, if he has a bad last game, then you're not Thinking judging about it. it. But facts. I mean, you think about Shabazz Napier, for example, he rolled that UConn championship into a first round draft position LeBron tweeted Miami selects him in the first round he did stick around the NBA for for a little while but I mean it was like that propelled him into be a a first round pick and you know depending on how you feel about it he may have may or may not have been a solid NBA player but then you look at for example um I don't know, Chris Paul. I think he had an awful last game. And Marvin Williams finished good because North Carolina won a championship. Marvin Williams was selected ahead of Chris Paul. <laughs> so, no, I, I wasn't making the
4: argument that... I think guys, you just got to
5: go by the overall body of work. Yeah, I
4: wasn't making the argument that, you know, you take the guy at face value from what he does in March. I, I was more saying that that holds value, whether we like to agree to it or not. Like, seeing Jaden Ivey hit that shot, even though he lost that game, and almost hit the second shot to send it to OT, definitely skyrocketed his stock. For surely. And even though he You think so? I think I so. I think he was top five regardless what did, what did we? What were we just
0: looking at off camera? That he was
4: the number one prospect. NBA right
0: now. I think draft net has him going to Orlando with the number one pick.
4: He wasn't there before that yeah, shot.
5: But I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that at the for most boards, he was fourth all year long on, on, on most boards. So um, I think certain guys like, I mean, like Chet, if you like Chet, you felt like he did okay. If you didn't like him, you, you had your concerns, but I don't think there's nothing that he did in the tournament that moved him up or down most most draft boards. Yeah, that's true. What do you feel
4: about Chet? I, I have mixed feelings about him, and I, I respect you because my man, Joel, tells me you're that guy, you're a scout, you know what you're talking about, so I trust you. <laughs> Give me a feel on Chet. I don't know what's going on. I don't know whether he's going to be a good pro. I, mean, I don't think anybody be... does. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, I don't think anybody does. I mean, he's such a interesting prospect. You know, um, I, I did some research, and I, there's nobody, no matter how skinny certain guys were, they they weren't seven foot one ninety five. Like even right. Kevin Durant was like two fifteen. Even like how much KG was, was like two fifteen. Two oh five, I believe. Porzingis was like two twenty. Oh damn! Really? Yep. He wasn't no yeah. one ninety.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. He, <laughs> he wasn't was one ninety. These, that's these what I'm guys
1: saying. didn't have the ball hand, other than KD, of course. KD's one of the best ball handlers. That's almost seven but feet. He's tall a natural is. guard. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Chet's not a natural. But guard. that's one, but Chet. I, at least he has the the ball handling ability that he could take the ball up and down the floor. Like if you needed him to, if it's a break, he could do that. I don't expect him to do that in the league at all. At yeah. all is probably strong, depending on the team that I he think, goes to, he's going to be relied on in certain aspects more than other franchises, for sure.
5: See, I think what Chet, makes it hard is, yes, he showed ball handling in the open floor, but not in the half court because he's definitely, so skinny. I mean, Think about it, like if you're playing pickup ball and there's a kid that's like 80 pounds, he tries to dribble against you. As soon as he runs into your body, bam, he's, his course is thrown off. So I don't know how effective he'll be. In the half court as a ball handler. Right. I agree. But I don't know. He's 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 tough to predict because I mean he does have some skills. He did like his stock skyrocketed when they went into their conference schedule. Right. That's when everybody starts, Oh my gosh, he's dominating That's when they how went into their conference goes. schedule.
2: What's that? That's usually how Gonzaga prospects go. Once they get into their conference, they dominate That's and then- what I mean. They go right up.
5: Yeah. And so uh, I don't think he hurt himself, but I don't think he helped himself in the NCAA tournament. And so when I watched Chet's film, like when they had their big matchups versus uh, Duke versus Alabama versus Texas in the NCAA tournament, I can't say that he was the best player on Gonzaga's team. It was always Drew Timmy. But I can't say there was a game where I felt like, Dang, Chet rise to the occasion and he showed me how great he is on offense when they matched up against a, a really good team. So I'm kind of torn on him. I mean, I definitely have him as a top three pick. He's definitely worth whatever risk you have, uh, or whatever risk there is. I'm not too concerned about the injury. I just have concerns about how does he score in the NBA? Are you going to give him a ball in the post? No, not, not at all. So. In college basketball, he scored most of his points shooting threes in transition, or getting like offensive rebounds. But when he went against physical teams, he couldn't get those offensive rebounds. So um, he's definitely a polarizing prospect. That you know, there there are a lot of concerns about. Who's who's your number
4: one guy? Who do you have going number one? Ben Carroll.
5: I'm, I'm I've been riding the Ben Carroll bandwagon Smart all guy. year long. Smart guy. Yes, sir. He's, 6'10", 250, he can score in the post. He's the only guy that I feel comfortable with between Chet and Jabari that I can say, all right, here's the ball. Go get me a bucket. Go make a play. You and I think, like, with Jabari, he can get you a bucket, but you got to run a play for him to get open to shoot a three. Carroll's a better ball handler, the better passer. He's more NBA-ready. And I mean, he made big plays throughout the tournament. Um, you know, I, I mean, shoot, if they made their free throws, <laughs> then we—he'd oh, he'd be in a championship game. So, um, yeah. I, but I, I mean, I, I've been—I've been high on Ben Carroll, and I also think that he's not being used correctly. Yes. Um, just watching his high school film, he played a lot of point center, point forward. Yes. He can handle the ball. He can make plays, and I think with NBA spacing, he'll look a lot better. So yeah, I don't really see too many plays where Duke ran pick and rolls for him as the ball handler. So I think that um, it's kind of like Scotty Barnes in a sense. Scotty has been a way better pro in the NBA than he was in college because he had a creative coach that knew how to put the ball in his hands, allow him to play points sometimes, allow him to play the five sometimes, and I think a creative coach can can um, you know get the same out of Ben Carroll.
0: And was that something that you projected with Scotty back at Florida State? Because everybody was surprised when he was the fourth overall pick and was picked ahead of Suggs.
5: No, I was I didn't I didn't expect that. I mean, I thought Scotty was gonna be good, but I didn't see like the same level of aggressiveness and assertiveness. I felt like at Florida State, he'd have games where he took four shots and he was fine with it. And I don't know what Nick Nurse did. I don't know what battery they put in his back in Toronto, but they've made him like an aggressive score. I mean, he's averaged like 15 or 16 points per game, which, you know, I, I, I did not see that. So, I mean, I guess that's like, uh, you got to give credit to Barnes for flipping the switch and also Nick nurse and, um, Masai, the jury who, who took him at four when everybody else thought Jalen Suggs was a lock to go to Toronto to replace Kyle Lowry.
0: I saw that you tweeted that you have a surprise player. That will be in your lottery when you drop yep. your big board next week. See, I'm not an average college tomorrow. basketball yep. tomorrow. I'm not an average college yep. basketball fan, but Riff here is, and he may be surprised with the name you might put out. I, maybe we can get a sneak peek here. I don't know. What do you think?
5: Nah, I, I got. I, <laughs> <hold
0: it.
4: laughs> I, I gotta hold it. I gotta.
5: I gotta hold it. I have a question. It's. That,
4: uh, is it an ACC player? Go ahead.
5: Yeah. Oh, I
4: think I know who it is. I'm not gonna say it, but I, I pretty, I think I know who it might be. If,
5: your board drops tomorrow. Okay. You're saying, yeah, it'll be on uh, NBA Big Board. Okay, all right. A- well, A- I'll C- tell you player. what. Our episode will be
1: dropping yeah. tomorrow. So if you're feeling, if way. you're feeling willing to to share with us, we would appreciate that.
5: I gotta, I gotta. Uh. <laughs> no, nah, hold it, hold it. <laughs> Go ahead, hold it. a uh, matter of fact, I'll, I'll, here, here's the here's a, here's a deal. I'll come back on to discuss it. Okay, that's, right, that's, 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 fair, that's more good. than okay with us.
0: <laughs> that sounds good. I, I, I want to see Riv's reaction because I do this little funny thing that I do with Riv that whenever <laughs> a player makes a good shot, I'm like, wow, man, he's a top five pick.
3: <laughs> and Riv just laughs. laughs. We <laughs> went to
0: the St. Peter's and UNC game really? and... Caleb Love hit a three-point shot. I'm like, Riv, I think he's going top five. (laughs) And he just laughs. And he's like, oh, my gosh. Like, Caleb Love isn't that type of prospect. I have a question for you that pertains to scouting because uh, a lot of people want to be in your position, watching basketball for a living, going to different places, and studying basketball. But um, me being a content creator, I know that it's not always glitz and glamour. Can you explain to some people that maybe want to get into that type of profession, you know, what really goes into scouting and how much work goes into being at the top of your game?
5: Uh, that, I mean, that's, that's a question I love to answer. And um, I mean, my, my story may be a little bit different than others. Like I wanted to be a scout, but you know, it's not like it's a job that you can go apply for. You can't like send in your resume on NBA teamwork, whatever, com and get a job. So I just figured like, you know what? I got to do everything on my own. And I am a content creator. So that helped me out was I could create my own content. I designed my own website. I created all like my my videos. And I'm even vlogging some of these experiences because I've been in Europe since since November. But this is like my first time as a full-time scout. Like for the past few years, I I did video projects for people. I did skills training. And then I just did like scouting, kind of like on my own, I wasn't making any money, but this is the first year that it's turned into a a profit, which took me, I don't know, I guess I started the website in 2016. So you can say five, six years. So one, you have to have the, the endurance to wait that long. Right. So Mm -hmm. number two, uh, and I was just talking to you guys about it offline. So I I give you like an example. So This year, I decided that I was going to move to Europe and spend the whole season over here scouting. Then my wife, I just got married in November. She came with me and then found out that she's pregnant. So she decided that it was best to stay back home. Thanks. 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 She decided that it was best to go back home. So that way she can she can like have a consistent like doctor and, and, you know, just felt like safer having a baby at home in the States, which is totally understandable. Luckily for me, I got a great wife who didn't say like, no, you need to be back with me. She understood what I was doing and just kind of decided like, "Okay, it's going to be tough being away, but pursue your dream. Keep chasing it. And we'll we'll, we'll see each other. So I go home once a month to attend all the doctor's appointments. So I go for a week. depending on where I'm at. It's a six to eight hour time difference. So um, I'll get used to being over here in this time difference. I'll go home for a week. My body has to try to adjust. And then I'll come back here. And then coming back here, if I want to watch a college basketball game, they come on at one o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So the downside that people don't see and this long with the answer is how bad it can like wreck your body, especially if you're trying to do both. Now, if I was only covering the international prospects, then I could just, you know, sleep normal hours. I don't have to pay attention to college basketball. Or know anything about the NBA, but my ambitious blood is trying to do both. <laughs> and I'm paying for it mm-hmm. with lack of sleep and, and and being exhausted. But I tell people there's much harder ways to make the living than watching basketball. So I say this: if this is something that a person wants to do, I think you have to like be fully committed. You have to love it. I don't know if it's something that if you just like doing it, then I don't know if you'll last because. The traveling sounds glamorous, but in Europe, it's not like it is in the States. In the States, if you go to scout a tournament, it's usually in a major city. In Europe, it can be in the middle of nowhere. You got to figure out how am I going to get there? Do I got to take a train? Do I got to take a bus? Language barrier has not really been an issue, but it's not as smooth sailing as, as, as you would think.
0: Yeah, that's an amazing story. And you're totally right about having that ambition, especially for something like that. I mean... You're going from the U.S. to now Europe. The schedule completely changes your sleep schedule, and there are some games, college basketball games, that are big time games that you got to stay up for. Yeah. And there's so many prospects to cover. I know, like yeah. during last year, during we when we were doing the podcast, we were dra- we were scouting a couple players, and that took a big toll on me and just staying up and making sure I finish. And it, it can be tedious. And I respect your work a lot and you for doing it. And I'm glad that you're in the position you're in because it's truly inspirational.
5: Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. Because like, for example, I think the the Duke Carolina game ended at like five o'clock a.m. here. Wow. So I uh, ended up sleeping all day. And I'm one of those people, I, I feel lazy if I sleep past a certain time. But I woke up, half the day was over here. Then I have to like create content for NBA Big Board. I got a podcast to do. And then on Monday, I have to stay up and watch the championship game, which is probably not going to end until Lord knows when, because it's probably going to be a bunch of commercials and longer halftime and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's another day of kind of just sleeping during the day. And it just kind of throws your clock off. But and speaking of- I mean, I signed up for it and um, I enjoy it. And on the championship
2: game, is there anybody specifically that you're looking for on either side, like Kansas or North Carolina?
5: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at everybody. I mean, I definitely want to see what Love does, if he can ride this this momentum that he has. Because if you look at his tournament, it's been great game, bad game, great game, yeah. bad game. So I definitely want to see if he, you know, kind of breaks that that streak or if he continues if there's anything that he has proven in this tournament is that he's got, he's got big balls. He's a big time shot taker, (laughs) super confident, and he's just not afraid of the moment. And I mean, I I definitely do think that means something, but overall, I think scouts are going to look at him and say, you know, he shot, I think like 37% from the floor this season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ochai Baji, who's who played well, Christian Brown uh, for Kansas. I think he's put himself in position to be, Considered as a first-round pick. So definitely want to see those guys. And then, um, of course, Baycott, hopefully he's healthy. Uh, I I thought he was done. He ended up coming back in the game. So I want to see how that kind of shakes out. And then uh, Jalen Wilson, I think, for Kansas, is an intriguing prospect. May not have, like, the best numbers, but he's like a a four-man, has good size, decent passer. Um, I definitely want to see him and and see what he does because he could be somebody that a team falls in love with with his potential and think that, you know, he's draftable.
0: And last question before you go, we're going to have this debate later on in the podcast. Who is your rookie of the year? And side question, who is the best player that's a rookie currently?
5: Okay, so I answered this question on the podcast before, and man, my mentions were.
3: <laughs>
5: yeah, it's, it's so many people that have like a, a dog in the race or, or, or whatever the saying is. So uh, I went with a co rookie of the year. I took the easy way I went with Barnes and um, Mobley simply because you had two teams that were in the top five, they're in the playoffs. And I valued their winning and, and their role that they've played. Of course, Cade has come on really strong in the last last few weeks. Then now you got the Jalen Green fans that are coming along, you know, posting his stats. <laughs> so I think that co rookie of the year, Barnes Mobley, best long-term prospect, Kate Cunningham.
0: It would have been Josh Giddy had he not got hurt.
5: No, it wouldn't have been.
0: <laughs> Josh. Josh was. Josh was
5: really, really good. I, and What's I had happen? watched Josh play live a few times, and I did not see him being as good as as he was. I thought, <laughs> like you. the player that he was this year. I thought that was like year two or year three. But he yeah. came out the gates.
2: So Joel is he, a, is he a hater also, or is just no? Is it,
0: but you went to the extreme. <laughs> he thought the same thing I thought. What but the... you went to the extreme. What was the you
1: extreme? You said he wasn't going to be good. I just, I just saw uh, what I say. Uh, he'd
2: be a keep good it a stat, starter. Nah, it a I'm trying to figure out what I think. I said he'll be a good starter, okay?
1: That's what's wrong with
0: that. What's no, he he said that? more. I can't get it right now. Right? He said
3: more, yeah. yeah, Giddy, yeah. I wasn't high on Giddy because I picked him
0: as my dark horse rookie of the year to, to win the award, and I got laughed at for that by yeah. Riff here, but yeah. And then until the injury, what's, it was what's interesting like it.
5: about Giddy is. Yeah. I mean, he was up there. I mean, but even then, I think Wagner's had a good year. I mean, this has been a really good class, but what's interesting about Giddy is, you know, when I saw him play, I'm like, dang, like this dude is super slow. And he's the only guy that I've ever seen that is like super slow. I feel like I can beat him in a foot race (laughs) that thrives in a fast up tempo game. Like it's kind of weird that it's that combination, but at six, eight, I mean, he's such a gifted passer and confident passer like i love confidence like he is not afraid to whip a, a one handed live dribble left hand pass through the defense and that's kind of why i want like Jalen green i'm sorry Jalen durin to go to the thunder because i think he'd really benefit from playing with a guy like giddy that would get him some wide open looks and 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 you know just a, a vertical lob throw to run the floor but i, I like giddy a lot
0: yeah that's a great comparison we want to uh, give you another shout out for coming on the show. You can check Raphael stuff on NBABigBoard.com, I believe, or is it .net? .com. .com,
5: okay. NBABigBoard.com. And That's, then I, I still have NBA Draft Junkies, which just kind of what, what got me started. And um, I look at it like this. NBA Draft Junkies is my baby. This is what I started. It's like my mixtape, right? So it's kind of like
0: it's the up. You're gonna find like me
5: talk about a 16 year old prospect, and NBA Big Board is my album. You know, in your album you got to make hits, so I got to talk about the guys that everybody wants to talk about. But NBA Draft Junkies is it's like I don't know. You got I imagine you guys are rap fans. It's like my my Benny the Butcher. It's like my mixtapes.
4: Mm. Now I got to- <laughs> that's a good I
5: name make an album with NBA Big Board.
0: That's awesome. Thank you again for being on the show. We appreciate your time.
5: Yeah, anytime. And then I, I mean, my word is good. So um, you want to have me back on to talk about my sleeper prospect. We can do that. Thank too. you very much. Yes. We appreciate as that. As soon as
0: it drops tomorrow, we will check it out. We'll <laughs> check out the article on NBA big board. And I want to see Rose's reaction. That's what I really want to see.
2: I'm trying to see who he got too, man. Talk
5: <laughs> about the ACC. I got to see that. All right. Thank <laughs> you. Once again. Yeah, no problem. Thanks a lot for having me All right, go get some sleep. You deserve it.
0: Before we go on to the next segment, a quick word from DraftKings. College basketball fans join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like who will make it to the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers, then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, the Defensive Player of the Year award is a highly debated topic right now because it seems like there's these two sides. The sides of people that go with interior defenders and then the other side that goes with guards. Marcus Smart said that he deserves a Defensive Player of the Year. And currently, he's favored at plus 120 to win the award. Now, really? What do you think about the DPOI award? Is it heavily favoring bigs too much? Are guards being overlooked? Patrick Beverly talked about it on JJ Reddick's podcast how the advanced stats aren't going to be there for guards like they are for big men, centers, and forwards. I'll start with you, Riv. As somebody who is an avid Marcus Smart fan.
1: Can I ask you a question? You said he's the favorite right now? He is. He is. At
4: yeah. 120, you he has to me, be the you favorite. You
0: called me an avid Marcus Smart fan. You have his jersey. Don't you own his jersey? <laughs> That's a
2: funny jersey to have, actually, Marcus Smart. Um, Joel probably has it. Does he really? No.
3: I wouldn't put it past him, honestly. Boy,
2: Joel. Um, It's tough. Because I feel like big men... Are asked to do a little bit more than perimeter defenders. You I know, agree. I think as a big man, you're tasked with kind of protecting the paint, help side on your other players. I think as a perimeter guy, you know, your task is just to stop their best offensive player, and that that's tough. It's it's definitely a tough task. But I think big men are tasked with basically being the safety, being the guy that watches everything, being the guy that controls the backfield, being the guy that has to not only help your players but defend the rim, and the pick and rolls have to. Be on on point. So I think like I don't I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far as to say we should split the award up. I don't think that should happen. Marcus Smart does have a point. He he's very versatile in his defense. He does everything for that Boston Celtics team. But I do think it's gonna favor in a regular season, it's gonna favor Biggs more because their tax was their task was just doing a little bit more. You know, I think for example, Rudy Gobert, you know, the reason why he's got paid, the reason why he's so He's put at this level because defensively, when he falls off the court, Utah Jazz are statistically one of the worst defenses in the league. When he's on the court, they're an elite defense. They're, they're an elite interior defense. And I think for Bam Adebayo also, this helps him. Giannis, this helps him. And it's like, it's tough because for guards, you know, them being so small, it's hard for them to truly impact the game at that way that a big can do. But I think the award is fine where it's at. You know, you've got those rare guys like <clears throat> Michael Jordan, Ron Artest, Gary Payton, who did impact the game, who did eventually win Defensive Player of the Year. And if you have that type of impact, you'll get it. But I think right now, Biggs, it's like, I don't think the award should be split at all. I think it's fine where it's Top not.
0: three right now is Marcus Smart, Mikel Bridges, and Bam.
2: That's the order it should be. Giannis is not in the top three no more.
4: Nope. He's fifth behind that's, Gobert. That's the order it should be. Yeah. If you if you want to switch and where's Bridges Williams? and Bam, I, I don't he's have a problem, but damn. Marcus Smart... I think he's the favorite to win DPOI. And I I think, when's the last time a guard has won DPOI? Gary
1: Gary Payne's actually the only point guard
4: to ever win the award. No, but didn't two guards win? Yeah, Yeah, this is is the
0: history of the DPOI award. There have been 39 winners. Gary Payne is the only point guard. Shooting guards have won it five times, none since MJ in 1988. And Kawhi and Ron Artest are the only forwards to win the award since 2000. They won it three times. The DPOI has been awarded to big men 77% of the time.
4: That stat alone should answer the question. I think it is favored to bigs because you have guys like Marcus Smart, Patrick Beverly. Okay. Remove Patrick Beverly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought because we just, we were just talking about Pat Bev, but uh, you got guys like Mikhail Bridges. Um, there's different perimeter defenders that get overlooked because they're not showing up in advanced stats what they do on the court. But when you look at the guy they had to guard all night, that, that superstar player, and they've struggled or took 20 seconds or anywhere from 16 to 20 seconds to get the shot they wanted, and they're shooting six of tw- whatever, I think that is more impactful to a game, to ice, like icing their star player than it is being a help rotating defender, being somebody that you can rely on as a net because you can always get back. You're lengthy. So you you understand the range that you have from the rim. There's there's anomalies like Bam, that I said he belongs higher because you think, he switches out. You think he he's gonna be able to guard one through five because on that pick and roll you can't isolate him. You're on an island with Bam now, and so that guy, because he can do both, mm-hmm. I would say okay if he was to win it or was runner up, I'd agree with that. But a guy like Rudy Gobert, I mean, yo, the Jazz are detrimentally worse defensively without Rudy Gobert, and I understand it. Totally. But there's a reason why the Jazz still struggle. Because of the playoffs. A, there's no, there's a reason why though. They don't have a solidified perimeter defensive stopper. But they only struggle in the playoffs. Because they don't have a solidified, but have a solidified... But this is now they're struggling now. But this is a regular season award. Okay, okay, I understand. But even then, they don't have a solidified perimeter oh, defensive effects. stopper, which is why they see the problems that they see as a team. They they give up these leads they they fold games they should have won because they don't have that guy to say who's their best player? I'm gonna stop him. And every team needs that in order to be somewhat successful. You can't have a successful unit without that guy. Disagree. I I Disagree. think I think you could okay. There's uh, I don't know
1: is that I, he's not necessarily wrong. He's not he's not right either. The provide the an guard, example. But, huh? the, the, Warriors.
2: the Utah Jazz aren't unsuccessful.
1: They are. How? Listen, we just had this whole debate with the Lakers. No, according
2: to your definition, our definition wasn't the same as yours' definition. They right, but they are
1: unsuccessful. I'm telling you mine. They've been unsuccessful. Uh, they have Last not been, year, they, they have not the missed seed. the playoffs. Okay, I look, look, look. let me ask you this. They failed in the, in, the, in the playoffs when it mattered to a team that didn't have Kawhi Leonard. Let me ask you this. That's when true, the Warriors won their championship,
4: the who was their rim protector? Draymond. But he was also their soli- he was also their solidified. I, I want to piggyback
0: off that point you're making because okay. I think Draymond Green, the reason why he's so favored every year to win DPOY is because. He's the perfect balance between yeah. big and guard right. where he can switch out, but he's also the like best help defender in the NBA. Versi- exactly, Like Bam, Versatility right. is Rob, the key. Rob Williams right. also fits this criteria. Oh, yeah. I 100% agree. And I tweeted this the other day that I feel like there should be two defensive player of the year's awards given out, one for, for, one for guards and forwards and one for a big man center and their impact. Because I think every single advanced metric will heavily favor bigs, for the fact that yeah. defensive rebounding is heavily applied and they, they really take defensive rebounding heavily into a lot of these advanced analytics because ultimately that stops possessions, right? right that's it stops stop. offensive rebounding. Therefore, you take away possession from the offense. But Marcus Smart isn't wrong. He was quoted and he said that When I think about the best defensive player, I think about somebody who can switch all five spots. Rudy Gobert can't switch all five spots. And I'm not knocking Rudy. He's one of the best interior defenders of this generation. But I think it goes to show that Rudy Gobert being a three-time defensive player of the year, and I'm not saying that Rudy's not an exceptional defender. He is. But I don't think... We've ever looked at Rudy as the best defender, defender in the NBA. NBA never, once. although he's a three-time Defensive Player of the Year, it was different with Ben Wallace. We looked at him as he's the best defensive guy. Mm. Dwight Howard, we looked at him. Kawhi Leonard, we we said that. Draymond, we said that. With Rudy, we don't say that. I, I feel like even though he's a way better defender than Marcus Saul, it's kind of like Mark Gasol's DPOI and Tyson Chandler's, yeah. where you're like they won, <laughs> it, but they're not the best defensive. Is, is, like, is that because of the D-P-O-I. change of the game?
1: Like facts. That's exactly why I this, say that. This too. is.
0: Something I thought about yesterday because actually it would counter that point. The game has changed so much in the opposite direction, where in the 90s, that's the golden age of centers, right? So it would make sense for more big men to win that award because they are guarding those great dominant centers. Great point. In this era, in this era where we don't have six. To eight dominant centers, we have about three, four of them, and I would say only three offensive ones in Cat, Embiid, and Jokic. I don't classify Bam as a great offensive player who's a dominant force. Guards and forwards should be heavily favored in this era, where there is more switchability, where there are more gifted perimeter players. They should be valued more as defenders.
1: agree I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, this is going to be one of my my main points in my argument. To a degree, I understand the big man's getting love because some of these big men are versatile. They can play the perimeter. They can play down low. They're, like you, like you mentioned, the eyes of the defense. They sit and they really direct traffic. They direct their guys of where to go, the positions, watching out for screens. They're they're calling out these guys to make sure that they're in position to be successful on defense. But to your, to your point 100%, this is an era where a lot of offense is relied upon jump shots. And who are these guys defending on these jump shots? The guards, I feel like everything you're saying is facts. Marcus Smart has been fantastic around the perimeter. His versatility is definitely strong, but the reason why I I I don't like the comment is because there are still great big man defenders that we we just can't overlook just because it, it they're they're big men they're, it, they didn't win this award just because they're a big man, they won their war because they're amazing at defense it, are
2: they are they elite because of Marcus Smart's versatility or Rob Williams' versatility both. Marcus
0: Smart is the most important player defensively for them I just but both I though. think I feel so, like they took, in that, two, they, uh, they took bro, in that next level because of Robert Williams' versatility definitely took in that
2: next level Marcus Smart Marcus Smart has always been an yeah, elite yeah. defender but yeah. I think they took in that level cuz Robert Williams' versatility and on I, defense has no, been I, elite lead.
0: I, I think They've taken that level for a variety of reasons. Rob Williams has been a huge part of that, but it's been their improvement communicating what they need to do defensively. And who loves that? It's not just Mar- Robert Williams. I'm not it's the whole thing. Oh, I mean, rotations saying, is a team thing. It's not just one guy calling everything enough. out, but Marcus Smart is fourth in terms of every single player in the NBA that switches on on ball screens. He switched on 400 on ball screens with see. ball handlers. That's fourth most. The Celtics have allowed eighty point eight seven points per possession in those in those switches, which is below league average. So Marcus Smart is one of the more switchable <clears throat> players. He guards centers, power forwards on a nightly basis, he's and holds that. them down. He's been doing that, and he's a six three guy. Like he's he's, he's he, not the tallest guy, but he's strong.
2: But I don't, I don't want I don't want to say perimeter defense is because it's not because not every guy is Marcus Smart. You know, not every guy is going to be switching on. Point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power. Not every guy is going to be able to lock
4: down the best perimeter players. So how can you be DPOI? How can you be the best defensive player on the year? How can you win? How can you win three and not be the best defensive
1: player in the NBA? I'll tell you what. I don't necessarily agree with that statement. Like we could have made a claim that Rudy Gobert was the best defensive player at least one of those three years. Yeah, that the awesome. he first
0: one. It. That's it. That's
1: it. The best. Defender. Even last year, you could have argued that he was the best. He wasn't the best defender. Who was last better year? than him last year? I
0: think Giannis might have been better.
3: I think Draymond a, was better. Draymond, is a, Draymond a has always been a better... Draymond's a I a think better, Draymond's a better defender. Draymond's I mean, I
0: mean,
1: a regular season. Draymond's yeah, a better... We're talk, now you're taking the playoffs into account, which is fine. What? Draymond didn't understand. make the playoffs last no, year. No, I'm saying Giannis.
0: I'm not taking Giannis's playoff run into account.
1: Okay, okay, so now I can adjust my statement. We're just taking off in the terms of... Let's look at what the Jazz did and one of the main reasons why they were so successful. Rudy Gobert and his presence down low. There had to be some kind of acknowledgement. But that was also why they couldn't stop anything. In what sense? They can't stop anything because Rudy or because they don't have a stopper. Right. Because was it Rudy's fault that Terrence Mann was hitting three after three after three in the Western Conference? He dunked on him, though. Does that have none? Okay. (laughs) No, he drove on him. No, it's just funny. that I remember, like, as soon as he said it. No, but Terrence Mann
0: drove on him baseline and dunked on him. Because he's trying to close out, but he, he
1: made a That <laughs> dump was but hilarious. That ma- was hilarious. No, no, like, Yo. I
0: understand that most of those are misassignments, assignments, but
1: Rudy Gobert was the the in front of Terrence man for <laughs> a lot of we, those baskets. No, for sure. But what is he supposed to do? He can't really guard on the perimeter. That's my point. But again, but why is that on him? He's can, a big... Though. So so all right, can Dwight Howard do that that, when he won three years in a row?
4: But he can chase you off the three. And that's all you needed a big to do. And Rudy can't even do that. What do you mean by chase you off the three? Explain that to me. Rudy's not a
2: horrible player. In the NBA now, in the NBA
4: now, guards count by threes. Uh huh. They mirror a game after to be the best three point shooter or best scorer, right? So if you can chase a guard out of their comfortable spot as a big man, you've done your job defensively.
1: In the sense of you just get a hand in their face, you just put a body. Right, or if you just make that
4: shot uncomfortable. I haven't Rudy seen doesn't Rudy. That? No, he does not. In the paint, he does. In the paint, he does. I'm talking about when he's, when they finally get Rudy to come off of that big, and he's one-on-one with the guard that wants him, he's, the guard wants him. He wants Rudy. Because he's too, you're they make, don't you're, want making, you're making a great point, but they don't want this Bam. is,
0: this is they don't want going away Reynolds. from the original conversation because the original conversation was you saying Rudy was the best defender for at least one of those, maybe the first one, but. Maybe. He won last year. Do you think
1: he was a better, better defender than Draymond Green last season? I think last year you can make that that claim.
0: That Rudy Gobert was the best defender in you the could. NBA
1: last you season. You could, 100%. I don't think so. I think Draymond Green. He played a huge part in, in, in the Utah I being think the number is. Draymond is. Green, to me. Giannis, Giannis is the one I put right there. That's for me personally. Then, you honestly, think Giannis year, is the
0: better defender than Draymond?
1: Last season? I would yeah. say yeah. Last year,
0: yeah. I think Draymond is the best defender in the NBA. He's not winning DPOY, but he's the he's best not, event in the NBA. It's not a it's not a a the It's not a
1: crazy claim. No. Like, it's a bro, crazy claim right now. Now, when he was playing, when he uh, right, n- right right now, he was, yeah, right now does. it's a crazy clip. When he was he healthy, was running nah, he away was crazy. with the award he was crazy. before he got hurt. I agree, like run, like before he was injury, running away with the award. Joel, before the injury, I shake your hand, hundred percent. But even like last now.
0: even last season, when you look at the Warriors, they had a top four defensive rating with Draymond Green, and that was with the Warriors team that we looked being as man, not talented. Man. They were, they were
2: like number one this year, clear before he messed up his back and got hurt. Mm-hmm. Like they were
1: clearly number no, one. No, no disagreement. So there. that's
0: why I just. Rudy Gobert has never felt like the best defensive player in the NBA to me. And what you're talking about going on to the perimeter and making guards uncomfortable, I think it speaks volumes. Although the advanced analytics favor Rudy and say he's this great defender, and I'm not knocking that he is. Okay, man. NBA players openly mock Rudy Gobert and challenge him and don't respect him defensively. Some of the top stars. So let me ask you a question. Because of that, I, I have to take that into so, account. So
2: you would, but I don't, that's weird because the numbers tell you Rudy Gobert defensively is a monster in a regular season, but the players tell you, oh, we don't really respect him. But when they, you get on the court, the, the numbers are telling you it's, that's whatever they're saying doesn't really make sense. So if we're saying, oh, we don't think Rudy Gobert should be defensive player of the year, but the numbers are telling you, well, look what he's doing at a historic pace. Then where does the award go? In
0: you want to know why it's tough. It's tough to gauge that because although the all these advanced analytics show us these things, there are examples that our eyes have shown us. From so
2: what should we games or series the award that of? we Just, see we, Rudy struggle? Should we let the players vote who's the? Well, I mean, player? there's
4: not really a numerical stat for great defense. Like the, the, you, there's things that you can do that. Uphold like a great defensive a status, yeah. but y- there's not a numerical stat that says I'm this great defender. No, you got to watch that guy to see who, who's take. he doing <laughs> it against. It's a great so take. Marcus Smart, he's been doing it against a lot of guys since 2022 started. Just saying,
1: like, it's a great take.
4: Number one defense. Robert Williams is doing the same thing right next to him, switching off on everything, chasing guys off the three, making everybody uncomfortable.
2: So, what about Bam, a person who can oh, guard the like perimeter? I said, But no, what about a person who can guard the perimeter and versatility the rim? is so key, because if, if, if we're going right to give now. Marcus Smart his credit for versatility, we have to look at somebody who can not only guard pick and rolls, guard the perimeter, their best star doesn't matter who it is, and also guard the rim and on help side. That you know player definitely gets
0: favored. But what I will Bam. say, what I will say to that is, is that's why I feel like there should be two separate defensive well, but, but, player of the year. Bam go would probably get
2: positions. credited because he does both. Is first team all
1: defense not enough?
2: No, it's not enough. Why, People though? want the that's award. That's a huge award claim. is a
1: big thing. That, you get an award for that.
2: You don't get an award for a first team. You do. You do not. You do. You, you don't get an award for a first team. So you just get like you get a, uh, You get an acknowledgement that you've made the defensive first team. I you mean, only get an award for a trophy. I mean, an MVP, a DPOY. I think that is a, DPOI, you know, it's that not is a trophy. It's a trophy. It's not
0: a trophy.
4: You got to. I think you them. get something that says It's probably like, like, like a sticker. But no, no, this no, is really, no, the really, really, NBA. Come on, come bro. On, the, respond, the
0: responsibilities of bigs and guards and forwards are so different in that guards and forwards are checking. <laughs> guards and forwards are checking mm. the best players in the NBA, where centers are helping on those players. What so the center supposed to do? That's why I think it, it's. I would love for a different format to happen when it pertains to this award and maybe have two awards awarded to one guards and forwards, and another one to big forwards
4: and centers. So what is the criteria when Rudy Gobert is getting these DPOIs? Like, is it numbers? Statistically, when he's off Fugle the court, they're percentage, horrible. Yeah,
0: field goal percentage around the rim, blocks. So we can Oppone all
4: agree. Opponent true shooting, stuff like that. Drew, we can all agree. Rudy Gobert has never been the best defensive player in the league. Can we I agree? think he's been one. There's an argument like for it, but can we agree? Here like, definitively,
2: he's was. never been the
1: best. Yes. Definitively, no, can't he's never been that. the best. I can't agree to
2: that. I think defense, I think Draymond's always in a conversation. Listen, last year, Kawhi you could have argued Giannis, it. Like you mentioned, his first defensive player of the year.
1: Wait, when when was
0: Rudy's first DPOY? If that was when Kawhi was healthy, he was no way the best defensive player in the year. On point, and player Kawhi
1: doesn't really guard negative. the rim. Though. He won one, then right, Draymond won one. So, Kawhi won back to back 2014, 15, 2015, 2016. Draymond won 2016, 2017. Draymond won 2017, 2018. And then Rudy Gobert started and then Ru- So Rudy went back-to-back, back, then Giannis, then Rudy Rudy Gobert
0: again. won the year Kawhi won the championship.
2: 2019? Toronto. You told me his defense was mid that year.
0: Who? So I'll tell you what. Right Kawhi? First I told, first. Told, Not. Told, you did tell me that. Hey, Whose
2: defense? You told me in Toronto so his, 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 M- his defense was mid that year. I you said t- he had
0: help. You know that?
2: No, you no. You mid? told me his he was playing mid defense throughout the regular season because he was he wasn't going hard. He was coasting. He that's was a, coasting. That's, that's what you told me. He was coasting. And then in the playoffs is when you saw. But well, we we know when Kawhi
0: decides to, he's the best. It's, yeah.
2: it's not about a win. No, no. It's about no, no. We're not going to give a guy an so. award because he decides to play defense.
1: What he was not playing that's defense that right, regular let's season. Let's not get sidetracked. he wasn't playing defense Let's not get sidetracked. That first season, Kawhi did not play.
0: Oh, okay. where did so Rudy
1: Gobert won win? He won 2017-2018. Then he won back-to-back that 2018-2019, which is the Kawhi's championship.
0: I think Gobert was the best defender one of those I one would of say, those
1: am I, you could argue too. I think his first defensive player you of the year. You have to argue all three. Year. I agree. You you don't agree. Don't agree. But not I think Kawhi. one is yeah.
2: a firm. Like he was definitely the best for one of them. That's insane if he wasn't the best for one of them. I agree. Other. I agree. Maybe not two. What year? 2017-2018. And was you could
1: argue last year he was the best defensive player in the league. Last year? Last year? No. I thought Giannis. No,
2: I thought Draymond. I picked Draymond to win the award. Okay. I thought Draymond. Did Draymond finish top three? I think he finished top three. Ben Simmons was two. Oh, my God. Never mind. I'm pretty sure Giannis was probably top three. Gobert's
4: a better defender than
1: Simmons? It's a great question, man.
2: That is a great question. Let's think about that.
0: He's not. Oh, my God. Ben
2: Simmons is not. He's (laughs) not. on defense.
0: No, I mean Simmons is Over not there. a better defender. <laughs> got him. Yeah, that's what I actually. It's a good what, what question. What's up? Mm. What? What's your answer?
4: Uh, I like last season. Back. I take my
0: S- back. S- Simmons. Simmons gets cooked by centers all the time and bigger players. So,
2: yeah, he cannot guard bigs. But he puts guards in one. Uh, Trey gave him four. Trey him. gave him, he he put him in half. Kawhi put him in a blender sauce. So, all that defensive guru. Team. That's Kawhi Lender. Don't I'm do go, that. If, you, go, if you're go, that I'm guy, go, you're go that bear, guy. Don't do that. But it's that, close. Girl. I'm going go to fair, fair, I'm gonna go go bear. But last season. can't listen to him. He's a Ben stand. I'm going to go go bear. I said go bear. You said go bear. Shut makes your ass up. i Ironically,
0: moving off from defense, we're going to talk about a team that doesn't play much of it the Sixers. Oof. right now it feels <laughs> no. like that it is feel, ironic similar to the heat it feels like they are imploding a little bit not as much though because doc rivers called out james harden in a way he said that it was more james harden than what detroit was doing when they lost to the wow. pistons and the question is do you think either doc rivers or james harden are more the problem in philly currently Keith, i feel like you have something to say when it pertains to this i'm
4: handing it off
1: first <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll say this. What will you say? Doc Rivers isn't the best coach by any means, no. But in this situation specifically, Harden's play has been inconsistent. There's some nights where he drops 30 effortlessly. There's some nights he's shooting under 20% from the field. But you can never fail with him to at least put up a near triple-double. We had this statement said on the show a little bit of, a, a I want to say a few shows ago, where he's becoming Russell Westbrook slowly but surely. Oh, my God. And, and that is such a strong thing to say. And I don't mean it in an ill way, but it's getting to that point where- You said that? If, no, no, no. It no, was no said I just on, know it, it hurts him right show. now. We, we, oh. we spoke about that. That does hurt me. No, and I don't mean it to- I'm No, not I'm talking for I no, no, no said way. that.
0: You said that? I might have. I said it the other day.
1: Oh damn! No, mm. it you was think so? no. I no. said he's reaching that level. What happened? What ha- <laughs> It was a someone said that on Twitter, and then we brought it up oh in the show. It was like he's trending in that direction, hey, and I Westbroker. don't. And I don't necessarily disagree in the sense of the stat line's always going to look good. He's averaging twenty. He has. He's. I want to say second right now in assists in the NBA with ten point one. 10 and eight. I got he you. like his stat line is pristine, but then you really dig 41, deep into 33 it.
2: 33 splits.
1: That's that's where I really struggle with. His efficiency is too inconsistent night in, night out. And when you need him to really be that guy that gets the, the engine going, of course you have MB, but at the same time, you need both these guys clicking on all cylinders if you want to, to see Philadelphia be that dominant team in the East that we at least believe that they can be given the fact that they have two. Well, you have at least MB who's a top five ball player, <laughs> but then you have James Harden, who's at minimum a top 13 ball player in, in the MVP. NBA. And in a, in, a few, in, a, in a past MVP, I think. Do I blame Doc Rivers to a degree? Yes, because we know his history. We've seen that he has a history of of putting players in, in, in wrong spots and, and not maximizing their their abilities. But right now, I look at James Harden, and he's his own coach to a degree. He he understands that he has the keys to the offense. He's allowed to facilitate it as 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 much as he wants to. And I need to see him take on more responsibility. I need to see his play continue to be consistent before I can place blame on anyone else but him.
0: James Harden is the one to blame for the Sixers' um, recent struggles. And I think he's going to be the one to blame for the Sixers not reaching their maximum potential. Doc Rivers has blown multiple series. There's no doubt about that. Harden also isn't the best in his playoff history, although I think those performances are a bit overblown and people do the shed light one? on those. No, I'm talking about uh, just playoff. Just ge- those, oh, oh, I'm Those sorry, playoff Ken. chokes gotcha. that yeah, Harden yeah, yeah. has. There are a few of those that are super bad, but the rest aren't as bad as people like to make it out to be. I'm with you. With that being said, James Harden has had arguably one of the more historic five-year peaks a player has ever had in NBA history. Offensively, the step-backs, The usage being so high, I think Luka right now is playing similar to how Harden played back in Houston. We know Harden right now is dealing with a hamstring injury. He's still nursing it. He's a player that historically has not taken the greatest care of his body. He's a player that historically has not performed at a better level than how he performs in a regular season. Although he puts the bar very high. In the regular season, he averages 30, 29, 35. He's never averaged over 35 once in the the playoff run. He averaged that in a season. With that being said, I feel like James Harden right now, you watch him. He's not the same player. His first step is not there. He's passive. He's a pass-first point guard who's very turnover prone. His passes are lazy. It's as simple as that. You'll see the occasional highlight, multiple highlights, in fact, of Harden making these exceptional passes in the pick and roll two in bead. It looks effortless. Then there are some times where he's just lazy with the ball and he doesn't put enough force and he doesn't think about it. And that's why he averages more than four turnovers a game. And that's a big that that's a large number for somebody who has the ball that much. Since starting 4-0, the Sixers are seven and eight. James Harden, 33 percent of his points come off free throws. He has not adjusted his game. And I know we don't talk about these new rules because it feels like players have adjusted past it. I don't feel like Harden has adjusted to these new rules. You still see him trying to foul bait. And I think that's been a knock on many Harden critics his entire career that he doesn't assert himself without trying to draw fouls continuously. James Harden's an all-time great player. We're seeing the downfall of James Harden right now. We're never going to see Houston James Harden again. We're, ne- we're not going to see that, and that's the truth of it. He's a player who's 32 years old. He doesn't take care of his body. He is notoriously known for hanging out with rappers and going clubbing and doing a lot of late-night stuff. And when you're younger, you can get away with it. But right now at 32 years old, LeBron is an anomaly. What he's doing doesn't happen. Players regress around this age. We've seen it with Westbrook. He's around this age. We're going to see it with Harden. We're starting to see it. With Harden, Harden right now is lowering. He's not a MVP superstar level player anymore. He's just not. You know, it's as crazy? simple as that.
4: He's not, and he's still twenty a walking 23, 10, and eight.
0: It's because of his usage, and that, that's as simple as that. I don't. You, you look, you look at James Harden. Four it's of Russell his Westbrook. You look at it's you look lo- you look at James Harden. Four of his last twelve games, he shot twenty seven percent from the field or worse. In his prime years, the heyday of when he was scoring 30 and 40 and 50, everybody knows him for a step back three. Now I want to ask you guys a question. What do you think Harden shoots on step back threes percentage-wise? Right now? Just in his peak in
2: Houston. Well, like 33, 32, maybe less. I don't think it was efficient. He shoots
0: 35%. I was, God, didn't so
1: cool. give me a chance.
0: His career <laughs> three-point percentage has been 35% around there. So he's never been an elite shooter. He's the only player oh my to take. Lord. He's never been an elite three. Point never shooter. been an elite shooter. Has he ever been
1: an elite three point shooter? But the numbers I
2: mean, not. He's I mean, never talking,
1: been. I guess because he takes them so much in volume. We're talking about a guy who's number three all we're time. We're talking Isn't about he number three. All, okay, yeah,
0: you're right. And guess what? He's number <laughs> three all time because of volume. He's the only player in history. To take two hundred plus threes in every season of their career and not shoot forty percent once, he's not a great three point. He's not a sharp shooter, three point shooter. He's not. Steph has a high volume. He's a great three point shooter. We're
1: talking about the great. Shooter. Clay has okay, and vibes. you're talking. You're talking about. We, we talk yeah, about way different.
0: Although Harden is third on that list behind Steph and Reggie Miller, is, so Dame, way, is
1: Dame. Is Dame a, a better shooter? He's than, a better
0: shooter than Harden. Ray Allen is a better shooter than Harden. Harden is third all time, but he's not a better shooter he than Ray Allen. Way
1: more than uh, Reggie, like, way he's not a three. better
0: shooter than Pejas Stojakovic. He's not an elite shooter from three. That's I would put him,
1: I would say he's, he's elite, but he's athlete. not as good as the other elites.
0: He's not an elite shooter from three. Thirty five percent.
1: You're the third most. Wait, thirty five percent is league average. Yeah, I agree. That's his career average. He's a, how was that? A, good shooter. How was that a great shooter? He's a three good point shooter. shooter three he's point number shooter. three all time. Like you got to give him that Because of volume, I understand. Of volume. Yes, but still, he still has what the second highest most threes made in a season. Just, also,
4: just because you take them doesn't mean you have to make them. So you still have to hit those shots. Just because he's taking a lot of shots, he still has to hit You're so, right, I mean, but
0: it's the volume. Thirty five percent, thirty five percent of them go in. KD I, we, like, is a way better shooter than James oh, Thirty
1: five with that volume is still pretty decent. Good, yeah. All these players say he was a bad shooter. Say he was a good shooter. No, I, he's and not an elite nah, shooter. But that's what I'm saying. I still would classify him as elite. Like that's what ridiculous. Curry? No, what Curry's doing. There's a reason why he gets everybody, as everybody. we the classify greatest. as
2: elite has shot 40 percent at least one time. That's a fact. You you get called an elite shooter when you hit that 40 Dame? mark.
1: As uh, Dame did 40. And Dame is an elite shooter. He's never touched 40. I thought Dame touched 40 once. No, I'm asking about James. Never. James has never touched. I don't He's even. He's never
0: think, shot 40% of Has he even shot 38,
1: 39?
4: I think he
0: has. He might have when he was a Brooklyn in that short stint.
1: I'm about to come through for us. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like we <laughs> letting Doc Rivers off the hook, man. I ain't going to No, I on. feel you. No-, no, no, no. There's They're 100% right. The highest he ever shot was 39%. 2011. Was Sixth man of the year. Yep. I ain't counting that. I'm talking about him as the man. Highest he ever shot as Houston. the man, 37. 2018-2019 season.
0: So, look at this. That was WTF, Just, right? I think so.
1: I mean, bro, we're talking about his attempts. 2017 that, was that? And that year that he shot 37%, he's taking 13 threes a game. Let me ask what you year something. What 2018, 2019.
0: Let me ask you something. Do you think James Harden is a better three-point shooter than LeBron James? Yes. Yeah. I don't think he is. I think LeBron is actually a better three-point shooter. I think that's Not gonna lie.
4: a little crazy. I think he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a little LeBron crazy. LeBron for his
0: career shoots 38% from three.
4: But he doesn't shoot as much as Harden.
1: But
0: as of recently, he's picked up his volume and he
1: he's still
4: been
0: shot better. High
1: he's Glenn. been really good as of late. Yes, I would not say he's a better three. I shooter think LeBron than is
0: one of the more underrated three point shooters of our time. I but don't surely, disagree. I don't disagree. People think he can't shoot. He can
1: shoot. No, th- people that think they don't shoot don't watch basketball. Right. My point being, I just think that given the volume, you can't necessarily look at that field goal percentage and 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 really. LeBron. Screwed.
0: LeBron is top ten all time in three pointers made.
1: Yeah, I mean he's a beast. Is he an elite three point shooter. No. But he's top ten. James Harden is number three. <laughs> he's, not elite. he's not an elite three-point shooter. He's number three Bron- now. Well, he's also number 10, 19 years Would in. Would you call
0: Kyle Culver a better three-point shooter than James Harden?
1: Yeah. He's behind him. Because that team. was his job. He's behind Harden. Right? I understand. But I'm classifying him as elite, but there's still shooters that can be elite and be better than him. I wouldn't say he's elite, though. But, you know, we're picking. I think, yeah, elite is, elite is shooting over 40% for your career from three. I mean, but again, we're talking that, about that's someone That's what I think is elite. The NBA completely changed, and him and Steph Curry are, 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 are part of that revolution where Steph Curry gets all the credit for sure, but you still had James Harden in that line of seeing, wow, Steph Curry is taking a lot of threes and is translating to, mo- to more points put on the board. I should follow that blueprint. And he, he didn't do it as good as Curry, but he did as good of a job as you could in, in mimicking that.
0: It hurt Harden's game. In hindsight, it hurt Harden's game.
1: We're talking about MVP. Why are we letting Doc Rivers game. off the hook, man? Go ahead, please tell us. Like I feel like, tell us. bro,
2: this man has been gifted elite team after, after elite that's team. How I feel.
1: After elite that's team. how elite team. And bro. it's just like he has one ring. But at right. this point right now, look he has at Harden's incomplete. Ring. Game. All right, we're talking about right now. Look, we're talking about right now this team with Philadelphia. I'm not we're not letting talking him about the, the grand scheme of things. I'm not
2: letting him off the hook with this team. Because
1: if we're talking about no, the whole he can't. sprint, Right not, now, though, look at James Harden. He's been so inconsistent. Doc Rivers definitely eight.
0: has blame, and I don't think he's the coach to take a team to the championship. I agree. But the thing that bothers me about James Harden is that when things don't go his way, he pouts. Yeah, that's true. Doc Rivers is probably getting fired after this season.
2: But I feel like And Daryl Morey is
0: me. going to bring a coach that James Harden wants. When, and Embiid, right? And, things, and Embiid, of when course. When things
2: don't go Doc way, he blames a player.
0: I'm not saying you're wrong.
1: But Did he blame a player in the He blamed Clippers? Paul George in the bubble. Okay. Then he blamed yep. Ben Simmons. Yes. And
2: it's like, yeah, I get it, but where's your adjustment skills? You're mm. a, a vet. Mm. Like, where's your adjustment right. Where's your attention to really the detail? Like, it's it's the little things that are reasons why Greg Popovich has five championships, reason why Phil has all the. They were not like, supposed to lose that. Let's
1: adjust it quick. 100% they should not have lost to Atlanta. They shouldn't have
2: lost to Denver. They oh no no you, no! Like, but you, keep but it, you like, can also come on, You bro. can
1: also acknowledge that Paul George was not who they were yeah, expecting and, to and be. Yeah, and keeping
2: Montrezl Harun for that Agreed? long is not Paul George's Fair fault. Enough. Fair, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's not. Fair enough. I agree with not. what you're saying,
1: yep. but at the same time, no,
0: Harden has to be better. Harden too. has yeah. pouted, and Doc Rivers is probably gone from Philly.
1: Yeah,
0: I would well, say right now, my
1: Mike her. Same I would say
0: my my. Betting favorite right now to be the next head coach for Philly is Antonio, Mike D'Antoni.
1: It's got to be. But I'm tired of that. I'm tired of it. What are we gonna, we're going to get run. Stop this. catering to him. Where is he right now? Brooklyn? James Harden's yeah. been catered to no, almost not, his entire he's career.
0: He's not in Brooklyn. No? no. They fired him? They didn't fire him. He just left. Really? Yeah, but he was there for only one season. Not there. Wow. I thought he was there he's all He's been time getting time. catered so, to thought, his entire career. Entire I'm
1: tired of Brooklyn. it. is <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is that
0: I know that we... Like Harden, maybe I know. Like this, going back to what we said, Carl Malone, I don't view as a top ten scorer all time. He's not a top ten offensive player all time.
1: I think that I can an elite scorer.
0: You can say that a lot of his points
1: came from go. pick
0: and roll. I don't know. That's tough.
2: That's New Orleans, a
0: top ten scorer all time.
2: Yeah,
1: that that is tough. Offensive um,
0: player, I don't think so. You-
1: Okay,
2: offensive, think, play, can yeah, well, offensive, offensive player. I could. dig
0: offensive. Yes. No, offensive player score. I mean, come on. It's like. Nah. No. No. But now you bring no, 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 passing no, no, no. into it automatically he's a big, oh. so
1: it's it's
2: different. You can't. It's different. You can't put him. I can probably coach. name ten scores. D'Antoni's maybe. the assistant so? coach
0: in yeah. New Orleans because
2: his versatility.
0: Well, first MJ,
2: Duh. LeBron, Duh. Kobe, yeah, KD, okay, is for Steph, Harden. Steph. is a
0: better score. Harden, um, Kareem. Wilt. okay, Kareem, um, as a score, Larry Bird, Kareem. Kareem, that's like eight right there. I think that's nine actually. So I just I think need one nine. more.
1: All right. I would Alan go. Iverson.
0: I think you can score. no. Because yeah, no. yeah. of
2: the versatility. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's, yes. fine. that's fine. Yeah, No, AI has a, that's score. Just, score. That's just a t- It's just Come tough on. to wrap around when yeah. he's the second he has the most second most points. That's what I'm
0: saying. That's tough, why I've never viewed Harden as an elite three point shooter. I don't. Oh. Like I don't think he's an I don't think Am I've bugged? never viewed him as an elite two-point shooter. Am I?
4: Just a little shooter. bit. Ali is I mean, it's all wordplay. Elite means it's best of word the best play. shooters that's, in yeah, the it's NBA. He, what?
1: I mean, was he not one of the Nobody, best? He's a great shooter. I,
0: I don't think nobody's ever called him, wow, he's one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. I no, can't. but he's nobody's, one of the greatest shooters in the NBA. He's a great shooter, yeah. That.
1: I don't agree with that.
0: But nobody's ever said, yo, James Harden is one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. His right, name right, comes like fair. 10 every year. Like, we know it's Steph. We know it's Clay, We know it's Dame, We know it's KD. Kyrie's a better shooter than James oh, yeah. Harden.
1: Facts. Um. I can name some more. we Are talking about like when him in Houston or we're talking about him now? Him Houston is or in the grand scheme of things. And him, him Houston, and Houston was he Everybody was he amazing. just named still shoots better. Ah, uh, Kyrie, I don't know if he's a better shooter. Kyrie's not a better shooter than
4: Harden. Oh no. I Same don't George. know if that's true. <laughs> Kawhi
0: is a better shooter than Harden as well. You
1: see, that's another one I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I, don't 40%
4: from, I don't know. Paul George is, know. is a better shooter Paul George than, is a um, better shooter than Harden. Harden. I'll take that. I hate Paul George, but yo, he's like a I shooter.
1: classify Harden in the same. He's a great shooter. In the Harden same has second most threes deal. made in a season uh. ever. <laughs> I know you all like a, of a lot. Taking Bell, it's taking 13 in the But It's the volume. Maybe. We're talking again, bro. It bro, bro all those guys matters. have the same
2: volume, bro. Um, relatively, most no, of them. No, they don't guys,
0: have. They don't have the same volume, but
2: their, their, their volume is pretty high, bro. Like if, if you're a, going to shoot that many threes, insane.
1: Like the the most threes ever made in a season. You have Steph Curry with 402. That'll never be touched. Number two. What you again Steph Curry is the greatest ever. But you you what you're you greatest keep telling us you. you keep
2: telling us about what he's done in totality. Greatest, yes, greatest shooter what I know I know. I know. All right, so let me want to finish.
1: James Harden 378. Next year. 3 uh excuse me, not next year, excuse me. Next is Curry with 354, Curry 337. Curry, 40%, 324. Harden, 299. You, you notice two names in there. Yeah. Harden and, and Curry. Hardin was at 36, 37. To say he's that's not a lead, bro. With the that's volume, legit, it is a lead. No, it's not a lead. With elite, the volume, bro. it is a lead. You're looking at Curry, who has the volume and is better than Harden, and you're he's allowing an that shooter. to cloud your judgment no, it's not with Harden. I'm looking at Harden. Hasn't shot volume, but 40%. But less. Bro, shot Curry is top five all
0: time three point percentage. Say that one more time. Curry, the reason why he's saying that with Curry. It's not him being biased
1: about Curry. It's not, him. No, who's saying he's no, being biased? It's
0: about him saying Curry is top five all-time in three-point percentage.
1: No, I understand because he, there's Curry, a reason Curry can why you thir- look at Curry like he is the greatest shooter ever so because your, he has so by So by your
0: analysis, by your stats that you just brought up, your volume and taking a, take into account all that volume, oh, he makes all these threes, then for you, James Harden is top three all-time three-point shooter.
4: Jeez. I don't think he's saying that, though. That is not what I'm saying. I think what he's saying... Right, the reason why Harden has those records because Ray Allen
0: didn't shoot that many threes.
4: This is what he's saying. The era was different. This is what he's saying, right? For the guys we're comparing them to, that doesn't, that don't have this volume, right? They're shooting, say, seven threes and make three, four. Right? You're right. Now, if he's shooting. I'm going to make up a number. No, you don't, don't.
2: have to because he shot seven threes in 2013, 2014. He shot 36%. He shot seven threes the next year. He shot 37%. He shot six threes the two years before that. He shot 36%. So even at a low volume, he shot eight threes. He shot 35. So even at a low What's volume. The most he's ever attempted? 10. No, but even no, at a low. The most
1: he ever attempted was 13, 13, me, 13. And that was the year that yeah, he has yes, the number but two he, he, most. Even threes on a low made, volume, he, he shot the 13, same and percentage. And that's his career high in, in, in three point bro, percentage. You don't, you don't think, yo, bro. You don't Is it think, really? Yes. That's his career high in three point percentage this season, where he had thirteen attempts
4: you don't, a game. You don't think
0: that all those records are going to be shattered in, in Houston 10 years? by who? Trey Young.
4: Mm, yeah, he could. That wasn't all his those, best year. no, definitely. In Bro,
0: but why? No, but, it was a uh,
2: twenty fifteen.
0: But why 37%. are all those records going to be shattered? Because volume. the volume.
1: Not we, because know, he better. we know. We okay, know
0: Reggie Miller and Ray Allen are better shooters
1: saying, than James I'm Harden. I'm still saying he's an elite
4: shooter. No, but I get he's it, but his elite. even on low, Ray is a better shooter. than a regular shooter. Reggie Miller too. He's not an off the dribble shooter. What? That Reggie has Miller's to go in that the has What, to go wait, in what did you say? Who's not an off the dribble shooter? Reggie dribble? Miller. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, bro, he's, he's, cre- he's
2: creating his cap. own, own shot like Harden? No, he's not good. like Harden, but he okay, can do but it. But that, but just don't I'm, do that. Bro. He can do it, bro. bro. No, just because he can't do like Harden. No, no, because y'all
4: just like foregoing like, yo, yeah, like Reggie's just a better shooter than Harden. Wait, wait, what are you saying, though?
2: <laughs> I'm not saying he's not. Oh, okay. So I'm, just like, yeah, I'm just saying, like
4: y'all just say that like it's foregone. Like it you can't even think about it. You can't. I don't think, about, think it. about it. What's wrong? Come on, Harden's bro. going tween tween. <laughs> step back. <laughs> like he's taking thirty three scores. We Reggie. just saw the stats, bro. We just saw the stats. Harden's better a better score than Reggie. A volume thing. Like, come on, bro. I don't. But he shot his career high three point percentage. That right. wasn't that's even off track. We're off track a lot. That wasn't Let's even. We, that wasn't. That, that, that wasn't even.
0: <laughs> no, you're right. But that wasn't even an elite percentage, though. It wasn't an elite percentage. Great, that's a
1: great percentage. It's that's not elite. a great. Thirty seven. Yeah, that's a great percentage. With Thirteen attempts. Like I he give shot, him that but respect. He, I'm t- I just told you he on All a right, low so go, what's volume. He had thirty seven. If, if you tell me so that Trey didn't really matter what volume it is, Trae Young last season. If he had a better three point percentage than Harden that season, I'll shake your hand. What you just said
4: is a fact, though, bro. What? The last statement nobody heard what he just said. What? Even if it's volume, high volume or no volume, it d- right? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't his percentage doesn't change? It's 37, 36. Okay. Now he's a great shooter. Now you can make that argument for guys that take a lot, but you can't make that argument for guys that don't take a lot because hey, you give don't me ex- give
2: me a player. Example. Okay,
4: like a guy like I don't know, Pezer Stojakovic, who doesn't shoot the ball every time down. He's not the main he's not the focal point of the offense I like hope, Harden is.
2: I hope you're not trying to tell me Harden shoots better than B's No,
4: guys. but oh, what okay. I'm no, train, I'm not. Right, no, we'll but what I, what I'm just trying to say to you guys is that like yo volume even though like it's like yeah, he's taking more so he should be making more. Well, That's and, not always the case. Well, But well, well, we're I, just talking about three
0: point shooting just, and who's has I just want to say this. I just want to say
2: this real quick cuz I had page all he, he's also took in that Harden type of volume early in his career and Pageant shot 40%, 43%, 40%, 41%, 38, That's So Harden has took that type of volume, but obviously the league has changed and now he's taking more. But when Pageant took Harden, when they both had the same volume, Pajas shooting 40% question. This is
1: the t- is number 1? No. In terms what I'm of what? Saying. Can I ask you how, what was his field being goal? The number one score that scorer? doesn't matter. What he was just just when about they come up the court, they shooter. call yeah. a play for him what what in Sacramento.
2: He gets the first play. What was, was his field
1: goal attempt? You know per that. Game. You know that. Don't do that. What Who was, was there
2: Sacramento with It was him, Weber, Bibby.
4: Listen to what you just said. He gets what do you mean? What, Weber.
2: Weber's no,
0: he no. There was a year where he averaged twenty points, and there were there wasn't
2: a year. There was. 24 points per game year. Don't, he was th- nice. stop he's doing the that, number bro. one option on no, that No, not team? the number one option, but he gets plays
4: called So you for think
0: Harden's an elite three-point shooter? That's all we're talking about
4: no, here. No, I think he's a great three-point shooter. I think you guys are <laughs> trying to play him. No, I think you guys no, are trying to play I, him. You're I, saying he's shooting average levels, but he's shooting 13. That's ridiculous. A that's game.
2: That's, I don't know why he's doing
4: that. Yeah, because he completely... He 37%? Year, he
2: com- three he completely, off of 40. He
0: completely removed the mid-range that, from his game. And
1: ultimately, that's hurting his game down the line. I mean, you guys went to the second round. I mean, excuse me, the conference finals with one of those years of him doing that. That's
0: because that was his absolute prime.
1: But now,
5: but again, we are we're, see, we're, we're but taking if his you whole see, career Okay, into but if account. you
0: see Harden now, you're like now. If, if you not even Steph takes thirteen. But threes. even at that time, when he's you watch it, he's never
5: taking it. Even at that
0: time,
2: that. never. He's never taken 3s threes. I'm stunned.
0: Be, be honest it. with me. Do you guys not watch Harden? And sometimes be like, you had the open mid range. Why didn't you take it? Yes, yeah, so I'd watch that with a lot. Of I said that with a lot of players, though. Hey, a lot of you're players right, but there. with Harden, it's like, yeah, you. It happens a
2: lot. He makes the game a lot more difficult than what it really needs to be. Sometimes,
4: all this to say, why are you looking at me? Because I thought you were gonna say a bad take. You know, oh, you know that oh, season. Not. It's not, it's not. <laughs> I'm just, I just, I'm, I'm tired of this argument because this isn't the first time. Like we've talked off camera. You know that series that, that Harden
0: season. His shot chart was. Threes, oh
4: yeah, that shots that's disgusting. It.
0: That's, he had no shots around anywhere. There's just threes and layups.
2: All this to say, Doc Rivers and Harden needs to step it up and get better as men. Oh, no individually. No doubt. Better Definitely as a doubt. coach, better as a player. Because it's like you're, they're ruining. They're they're gonna ruin Embiid's prime. And I I I feel like that's messed up for him because he comes to play every night. He comes to play hard every single night, and he puts he's playing with bad knees and all that. And Doc Rivers, his adjustment sucks. And Harden, he's playing like days ago. He needs to get better.
0: Oh. This week in the NBA. This week in the NBA, I have something that happened. Killian Hayes
1: <laughs> had a breakout performance. No, bro. His stat line's crazy.
0: He had twenty-six points, seven rebounds, and eight assists against the G League Thunder, who everybody's He's out. Dead. Lou Dort's out, Shea is out, Giddy's out. Everybody's Rose out. We just
2: told me he had a Luka Doncic stat line. Yeah. And they called it so, crazy. And
0: Pistons fans, after that stat line happened, everybody on Twitter was like, we, we told, told you, you he was going to be good. Oh, what? His, he was like Killian, Killian Hayes. Hayes is still Killian sucks. Hayes has reached his 82-game rookie season mark. He's going to be a breakout star next season. He's the future with Cade. No, but yeah, it was it was pretty good performance by Killian Hayes. Hopefully, you know, he moves upward from
4: this. So it was okay. I think it was cool. How was he in the NBA?
1: <laughs> his defense, apparently, and his playmaking—that was
4: that was the bright spot. He was supposed to
2: be the defensive yeah. playmaking guy. Uh, for me, my uh, this week in the NBA, Trey Young had thirty and ten. This is his nineteenth time doing it. The closest guy doing it is Luka Doncic at nine. Dude's so Trey Young's been going absolutely insane. Even though they're playing Warriors, he still has an opportunity to get into the playoffs. But shout out to Trey Young; he's going to make all NBA team. He's been amazing.
1: All right, my this week in the NBA on a sadder note, unfortunately, Robert Williams torn meniscus, one of the defensive anchors, if not the defensive anchor for the Boston Celtics. It's going to be out four to six weeks after needing meniscus surgery. Probably going to miss round one. There's a chance he misses round two, and this is absolutely devastating to Boston and Boston fans. Hopefully he gets back soon because he's a huge part and a huge reason why people, including me, are, are so high on on the Boston Celtics. That defensive unit that they have is is fantastic, but only when he's on the floor can it reach the heights that they, that they can oh, reach.
4: My This Week in the NBA, piggyback off him with the Celtics. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum doing it again. Talk, yes. <laughs> Doing talk, it again. Talk, bro. <laughs> Doing bro, it again. You, don't, bro, don't do that. Bro, what are you talking Listen about? I'm excited. <sighs> Look, this I'm like, the highest right. on JB at this table. No, even, no, no. even though I said this week, right? But I'm I'm so like I'm mm so excited for the playoffs. Why are you excited? The Eastern Playoffs Oh, okay, 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 okay. Come on, man. Let's not get sidetracked in. Like I really am looking forward to watching Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown do what they do. Finally. They, they look like they're comfortable with each other for the first time ever.
3: And.
4: Mm-hmm. God. Oh, got for the people. Drew just passed me his phone. You're welcome. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have scored 20 plus in nine straight games. For someone like they
1: can't do it at the same time, Didn't right? You? We've heard that. Look, look. We've look. heard that. Can't That's do it at crazy. the same listen, time. At some point listen, it was
4: like that. No, but listen, it but gets it, better. Not
1: anymore. We'll Through Celtics. They're averaging 58
4: combined and that it's
1: cute. Don't play with them. Don't Don't one game. Uh, Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Riv has been the highest on the Celtics all season, more than all of us. However, (laughs) I just need to throw that disclaimer. I told my dude so every time I praise the Celtics. That being said, don't play with their name. You know, Keith,
2: I know you. uh, sometimes you miss shows because you're a busy man. You have a lot to do. You know, you're, you're... you're a blessed man. You've changed. You're a good man. Okay. Let me explain to you what these two knuckleheads did. <laughs> so, um,
1: Chill, you gonna expose this after I just put the disclaimer? We, we had, had a, a segment. We had a segment. You're taking your
2: victory. No, no, talk to me. Talk me. We had a segment. and it this was This guy's grimy for a, this. And the first thing, first thing Joel says was, I'm out on the Celtics. <laughs>
3: he says that
2: He says, I'm out. And this guy, this whoa, guy right here, he backs off that. He's like, Yeah, I'm pretty much done with the Celtics. This, it's that, not and not what there. I said. And, I, and I'm like, Nah. You know what I'm saying? No way Jason you know Tatum, Jalen Brown missed the playoffs. No way. You know no way. You know no way. You know no way. You know Hell. And now all, all of a sudden, he's jumping on the Jalen Br- Brown, all Jason Tatum bandwagon. Yeah, they're locked in. It's been at least Robert a month. Williams, defensive anchor. It's kind of insane how they just flip in the middle of the show. But I can just needed to let you know the flip flopping. And I've been here all year. Joel, well, can we please? Did you've I not- never?
0: You've always thought they were a playing team, though. You said they were a playing. Actually,
2: Surge dropped our um, playoff previews. He dropped our seedings. I had Boston at five. Actually, mm. no, I know,
0: but like, yeah. at, but the segments that we've had on Boston, I had Boston, Boston high had too. Is playing
1: early in well, the season.
0: The, the episode with who politics, bro. We we talked about but we talked about playing. You were he, like they're they're yes, playing, but team. they were
1: at the time. That's what they were.
4: Yeah, yeah I don't want to see Boston first round. Yeah, nah.
0: I mean the Bulls, we know they're pretenders. I
4: don't want to see Definitely. And but I, yo, wait, 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 wait. Joe, oh, I was, I yo, nice. listen. Last time, wait, we, wait, wait. last time we had this, I was excited to see DeRozan and Levine. I know you remember me sitting here, like, yo. He just had 50. You were wrong about yo, Lonzo though. Definitely. And what was you wrong about Lonzo about? I said that he what was gonna take say? he was gonna take that 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 jump and thrive in his role as a traditional point guard. I remember that and he oh. didn't. He had he he shot the ball. He's better. a utility player. Right. he, he shot the mean, ball better. He, player he, player. he, he got he hurt. He could you be one know? of He's the best, thriving. if not the best role player.
1: That's his. I it. think he can. He's, He's not thriving though. He got hurt. Huh? He's not. Thriving. He hasn't played he in this season to four driving? months. in
0: that role. Twelve points. Yes. 40%, 40%, I mean, they were winning. They were winning.
2: Forty-two percent from three. Driving. The Defensive anchor. Correct. He was driving. No, no, Lonzo, What's the drop off year? Was eleven, seven, and seven? Huh?
0: What's the drop off? Well, when he
2: he
1: hasn't played and we've our defense hasn't been the same so. Okay, That's the thing Listen You can thrive In your role playing role Yes Bulls 100%, 100% Especially if y'all win They are That's a huge part of I it I mean What happened What was The, the Bulls are pretenders <sighs> We know that It's killing me Let's not talk listen, about the listen.
4: Bulls though. Okay yeah let's not talk
2: about it The job suck. was to get into the playoffs We did that
1: so. No the job was to Come on We got now with get this into team playoffs, I mean, If you
4: run into the Celtics What Is If you run into the Celtics It's, what? it's, it's
1: unfortunately You're gonna lose It's I mean they don't have Rob Will
4: So we move
1: Nobody's
0: scared of Vucevic bro how Horford can, lock Al Horford can do he
1: can cause him fits. I'm not
2: worried. Nobody can guard Demar their team. Or Zach, mm. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown you know. has Demar averages 37 in. points on them in the regular season. You that's said so that like you've seen Jalen Brown in the playoffs. Like, we haven't really seen much, so relax. That's we because, haven't seen much, so relax on that. It's true. It's relax. True. He's, it's true. Yeah, he's right. Relax. You, that's because they Hold weren't. Hold your tongue on that. Jason Tatum, we've seen. Correct. Jason Tatum, we've seen. But relax on right, the other. I let guy. you all say what going to say. That's
0: because they weren't trying like that in those games.
2: They were literally bottom. No, they had no, to climb that's up. you They had to climb back up. Into the oh wait, we're talking about the. Bull-
1: <laughs> were we are talking about? In playoffs, or we're talking about regular season. Regular season. That they weren't trying like that, you say? Interesting. They were at the bottom. Next
0: segment is about the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, recently they made it into the play-in oh, and because of that a point. lot of Spurs fans came to the Pick a Side Pod Twitter were going back to an old tweet that we had put out that I had put out saying the Spurs are going to be one of the worst teams in the NBA. I even made a $200 bet with this dude named Eric. What was um, the It was if the Spurs are going to be a bottom five team Damn. in the West. Yep.
3: What are they right now? They're, I they're, bet they're a playing that. team.
1: I, no, no I,
4: mean, I mean, if Lakers don't fold, we wouldn't be in this conversation. No, but I mean, even still, like with Pop still active, I don't. I trust his basketball mind always. Listen, I would never bet against that. I did man. say that. Unfortunately, I well, would no, never this bet against that. This, this is what right, I say. Though.
0: Of course, the Spurs have been better than I expected, and looking back at my evaluation, I don't think I was totally off base. I don't.
2: Keldon Johnson.
0: For I mean, Kelvin like Johnson, that. I was off. He's been super efficient. It, I think he's been better as a playmaker, too. Sometimes they, they ask him to do some, do some stuff off the dribble. Definitely improved. I didn't think DeJounte Murray was going to rise to an all-star player. Um, we called that. We called that. I like DeJounte, but I thought it was going to be a little bit of a step <clears> below. Not an all-star, but a step below. He's been there, and it's been their effort. I mean, all season long, they're in these close games with some of the top teams in the West. Mm-hmm. You're right. The Greg Popovich effect. He has this team playing super hard.
1: This is all the Lakers' fault, man.
0: But at the same time, the Spurs fans came to our Twitter and were acting like they just won a championship because they made the play-in. They didn't even make
2: the play-in. It's still decided on if they'll make the play-in. And they are 10-plus games. 13 13 games under 500.
0: Okay, that's even worse. So they're, they're not even a good team, but this is their championship moment. And I'm here wondering why Spurs fans are so excited if they're ruining their chances of getting a top pick in the draft. Maybe they can still get it. But that being said, it helped that the Lakers got hurt. It helped that the Kings don't know what they're doing. It helped that Dame has missed the whole season for Portland, and that the Thunder and the Rockets are blatantly tanking. There are teams at the West that aren't even trying. So I don't think it's that crazy. That I'm not. I'm not apologizing
2: team. for nothing. The Spurs still suck. They're 13 games under 500. <laughs> this shouldn't even be a playing game for them. Like I like. Shout out to Dejounte. I don't think the Spurs suck. Uh, I, I mean, they have good pieces Yeah I mean teams can have good pieces and Still suck You know I think they 13 have,
1: games on the 500 Like y'all say we suck They No you guys the,
2: legitimately Are bad to watch Yeah but
1: that's what I'm saying The Spurs are fun
0: to watch I'll Spurs are very Yeah the are Spurs are competitive And that's why I say that, They
4: don't suck kind of They're a competitive race. loser No I mean yo right, me look. I don't know you're right no, I'm just coping right now Like on, it's hard i processing Sidebar Early on when I was talking About Devin Booker Early in his career You guys were telling me He was playing losing basketball Right They were but they were still competitive. I, didn't. I don't know why you say it. We... but they okay. I did. I will tell you right okay. now I did. But they were still competitive every single game moron. with a with a loss margin yeah, of less than five points f- that year. So with that being said, like even though they were losing, they were still competitive. So I can't say that team sucks if they're making you play your best game to beat them. That's fair. So you know what I'm gonna say the competitive losers. It's funny, but it's true. Unfortunately,
2: yeah, it's thirteen games under five. I don't think they should have a play in. I really. Don't, I think I tweeted like four or five days. I don't think the West should have a play in at all. Like I think the eight teams are set at this point. There's no reason why a team
1: selective play in th- from here on out. There's no
2: reason why a team thirteen games under five hundred should have a chance to win A couple I mean, games and get in. They have a been, top five point guard though. There's
1: been teams in been NBA. The <laughs> NBA. DeJounte's is not top five. Give me five
4: better. It's literally um, 5 in the uh, West. Yes, I Trey, I, yeah, Staff, yes, Trey is not better than DeJounte. Oh, my God. You're delusional. <laughs> Trey is not, not better than DeJounte. He's, he's, he's
2: trolling. He's trolling. He's trolling. Yeah, he's trolling. He's trolling. Okay, Jesus. I'm going to corner
1: Glad
4: River's the only person that knows me. Yeah,
2: he's definitely trolling because that's insane. Like, come on. Nah, I, I, don't, I don't think the Spurs, like, they've been Might competitive, be but ten. it's like, why make the playoffs? I mean, mm. I get the experience part, but they were just in a plane last year. They lost. This year, they should have been trying to get a pick to kind of upstart. You know, their lottery, mm-hmm. but one know, thing I was going to say is this first feel
0: a lot like the Raptors without Scotty Barnes.
1: They I mean,
4: Ugh, I strongly disagree. Cuz they kind of have a Scotty. Who? DeJounte? No. Who? I mean, even though Kelvin's not a two-way, he he's that forward Does He have the un- potential like Scotty though. No, uh,
1: no cuz Scotty has like a, a good ball. I think handle Toronto's starting ball. 5 is is very solid. One of the better starting fives.
0: I'm talking about they both have competitive teams, but the Raptors have a piece that can potentially take them over the top yeah. in the next couple of games. Under- Pascal
1: Siakam still clears everyone. He's
0: not going to take you anywhere as a number one option. Toronto I mean, is competitive two, they and the, they have they a number one. Yeah, but they don't have a number one right now. I, I think you was, he win was a number championship with DeJounte
1: fights. Murray. Murray,
4: Kyle Lowry him split time.
0: As like the third option? Yeah.
4: No. <laughs> Yo, stop. No, like now I'm not joking. Oh, what do you say? No, I think you can win a championship with DeJounte Murray. Oh yeah but, as like, but you need others Of course Not just like him And like nobody
1: Yeah I think if he's on Boston They have no, their championship contenders It took him contenders. some time To get here though If, like, like, if, if
4: DeJounte's on Boston They're championship No but DeJounte walked in the league As one of the better defenders In the NBA Like as soon as he was in the league yeah. He was one of the better Ooh, defenders
1: If he was on the Celtics Do you Celtics, have DeJounte Murray on Boston They, they are championship they contenders win. They probably win it but all But they're already championship contenders Right yeah. now? Without yeah. Rob William, it's hard. But I think with Rob, you have to respect that. With, with, Rob, like, the they're risk, with
4: Rob, they're like the fifth, fourth team for me. No, they're a liable chance. I don't know, man. They've been the best team
1: in the NBA. Since January. Which is a good amount of time right yeah, now. But That's still, the second option you think I be I still there? think
4: they're like
2: the Ooh. fourth, fifth best. DeJounte? Still, you know, you got Milwaukee Suns. As a second best player on the team. I would lean Boston
1: so. respectfully. Yeah, man, I don't see how you, you think. Do you that. think, in my opinion, Celtics would the be a team three.
0: With
4: LeBron and win.
1: Not ridiculous. You're saying
4: four, Definitely. so I'm taking I three. So. Is it four, ridiculous? Five. It Doesn't fit. I'm not. Dejounte's just a two way player. I mean, a he doesn't head head shoot head. a lot of threes, but he doesn't need to Ooh. because he gets his spots. <sighs> You're actually crazy for. There's certain that, guys bro. that can't shoot it. It's it's just cause cause they don't get hurt. That's why. You know
1: what I mean? Healthy? No. Exactly why I'm saying that though. I'm saying who's
2: better.
0: But what do you think? What do you think about the Spurs though in their future? You think that. They're kind of this, the problem getting is, into the plan for no reason because it's going to cost them a top pick.
2: I mean, if they lose it, no. But the the problem with the Spurs is they just they they, they have Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich is never going to settle for less than trying to win. So in that sense, he's always, no matter who's on the roster, going to try to make the playoffs because that's just how he is. That's how he's always been. So they're kind of in a position. I'm not saying fire Pop. You should never ever even think about firing Pop. I think Pop should stay. But Pop you know, has Tyler to understand. Best. Yeah, Pop has to understand. Is he going to realize this team needs to rebuild? Or I'm gonna keep trying to win games. They've
0: already rebuilt, though. This
4: is their rebuild. It's I the don't start think of that it, though. True. They just they just they traded rebuilt. Demar last year. They I mean, were trying they, to win that they, year. They When they traded Derek Kawhi, they rebuilt. What do you not like about the Spurs? What do you mean? Like, I don't like that they don't I have. Feel any, like, okay, so I feel scoring, like I feel like the cloud defenses, in here, like the cloud over the Spurs, is like dark.
0: I don't know how you can dis- say the Spurs aren't a rebuilding team when most of their players are 24 no, years old. No, they are. They are
4: no, I'm not saying oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying, saying that this is their rebuild I'm
1: saying team. It, sounds it like, is their rebuild team. Saying, I still think that it's still good. I'll give, give you an example.
4: But this is what I'm saying to clarify because Joel misinterpreted. I'm saying, like, why, why does it feel like you guys don't have faith that the Spurs have a bright future? I'll say this. I look at, um, for me, personally, like, this is
2: just for me. I look at Detroit. I look at Cleveland. I look at Toronto. Cade can be a superstar. Scotty Barnes can be a superstar. Evan Mobley can be a superstar. I look at San Antonio. There is not one person on that roster, and I'm a, the biggest DeJounte Murray fan in the world. There's not one player on that roster that I believe can be a superstar. That's why.
4: So Greg you don't Popovich, ever think DeJounte can grow
2: into one? I, no, I don't think he can be a superstar. I think he's going to be an all-star player for a long time. I don't believe he can be a superstar. Why not? I don't think he has it in him. And who's has their the next vision coach too? He has the motor. He's Twenty five. Dejounte. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's nah, pretty, but this—he's pretty much gonna like. like he's pretty like, much gonna, gonna be. A said, little. You said it like that was old, though. No, I'm saying like we no, kind of. No, 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 I'm telling you with
1: saying. them and, and young guys when they finally really start going off, twenty five is. is oh, no, I just think
2: I think we kind of know like we kind of have an no, idea what DeJounte's gonna be at his peak.
1: Like Cameron uh, Cameron Johnson for him doing what he's doing, they don't like him because he's twenty five. We don't like him. You specifically also.
0: No, that you're misinterpreting that. It's not that we don't like the players. I'm
1: exaggerating.
0: But you act as if they're going to be superstars when we're like, they kind of already reached their peak. When, if the you're Johnson hasn't reached his peak.
2: hasn't reached his peak. I think, Johnson Johnson I think we know what DeJounte going to be at this we know point. know
0: what Cam Johnson is going to be, too. See, that's the thing. I, don't I can't say with gonna that. Be. that.
4: I can't say with that. He can, he can that.
0: definitely go to a team and have higher volume, but he, we know what he is as a player.
4: Now, what if he gets a tighter handle in two offseasons and becomes a shot creator? Do eight, we know what Desmond Baines is going to be?
1: Do we know what Desmond Bain's is Desmond a second-year player and Cameron Johnson's been in the league for but what he's two
2: older.
4: three? See, who cares? That he's older. So, and Desmond Baines
0: already Desmond Baines already better than Cam Johnson. I don't, make I, the don't, argument I don't I don't that,
4: disagree. You can make the argument that Cam Johnson's tenure with UNC helped him, like prepared him for the NBA better than it I, did. We can't frown Desmond upon players Bain staying Bain to to the in, in, in college longer because I, I want. Don't, to see I that don't. More. But I just
2: think that like plays in the potential.
0: So I'm, I mean. That didn't. That for one, this all came about because you think the Johnson's going to be a superstar. Yeah. No, I think I don't think anybody thinks the Johnson's going to be a superstar. Let's,
4: let's clarify it. What I said was I why think there is a cha- yeah. Why can't he be? There's a chance. Okay. I'm not saying that definitively in a couple so years. So you think he be a top ten player in everything? You think he will be a top ten player
2: league? That's a superstar. Nah, no stop. Stop. <laughs> don't, stop. don't say nah. nothing. Well, the nah. fifteen is now. Don't, a
4: superstar. don't don't let him drag
1: that. B- exactly. Thank you very much. Okay, fine. Do you think he could be a top fifteen player league? No, no.
0: He won't even be a top five player. I'll play tell you what, top tw-
1: top Dude. 20 borderline, because even, let's say, if Zion's not top 15, I still say Zion's, Zion's a superstar. 21 right. years Zion's old. Zion's
2: will be top top 15. He would be top no, but 10. I'm just saying, 27. top like 20, you could still I'm debate DeJounte's 25 superstars. years old.
4: Oh, no, listen. I'm, and I'm,
1: I'm, I'm he, not saying Do you think
4: he, Zion's going to be a top 10 player? He could
1: be. I think that's more liable than saying DeJounte could be a superstar. In year 227. In year 227.
0: Zion's floor is DeJounte's ceiling. That's even I don't even and, know about
2: yeah, that. that. For might, real, that might no, be You're right. Zion's Raves. floor might be better than Dejounte's ceiling. Honest to God, like not even trying to be funny. That's it might
4: cool. no. It might be. That's how you see it. Is can, I, I can I really Dejounte
0: Murray Sian's ever floor be, Might be better than Dejounte's attic. Can Dejounte <laughs> sky?
4: Oh yeah, that's <laughs> Valley. <laughs> I love Dejounte, it's, but it's, it's Valley. We're
1: comparing him to the best of the best. We kind of already know what what's going to be. Bro. Can he ever be better than John Morant? No.
4: Yeah, no, especially no, no, there's no, no way in hell, no, it's no, just or Trey, or, or all these top guys struggle against him,
1: because he
2: he's a lock. We know he's a lock-up defender. Nobody's his mean, offense. That, like, that's why he, I think he a,
4: He's not maker, a shooter. Or, he's not a shooter. He
1: can be a third guy. No, and his field goal percentage, is but
4: but well, he gets to his spot. He's not He's not that guy. He, he's not he that guy. He has the ability to get to his spots. He, he is all about he's, knocking You know who down He's, like? Shots, he's
3: like
2: Drew Holiday. He's not that guy you can build the championship team around. He's that guy where you plug in and he's the championship missing piece.
1: That's Question, the guy If you is. put him on Milwaukee and switch him with Drew, are they still the same? I think Drew's still a little more seasoned I agree. and experienced. Wait, say, hold no. up.
0: That's a perfect comp, though. I kind of feel like...
2: That is a perfect We kind of
0: feel like Dejounte's is going <laughs> to be a Drew Holiday-level player. I
2: don't
1: think that's a valid comp. It, Why? Don't hate. I don't hate.
2: would have that. I'll, I'll tell you go on, what. He's I'll you, good. Uh, but, uh,
1: but I'll tell you this DeJounte's more athletic. He's a little bit better of a playmaker. So Drew is he can sneaky rebound. athletic. He just doesn't yeah, use no, agreed. it. He's sneaky agreed. athletic. Agreed. I'm just saying, like, quickness in terms of like being that yeah. twitchy type player. But and Drew's a better shooter. Better shooter, better defender. But, and Drew's also 30s. Like, but we got 31. into this. For
3: sure. We got into be this tangent
2: Drew's a because better
4: defender by far. Like he's he's a better defender, like he
2: can guard he can guard bigger guards better, than, bigger players better, yo, better this, than Dejounte. He can he can. You're putting Dejounte
4: fan, bro. I I like I've watched a couple of Spurs games this year, bro. And what I've seen from Dejounte, like
2: Drew Hollis, getting put on Kevin Durant for games. Dejounte Miller's not doing that. Three four years ago, no, he just got did it last year in the playoffs. Drew just did that, bro. Can he, I understand? Hold up. Did on, did he not? It? Bro, he gets cooked. I ain't going to say that. I was about to say, like, yeah, no, he, gets like he
0: gets cooked. He, <laughs> cooked. he, <laughs> he Joe gets Joe cooked. This is what I'm saying. Going We're going on cooked. a tangent right now. Because of Keith's word choice of he can be. But ultimately, you don't think he's going to be that. <laughs> That's why I'm kind of confused here, because you're, like, defending the case, but... You don't think he's gonna
1: be there? He, wants, nah, I think he, he, be he can be in San Antonio. Nah, he wants to be. Kees, a, he wants to right, keep it bro. open. You could say yes. You think he can be? Just, you can be real. You bro, think, be he, look at the he smile look, on his
3: face. You <laughs> don't want to get, <laughs> <don't wanna> get <laughs> destroyed. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> yo,
4: bro.
1: We all been there, Keys. I'm, I'm just saying,
2: bro. Keys like, is gonna wait for somebody to come, and I believe, and he's gonna be like, see, I believe it too. Like, said it right to Red. Like,
4: it right to you. Like, yo, bro, look, see. I knew I was a model. It's okay, bro. I think he could be. a A lot of things
0: can happen, but I wouldn't. I don't think they will. I think
4: it's like a twenty percent. Sometimes you got to say things with your chest and live with it later. Just do me a favor. Search up who's second in the league in triple doubles. It's probably Dejounte because you clearly the the the,
0: nah. He's not even top two. Luka and Jokic are definitely over him. Top
1: two. You want to bet? You just bet, told me an 50. hour ago He's you're not a betting Ajonte man. It's probably because of Jontae Murray I bet you 50. stat pads. That's you stop why. it, bro. You're not a betting man. You just
4: I told know. me you're not a betting man. I know. <laughs> <Stay true laughs> that, that
0: just been a, he would have just had to pay me. While Drew searches up, Oof. on
4: to the next level. You would have just had to just had him him pay, him him. pay me. I, had had it would have just been free money. Of course it With 13. Yup. It's true. And Jokic at 18. 19. You looked it up before you got in here. No, I just knew this. Yeah, Jokic
1: has 19. Murray has 13. Harden has 10. Westbrook has 10. Doncic don't need the the yeah. I'm just saying, they were How for doesn't Luca
0: have more? It's because DeJounte stat pads. <laughs> no, he does not. not. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs>
4: Every triple double I seen DeJounte get was needed.
0: So on to the next segment. Go ahead.
4: Pads. Go ahead.
0: We're going to talk about who's better or debate this between Evan Mobley, Cade Cunningham, and Scotty Barnes. It's not a rookie of the year debate, by the way. It's okay. who is the better player. Now, Riv, I feel like you don't think this is the debate. I mean you've where you get that feeling? You've from? blatantly disrespected Scotty Barnes time and time again. You have said that Kate <laughs> is the better player. There's no doubt about it. Nah, yeah. I and I put up a poll on my Twitter who's better between Kate and Scotty. It was ninety percent Kate, ten percent Scotty.
2: Damn, really?
0: Yeah. So I want to ask you who's the better player and why? And why do you feel that way? And what's your disdain <laughs> towards Scotty Barnes?
2: Uh, first of all, I don't have a disdain towards Scotty Barnes. I like Toronto. Toronto's a good city. I like the team. Do I think who do I think is the better player? I think it's Cade. I think it's been Cade for the past three, four months. I think it's been Cade since high school, since college. You know, since Mont Verde,
4: it's been Cade nonstop. That's the biggest Cade fan in the planet, right?
2: Yeah, and and I think you know, like we can. You know, Cade is first in points, fifth in rebounds, second assist. Like, you, you watch Scotty Barnes, you watch Cade. Obviously, both of them have contributed all year for the teams. Both of them has been great acquisitions for the team. But I look just look at Cade and I look at what he's done for Detroit. And it's hard. I, I don't want to say, like, I'm not going to tell you go watch Detroit games because they, they suck. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but I'm going to say if you watch Detroit and you watch the way Cade controls the game, it's just like on a different type. Like, he looks so advanced in the way he just controls the operation game. He's for me, he's the best. He's been the best scorer in his class. He's been the most clutch player in his class by the numbers. He's beaten all rookies by like 12 points in clutch scoring. He's been efficient, not efficient, pardon me. He's been a great as a playmaker. He's been great as a secondary option. Any role Dwayne Casey put him in, he's been amazing at it. And especially late in the stretch, he's been great. He's not the defensive player scotty is scotty's otherworldly as a defender versatility but Kade ain't no slouch defensively all ball he's been good i just think offensively what he brings the leadership the intangibles for me that's why i go kate
1: tell you what he's 100 percent right and there's one stat here that credit to riv i have to give my guys props through 59 career games he has 1012 points 338 rebounds 328 assists the only other players to record at least a 320 rebounds, 320 assists, through 59 career games, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Luka Doncic, Alvin Adams, and Oscar Robertson. <laughs> I'll tell you what. This guy, Cade, is everything you can want in a franchise guy. And in a position where you look at it and, yes, teams are more – you look at Scotty; his team's more successful than Cade. You look at Mobley, his team's more successful than Cade's. But there is no... These two players do not have the same responsibility that Cade Cunningham has on a night and night out basis. Cade needs to do significantly more to give his team even a chance to be in a game. Playmaking, Cade's the best. Scoring, Cade's the best. Defensively, he's not the best, no doubt, but he's not a slouch defensively, no way, no how. Cade's a better playmaker than Josh Giddey? I'm saying that's a good thing. Okay, okay I'll talk
0: about like rookies in general. Yes. Well we no, were just we were really yeah, knocking we're down D- yeah. right, right. Word. Yeah, the right. It
1: was player. Mobley, it was Barnes, and it was Cade. Shooting the ball, Cade's the best shooter. Better than Wagner? We're no, talking about we're these,
4: talking three. these oh, oh. three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I understand. I I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Better than Suggs?
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> nah, come on, don't do that to me. <laughs> That's
4: why he looked at me like that. You see how he looked why, at me? Why you're Madden, a Suggs guy? I'm a Suggs. <laughs> I was a Suggs guy. Right, right, it's listen, not too late. It's though. not.
1: You're not. Listen, I'm still not out on Suggs. Madden me neither. Not out on, on Suggs. Me neither. Go ahead,
4: tell your point. But again. my
1: whole point being is, this guy has all the intangibles to be a superstar caliber player, and he's already showing it early on. I think that once you get the pieces around K, he's gonna show you why he was deserving and he's already showing why he's deserving the number one pick, but he's gonna show you on in in the sense of in the playoffs, when it really matters, he's gonna really highlight why he is that guy and why he's still the best rookie in this draft class. Go ahead. Sorry, before
2: you uh finish, games with twenty five, five and five. Kate has seven. All rookies combined of seven. Just oh, need bro, to you can that read out. that whole list because yeah. there's
1: some insane, just, just, insane things here. Yeah, just leave that. I just wanted to throw It's kind
0: out of there. an unfair comparison because they have different roles. Scotty is a utility 100%. player on the Raptors who he's the third, fourth option <coughs> behind Pascal, behind Fred, behind OG when OG does play. On the Cavs, Mobley's the second option there. Darius Garland and him. And even then, I feel like if Mobley really decided to be assertive on offense, I don't think this is a debate. But because he's passive, this is the debate. And Scotty, we haven't seen him in a role like Cade. Cade right now is one of the more double team players in the NBA. He's top ten in double teams, top ten in double team percentage.
2: As a rookie,
1: but you got to give Scotty his credit because offensively, the blemish as a rookie. Because coming into the into the season, his his worry was that he's not this great offensive player, and he's put that to bed immediately. Scotty, yeah, he's not a great offensive player no, yet. I, okay, semantics. He's re, he's better than advertised than what initially was the worry.
0: I don't think so. He can't shoot. Whoa. Uh, can't? The can't. only thing I the only thing I worried about him was shooting, and he can't shoot. He, he could hit the midi. was 29% from three, though.
2: He got that midi down, packed a little. Hey, huh. hey.
0: Yeah, I, like my worries for Scotty was just offensive creation. That's, and he's done it, but yeah. he hasn't done it at a
1: yeah crazy level. I understand. That's fair.
0: For no. me, when okay. making my analysis on who's the best rookie, I just had to go by head-to-head. That's really it. Head-to-head games, who's been better against oh. each other. You look at Mobley versus the Raptors, he's averaging 16 and 10 with 2.3 blocks. Mobley versus the Pistons, he averages fourteen nine three blocks, fifty two percent from the field and fifty percent from three. Scotty Barnes plays the worst out of the three when they verse each other. Barnes versus the Cavs averages fifteen points nine rebounds five assists shoots forty five percent from the field. Barnes versus the Pistons averages thirteen eight shoots forty two percent from the field and seventeen percent from three. And Cade keeps a steady clip at sixteen and set sixteen seven and five. Versus the Raptors, shoots 46%, 33% from three. But versus the Cavs, he averages 15-7-7 and and shoots 33% from the field and 33% from three. All around, I think Mobley has the better numbers. I do think Cade is the best rookie right now because of the responsibility he shoulders. But when I look at Cade, and this was my pre-draft comparison, and when I told it to you, you were kind of shocked. Cade reminds me a lot of Tatum of Jason Tatum and his game. He's a he's a far better playmaker than him, especially at this young age. To me, I view Cade more in the light of Tatum where mm-hmm. I think Scotty can can become a Giannis level player. Huh? His ceiling so are, is that, that high. Uh, that that a, mic
2: drop was crazy. You the he said it and just
0: His ceiling is that high. Giannis? Scotty Scotty can be an heard, all nba performer. That. Giannis? You heard that. Scotty can be an all-NBA Giannis? You know I mean? all NBA performer. I they're both He can be, be an MVP. MVP. I don't want to hear anything. You no, know, calling ever said that was yeah,
1: dumb. Yeah, no, calling ever. You understand now? I just need you to any player that. that's compared to Giannis is automatically being called an all-time great player.
0: You said Ben Simmons was Giannis.
1: <laughs> Everything. If Jan- no, Point the I finger because I said <laughs> I that if you were more aggressive. <laughs> I don't know where that you're was looking. a great rebuttal. I'm not going to lie. How is was that a great rebuttal? You said really Ben Simmons said was Giannis that. in year six. That's, <clears> like, that's, that's even worse. When did I say that? All I said was that Giannis epitomizes what Ben should do. Wait, can you explain what that What are you talking about? If you, if you compare any player to Giannis, you're saying that he can be a top 20 player all time. Not necessarily. That's, no. I mean, that's his. You're saying his ceiling no, is Giannis. Because he, he
4: didn't compare his game. He said Giannis level. That's oh. what he's saying. Bro, that's why I looked at you. You heard it I'm, You heard you it.
0: Like, you don't think Scotty Barnes, Barnes, Barnes ceiling can be the best player on a championship team?
2: No, 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 no. no. Giannis mm. isn't just the best player on a championship We're team. We're talking about he's the, arguably all the player in the league.
0: In order to be the best player on a championship team, you kind of have to be. Yeah, a top but you're, so
2: you're saying Scotty can be arguably the best player in the league. If you're saying he's Giannis like, that's
0: what you think. I mean, it depends. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't specify what year Giannis. You know. <laughs> so what? What year Giannis you talking about? I mean, I can imagine Scotty Barnes averaging twenty thirteen and like four five. Oh, no, I I mean,
3: that's the best not player in the championship, that's, team and that's now? still not Giannis. That was Giannis. I need a different that player. Just give me a different
1: player. You no, know, you're talking about Giannis' player. year like three. No, y- no, that's exactly. His, year, first yeah. yeah, no, Giannis Giannis his first year breaking out. No, Giannis'
0: first year breaking out is twenty two. Okay, twenty five is different. Twenty two. I hate when they do. Oh, you no, said th- I, that, I hate when they do twenty thirteen and four. So I said twenty five. 25? I think Scotty can average twenty five. No, I thought. What do you think
2: Katie could do at his peak? Like
0: twenty seven. I think 25 to twenty eight a game. I think so. I mean, I think obviously it sounds crazy because he's a rookie. I don't think he's the best scorer in the draft. What you got, Jalen
2: Green? Yeah. I mean, we were talking about these three. So you know what I'm I saying? I mean, with Scotty, the skill set,
0: With Scottie, the skill set is s- similar. They are both athletic freaks. I mean, Scotty's measurement scores, I mean athletic composite score is at the top one percent. He's one of one as an athlete. <laughs> yeah. He can handle the ball very well for his size. He has a good floater game. He can finish around the basket. He's already one of the better defenders in the NBA. He's going to be an elite defender for years to come. And the jump shot is already more developed than Giannis at the same age. Like I'm not saying Scotty Barnes is going to be Giannis, but to to say that the comparison for him is that is not absurd. That it was is. his that no was disrespect. His, that, no was disrespect. Pre-draft, that was his pre draft. That was his pre draft
4: comparison. You know who his gameplay reminds me of? No disrespect. Jersey, Kyle Anderson. I
0: compared him to pre-draft. I think Scotty's already exceeded that, though.
4: Not in terms of level. I'm talking about in terms of play. In mm. terms
0: of play style, I I agree. That was my comparison for him before really? the draft. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, that was exactly my
0: comparison. It was Draymond and Kyle Anderson. And now it's Giannis. Because yeah, like that's yeah. Because I mean, you know, Riff, but that
4: wasn't even comparison. That was saying, yo, I, I think Scotty on that, you that and level. I,
0: you and I before <clears> the season. When we did our projections for these rookies, mm-hmm. we thought Scotty Barnes' ceiling was 15 5 and 5, like a Draymond. Yep. He's doing that as a rookie. Like, Scotty Barnes has exceeded everybody's expectations. I don't think it's far off to say he can be the best player in this draft over Cade because of that defensive prowess.
1: I see. I'm fine with you saying that he could be the best player in this draft. So, what do
0: you think Cade Cunningham's ceiling is?
4: I still don't see a superstar.
3: Oof.
0: No, I'm, just, I'm just asking Drew. I just want to know what he thinks. He could be a top 20 ball player. There. Okay. So if I think... In the
1: league right now. Oh, oh. Jesus all Christ, time. I'm not come on. All time. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Me too. Come you to, you on. Thought, no. You thought he said all time, Because right? you know why? Because we were talking scared, about Giannis, me, him so being so top if you 20. think no, Kate so could if you, be top 20 so in if, the NBA easy. I, I think, think Kate can me.
0: actually be top 10. Top so 20 is kind of like yeah, that's actually oh, underselling he, him. Yeah,
1: that's underselling All right, fine. I mean, either way, you shake it. He's going to be one of the best players in the NBA. So you think Scotty cannot reach that type of ceiling? I think Kade is going to be the best player in this draft, and... There's going to be seasons where maybe we debate it. But even still, I look at kid and he has all the intangibles I need.
0: So if you debate that, then that means if you're debating it back and forth, that means that you would have Scotty around that top 15 along with Again, Cade, there's going to them be being top 20 players.
1: Fine. But you're trying to tell me that he's reaching Giannis. That's my only issue, King. The I have reason, no issue with you reason, saying that he's a great ball player, I mean, that he's, that he's XYZ. You look, you look at the skill you're saying set, his ceiling Mobley?
0: is Giannis. I think freaking me out. Anthony Davis, Chris Boshes. Boshes? So you think, Boshes? He'll, be like Bosh. Bosh mm-hmm. think he'll be like Bosh. top 10? you think he'll be like top 10? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's Player? because I think what Drew's getting, what Drew's getting held bent on is yes, and what you think yeah. is. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah, the thing it. about it, is, it. it <laughs> is that it sounds, it sounds so off because Giannis has accomplished so much in his career. Yeah, it just right sounds, right. At first, it sounds a
2: little
1: You're say And saying ceilings Giannis automatically, I take everything he's ever accomplished. You're telling me that he can accomplish as or around Giannis level. That's crazy. that's crazy.
0: No, I never said he was going to be like a two-time MVP in a, a finals
1: thing and like that. It's just that's Giannis level his, play. his
0: ceiling is he can be the best player on a championship team.
1: So different player. Give me a different player. Just give me anyone else. Just He's going to be Scotty. And I could sit with that. Actually, I can't sit with I'm you. I'm going to
0: counter that with this question to you. What player in the NBA is similar to what Scotty brings athletically? The body, the stature, the skill set.
2: Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me either. Ben Simmons, Kaminga.
0: I I don't even see that. I don't see that. I don't see that. I think either one. I, no, I Simmons. I do. Yeah, for sure. About, I do see.
2: What Simmons. about uh? You said wait. What'd you say? Athleticism. Athletic athleticism, body, Athletic. So being uh, six time uh, with I thought, the long wingspan, your long I thought, strides. I, I heard. I thought you just said athleticism.
0: Because the the only person that mirrors Scotty, I mean it's Giannis in terms of that athletic if athletic build and what they can do, their long strides, their long arms. That's what he mirrors him.
4: I could see Ben Simmons a little bit. I think Jalen Green is the best score in the draft. Cause you started breaking down like different aspects of the game. So you said playmaker, I give it to Cade. Definitely. Um Defender, I'd probably save him Moby. I think Evan Mobley or Scotty Barnes has been consistently the best defender. I would say Mobley. He's kind of like generational. Right. Yeah, Mobley's um, been crazy defensive. What are the aspects of the game? Rebounding, probably Evan Mobley. Right. Um, with all that said, playmaking, Josh Giddy.
1: Yeah, I, he can't score the way that that Kade does.
0: Talking about playmaking,
1: exactly. But you you've told me that they go that they're <laughs> you take them together without or, without Shay Giddey averaged
0: sixteen eight and eight, hmm?
1: and even still. Cade's averaging the most points out of rookies.
0: He's averaging 17, and Giddy averaged 16, 8, and 8. When he when was, he, when in, a, was in
1: a short sample size. No,
0: no. It was actually a big enough sample size to see that he can do it at the I mean, consistent level. He dropped a 29-point
1: triple-double on the Knicks. I'm not saying
2: that's the not awesome. I still
0: man. think Cade is the best scorer yeah. in this draft. I mean, score, scorer, but we're talking about playmaking. Giddy's a better playmaker than Giddy. Yeah, Cade. I, I agree. Yeah.
2: But after Giddy, it's Cade. I think Giddy is the best playmaker. Though. I, don't even... on I, don't
0: play. <laughs> I like Davion Mitchell. I'm
4: playing. I like Davion, but... Yeah. No, he he's not. a backup point guard.
0: Yeah,
2: no, that's what he is.
4: No, Scotty. don't look at me like that. I'm not about to say he's an all star. He's just no, a good what? player. He's going to be got a good got, NBA player. I think he could be a back. I don't think nothing's wrong with being a backup point guard.
2: Not even, like, I'm that Wait, I know
4: you for years. You had that smile. Look, see, it just came out. <laughs> 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 Ain't
2: that wrong. In the back of point guard, bro. I just think, uh, like, I don't know, like these three are so different, and it's the situations are really going to matter. They are really different. Scotty in Toronto, being able to play with Fred, being able to play with Pascal. He got Nick Nurse. That's going to be huge. Evan Mobley being able to have a point guard and Darius yeah. Garland. Like, Cade is the only one who hasn't really had that type of guidance in other. Like really he's good. Got, he's like, got
1: Sadiq Bay and Marvin. Baden. Yeah,
2: who's he's learning with? Like they're they're learning with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, so
1: I have a question
0: for you, Rip. Actually. You talk like, nice. to me, boy. Because you scoffed at the Giannis thing, but you have repeatedly compared Pat Will to Kawhi
2: because of his hands. Is a difference, I don't compare Pat Will and Kawhi games. I compare because if the games if it's,
0: are you can, the games are similar too,
2: yeah, but I, that's not why I do. I call at him, least the looks of it, the yeah. aesthetic of it. I call it because the way he's built, he's kind of he's physically built like Kawhi, his hands are like Kawhi. That's but, why we call him the so ball. Like you can't do even ball?
1: say that that Scotty's built like Kawhi, that uh, like Giannis.
0: He is built like Giannis, he's,
1: he's like just like four, not seven four, feet four, tall, exactly. He's, and he, he doesn't his have this, long the, arms. He was built like Giannis coming in. I'm not gonna lie. He was. Not as,
0: bro, Scotty already looks like Giannis in year six as not, a rookie.
1: He does not. He does. He does not. Have you do you see Scotty? Yeah. Have you seen the yeah, picture of him? He's fake, yeah. Whoa, like, like Scotty. He's, he's, he's a big he's does, six, not Giannis. Giannis. Giannis came in like, Giannis came in like, like six, eight. Year six. He said already like year six Giannis. That's it's cap. A, well, I mean, Scotty's 20, so he hasn't gotten developed for sure, into that. For sure. you know. He's got time. But, but he's even still he
0: he already has an NBA body.
1: Like
2: something that' Players aspire to have. Yeah, it. he has an NBA He body. had
0: that in college.
2: <laughs> he has an NBA body. Ain't gonna lie. Yeah.
0: In college, that was the thing about him. He had a great body already, NBA built, NBA ready. It was simple as that. 25, 13, and 6, you could see. I could see Scotty doing that. Okay. Especially learning un- in Toronto's development, bro. I could dig it. Do we not see that? I could dig it. With Toronto's development.
4: I'm Not gonna say I was wrong about Suggs, but I was definitely wrong about him being usually had a rookie the Yeah. That
2: was a nut take.
4: Was it really though?
2: No, it, he was. He's not. He might not make an all rookie team. He plays No, he t-
1: actually won't make an all rookie team. He won't. He plays too fast, and he plays too much. Like he needs to do everything. That's his problem. And he has no jump shot.
4: None. Where did sucks go? Kazaga, right? Yep. He was bugging that year, bro. He, he averaged amazing. eleven points. Bro, they won how many games? Hey, you said he was bugging I He was literally the focal you, point of that offense. Though, how many points he averaged? I mean, bro, it's college basketball. We're talking I mean, about. Drew Timmy me was the focal point, but I hear you. True. Dude,
0: Timmy's been a focal point for like two, three years now.
2: Yeah, uh, He's he's pretty much a dog. Jalen Suggs made it go. Made what well go? That whole team. Yeah, he was a point guard. Good good point guard. Now look at him. He won't make he it was, all He was Eric Bledsoe.
0: He was great at Gonzaga. He was good. He was great.
2: Prime Eric role. Bledsoe. Good Yo, player.
4: I hate when you say shit like this.
0: The son's Eric Bledsoe? He loves to say that. <laughs> he loves that Bledsoe, Jalen Suggs thing. Because you guys are going to see it like a couple of years from now and be like, wow, he was so right about that.
4: Or I'm gonna see it from now and be like, yo, where's Joel? So I can go find him and tell him he was so wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is how
0: I was right about Giddy, too.
4: What about Giddy? You, you told you said he was gonna be all star.
0: He can be. He will definitely be uh, one. So we'll see. He I got mean. a lot of Luca in this game, bro. Playmaking wise, <laughs> he definitely does.
2: I don't know. Cade is Luca, bro. Luca, Paul Pierce, like bro. Kate
4: okay.
0: is more Tatum than Luca.
4: I don't even see that. I disagree. I yeah, like I see a lot of Paul Pierce In kid game bro. I do too like, you know, It's weird like, like, like the scoring I see so just much Just the way Paul, he attacks yeah, the game like, I see that too like, But it's like His playmaking Can't allow me To call him Paul Pierce Yeah the,
1: His playmaking Is just better But I yeah, understand I, That's, what that's
4: you why I say Luka Paul Pierce like, yeah. I just, yeah.
1: like Tatum Tatum I don't hate I don't hate it I I, 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 I see I'm gonna it. watch more t- I don't know I, don't, I see it I, 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 I like, see it I don't know if I see it. I don't the thing with Tatum is that his post game is just so spectacular. Cade posts up a lot too. No, yeah. I know, is but really? it's just that Tatum.
2: Yeah, yeah he does. He does. I don't know if I'm being blind to see it or if I just can't. Maybe I just can't. It's
0: because you have, you have a certain love image. and admiration. No, it's not that. You yeah, have a fixated you, view. You have a view of Cade as a scorer plus playmaker, and you right. don't view Tatum as plus playmaker. Uh, I mean, so do you're, do you I'm viewing as a plus scoring playmaker? Sense.
1: Huh? do you think t- he's an average he's one. been getting better as time's gone on especially he gets this better season, at a lot
2: of things i need him to be consistent he is whoa whoa, whoa. i need him take to be easy. consistent take it easy
4: i know you've been watching the nba really exactly come on
2: what do you mean
1: he's
4: been amazing he's he be
2: consistent with his playmaker uh-huh. he, okay. right. he just got better all right just got better
1: that's a fact all right. all right i'm fine with that what did he, does he, he have this year? four times five yeah four I he has think. to get
2: better i don't care about the i want to i'm talking about eye test he has to get consistent with it he makes the right plays
1: and that he has been, and the that fact in that itself, him and Jalen Brown have been able to split as well as they have, as
4: well. I mean,
2: you guys like to, you know, you guys like to be nice. Those I, guys I like, make the right play. I like to see nice. it for a year
4: stretch. They're not, yeah. dot, they're not dot you up, guys. don You're not, you up. You don't but like they to. Make the right you don't play, like so. to project.
1: You're not a projector. I really don't like. I would project. love to see you project here and there.
2: <laughs> so what do you want me to project that? I really don't like I to don't project, you just I got don't know. Like, I don't like Projecting to, is guessing. I don't like to see something for two months and then say, oh, he can do it. Okay. Projecting so like is an
1: educated guess. guess. You can yeah. project certain things. Right. I want to see you do that more. Can you right. do that for me? Okay. All right, sweet. Good looks. I like that. <laughs>
3: okay. That's it.
0: On to the last topic of this show. 4.4. 4. Donovan Mitchell. Should he request out of Utah? Do you think it's time? What do you think is wrong with the Utah Jazz? They blew a 20-point lead to the Warriors. Mitchell was over 4 in the 4th. The Clippers had a 25-point comeback win against them, not too, not, too, not too far off from now. Paul George. Sorry. Yeah. So what's <laughs> happening in Utah? What's happening with Donovan Mitchell? It feels like people are on both sides of the spectrum. They're either on Gobert's side, on Mitchell side. There's a lot of stuff coming out of Utah right now.
1: Let's hear from you because, right, you have them going to the Western Conference Finals.
4: You have Utah going to the WCF. That's it. You know
1: what? I realize that's what we got to start doing now as a collective. Call out, call out these guys for their. Tips. I did, they I, did. It.
4: Let's hear. I did, I did, I did. I don't shy away Tell from me what you. I change see. your Neither mind? Do I? Huh? Tell me you change your you mind. You know I can't change my mind. I would, Real, knock, my, it would knock
1: my morals. Ah, you know that. Come on, you know, don't play with them. On I respect it. it. I respect you know, I that. I stand
2: on that. So I, they are going to the WCF, but they're imploding. They're definitely imploding, and I don't think one person I don't think anybody should knock on Donovan's side or on Gobert's side it should be on both of them honestly I think respect being as the stars of the team being as the leaders Donovan Mitchell and, and, you know I was watching the Warriors game Donovan Mitchell misses Gobert a lot like I looked at it was this fun stat I tweeted like two three hours ago Donovan Mitchell averages two passes per game to Rudy Gobert two. The game is 48 minutes. What are you passing him the ball for? I mean, if Rudy, if you get a screen and Rudy Gobert has Jordan Poole on you, yeah, you he has the ball. him sealed him under the, the basket. He had
0: Clay Thompson sealed last game. He had, he's Thompson.
2: having multiple. He's 7 3. I'm sorry. I'm scared what he's going to do with it. I don't, I don't, you have to make yeah. the right basketball play. Like, you as a person, like, if, if I'm a 7 3 player and you. Pass me the ball down low. If I mess up, it's not your fault. It's literally not you made the right back. Oh, Bear play.
0: shoots seventy percent from the field. This so it's year.
2: like Donovan Mitchell, he misses them a lot. I don't know what their friction is. Like it's if it's beef or not, but the team is obviously imploding. Quinn Snyder seems like he he doesn't know what he's
4: doing anymore and he's can, a great coach. Can Spider me. win a championship there? No, I think he should go to Miami. Then that's the answer. I mean if Donovan Mitchell wants to win, he goes. And
1: I think Rudy Gobert should go to Toronto. He, he just wins. signed this contract though. Like that's the thing that I mean, bothers me. Listen,
4: I think the
0: Jazz situation is easy to dissect. Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert don't like each other. It's yeah. as simple as that. <laughs> I think
2: Donovan doesn't like Rudy. What I don't think Rudy it? doesn't like Donovan.
0: I think it's both.
2: It
1: was COVID. I think so, too. COVID started it.
0: I think it's both. I mean, you. the reason why it's not even just Donovan. I think Jazz players don't connect with Rudy because... He calls guys out all the time. Respect. He, he quoted. He got quoted what's saying this. What's wrong with that? I'll him. say what's wrong with that in a bit. He oh, said, okay. we get disconnected. We stop playing. We lose the values of this team, which is moving the ball, Gobert said. And that really affects our defense. It's like everything flows, and then it flows the wrong way, and we get disconnected more and more. And then he said, we're a good basketball team, but we are not being as physical as we can be. It's, mm. a, physical, it's a physical game. But we have to get to the point where we do that more to the other team than to us. Rudy Gobert, when he's saying they're not moving the ball, is talking about Donovan Mitchell. And, Don- and Donovan Mitchell in the post game when they lost to the Clippers, he said all the finger pointing is childish. Which means that he is directly responding to Gobert and saying, this guy keeps talking about our team. I think it's childish. The problem with Utah is that they don't have a leader. Rudy Gobert is too childish and too much of a loose personality to be a leader. The COVID incident alone proves that he's not a leader. And Donovan Mitchell is not. He's the one that's supposed to be holding people accountable. He's not doing that. He's just saying, we'll figure it out. Let's not point fingers. Let's not do this. He's not a leader. And I feel like we've gotten to the point that Donovan Mitchell has plateaued. He's plateaued as a player. And he's young, so it sounds insane. I don't trust in a 6'1 guard to be the best player on a championship team. Donovan Mitchell will never be the best player on a championship team. Last year, when Shaq said to Mitchell that he's not good enough to do it, he was 100% right. And the entire world overreacted to that statement. Because Mitchell succeeded so much as a rookie, and in his first couple of seasons, he has lifted the standard to what we expect from him and I don't think he will ever get to a higher standard he will never break those barriers because I don't view Donovan Mitchell as a top 10 barely cracking in the top 15 of best players in the NBA I don't think he can be the best player on a championship team that's why Utah has to move on from him him and Rudy Gobert are awful fits and Miami it sounds nice it really does But are you trading Jimmy? Are you replacing Jimmy with Donovan Mitchell? You know, how far does that really take them? I'm not sure. Does he go to the Knicks? The Knicks are the one rumored destination. What will Mitchell do in New York? What is he doing on (sighs) the Knicks?
1: There's not many people that can go into New York right now with your current roster and is doing much.
0: Mitchell, I feel like, I believe is plateaued. And I think Rudy Gobert, if both these players get traded... Will have more team success in the future. I think Rudy Gobert goes to Dallas. It makes the Mavericks a contender for real.
2: I really don't understand how you can say Donovan has plateaued, and when he's all he's ever done in the playoffs is get consistently get better, be that guy for them down the stretch, and his team is consistently Too early folded to say plateau. Yeah.
0: I think if you and it hasn't resulted to anything. But I don't think that's a. His it's not fault. a direct correlation to him.
1: It's really not perimeter defense. Definitely
0: weeks. him. He's he's somebody. I that's mean, the it, fairest
1: it, point you could have. Oh, no, I agree. It. I think.
0: Per- and the reason I say plateaued is because when he was he was behind Ben Simmons in Rookie of the Year voting, when he went on these awesome playoff runs and eliminated yeah. Westbrook, we held Mitchell to such a high standard. Shooting guards have passed him. We once didn't have Devin Booker over Mitchell. He's over him now. Zach Levine is a playoff run away from being over Mitchell now. Guys are starting to pass Donovan Mitchell.
2: Devin Booker, Devin Booker has gotten past him because they've built a, gr- a pretty great team. Say it with him. your chest out. Devin Booker. No, it's a fast and shooting guard. Devin Booker has gotten past him because he's an NBA. And I don't know. Like, that, that's just, I don't know. Because like, not saying, saying he's guard. plateaued is, it does sound crazy,
1: but.
0: Can he be the best player on a championship team?
1: Donovan Mitchell? I'll tell you this. I if so. Utah had better wing defenders, yeah. that Utah Jazz team could have gone you, to the finals. I'm yeah. you, if you
0: put and him— And how up, does that happen when put, Mitchell's getting paid that
4: much? If you he's
2: get, he's, if you can get him to Miami and they're look able the to Suns. keep Jimmy Butler and Bam Bayou their championship contenders, in the East. I just but look, he's not the best player on a championship team at that point. I, I, he's better than Jimmy. He's I, just not the leader that Jimmy is. Donovan yeah, Mitchell is better than it. Jimmy Butler. I don't agree with he that. He just
4: isn't the leader that Jimmy is. I don't agree with that by an inch. I mean, it's a we con. could go back and forth. I mean, you're going to look at Jimmy's like statistics, like threes. No, I wasn't even like, going to look at it. I just
2: think Donovan's
4: like, a better— When it comes down to ball— like when, when it comes down to ball, what? Exactly. When it comes
2: down to ball, ball down you got to you ball, gotta go Donovan. I'm going However, Jimmy Butler. defense— You don't want to win. And, you don't want to win. Uh, you don't want to win. Who are you going with? From to Bull.
0: Mitchell is the better player, and that's because Butler is. is on a downtrend right now. And but Butler injuries. has proven he can be the best player that takes the team to the finals. And
1: one thing we have to continue to remember, he's had five ankle sprains this season. Five ankle His sprains. His shot has been declining. No, but that's not—no, it's never been really great. Never been good—barely good, honestly. So was, he was an average shooter from three. in Chicago. Chicago. He was an average mm-hmm, shooter in mm-hmm. Chicago. He
2: was a good shooter. This
0: What I'm saying is that I don't view Donovan Mitchell— as a superstar level player. I don't think he, he doesn't have the intangibles to be a leader either. And you mentioned that point about the Suns. The Suns got very fortunate with good management at the perfect time because they drafted Devin Booker. They drafted Mikel Bridges. They drafted Cameron Johnson. They drafted DeAndre Ayan. That's my point. Chris Paul came in. The Utah Jazz don't have the luxury, I guess, of drafting that high yeah. in the draft year and year. Not out.
1: anymore, at least. They
0: have to find gems, and they they spent a second round pick on a Jared Butler I mean, they when they could they they it could have, have been. a Herb Jones. gems. bear was
2: a gem. Mitchell Mitchell was essentially a gem. A gem. So no, essentially, so no, he's a, a gem. They did easily. find some gems.
0: I, I just I don't. Know. I don't. I Mitchell just don't, was don't a see. Pick,
2: though. Yeah, but he wasn't supposed to be that great, especially but at year one. Mitchell
0: is a player Booker
2: who wasn't a
1: lottery pick. No, he was. Okay, that's my point though.
0: Mitchell Mitchell just made the All Star game for the first time last season. He's never been an all-NBA performer, I don't believe. He hasn't made an all-NBA team.
2: You Devin Booker double, hasn't either, though. But he'll make it this year. But you can't. Just because they haven't done it don't mean they haven't played at that level. Yeah, but in one, in one
0: playoff run, Devin Booker has already accomplished more than Don Mitchell Devin has. Devin Booker
2: wasn't an all-NBA player last year? I don't mm-hmm. think so, no. Neither. The one seed and the two seed. was above him? They weren't They weren't in, I don't think. I'll, Maybe I'll, Booker I'll, yeah. might have made it, but they both were one. Utah was one, Denver, uh, Phoenix was so two. So Mitchell,
0: no, he's a three-time all-star, no all-NBAs. But it's just, I, I worry about how far my team can go with Donovan Mitchell. I, I think, and in that case, I think he's plateaued. Because we've, we had such a that's high roller coaster ride with Donovan Mitchell early in his career. And now it kind of just feels like it's stalemating.
1: Yeah. The All-NBA team, first team, Giannis, Steph, Luka, Jokic, Kawhi. Second team was Joel Embiid, LeBron, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Julius Randle. Third team was Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and Kyrie Irving.
4: Makes no sense.
2: Neither of those guys made it. So I don't I don't know. I, I Rudy would. did.
4: I
1: <sighs> Do you think the Jazz blow it
0: up and trade Rudy and
1: Mitchell? The, I mean, if you want to They're giving a lot of money to Gobert, like a, an absurd amount. Send them over to Chicago, man.
2: Send Rudy yeah, over here. Rudy would be yeah. crazy yeah. Send with y'all.
1: Rudy over here, please. You know what I think Utah Yo, is
4: missing? Just like wing stoppers. Ben Simmons? That's all they're
0: missing. If they would have drafted Herb Jones, they would have been good. Yeah. They needed to look at my draft
4: board. So if they get
2: wing stoppers, do you (laughs) think Donovan can be the best player?
1: Yes.
0: It makes their chances significantly better.
1: If you replaced Donovan Mitchell with Booker, they're in the same position.
4: No. No. They go to the finals. Exactly. Who goes to the finals? Utah.
1: (laughs) Oh! (laughs) You're bugging. You're bugging. Respectfully. That's serious. Respectfully No Cause then the same thing happens Gobert's getting exposed
4: You're that serious? Yeah Oh why? Why?
1: And no, why? W- no, but let's, that. let's go to the regular question. <laughs> I trust
4: Devin
2: Booker. Devin bro. Booker doesn't fix their problems, though. Yes, he but does. How?
0: Second in defensive rating amongst guards. Thank
2: you. With Chris Paul. What was, Chris. was I
4: saying last what? time I was up? But did you say
2: defensive rating was this, a team? These players. players? No, no, no. It Hold
4: is, on. Before but you it's, answer it's that, flawed,
0: but it's not. Bro, the this horrible is what statues. I was trying to say. I, I don't like no, that. No, but this is what go I was ahead, trying to say. Hold on. Before you go
4: into it, these great offensive players that we give their praises on offense. Like cool. Okay. Like one right there, Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. Another one who's underrated defender, DeMar DeRozan. We don't give him credit. We don't give him credit. You hear the name. You hear the name, you go, what did you just say? Right. You hear the name and go, what did no, you no, say? I, I'm saying I watch games. What did you just say? DeMar DeRozan is, is an underrated defender. Yeah. I'm not saying he's one of the best defenders in the NBA. I'm you, not. I don't even think he's. He ah, makes guys work. Riff. you're telling me he doesn't?
2: Ah, you know what? I can't call somebody a good defender if they take plays off. That that makes no sense because so Kawhi is not a good defender. No, Kawhi is a good. Even Kawhi has to, taken multiple Kawhi, plays. When Kawhi off. takes plays off, he's still a good defender. I'm talking about Demar takes plays off; he becomes putrid. I can't do that. Yeah, but because he has, he has to that. turn around and be that guy. Nah, he doesn't have to be that guy. For y'all, he needs to be that guy. He can take some plays off on offense. He has no, Zach right there. No, he can. but he can literally but how take many plays games off. has Zach? So why missed? did they go get Demar? Obviously, to build that two-man guard in the regular season, he can take plays off on offense and work on defense. He can do that.
1: I want but to know your guys' the, picks. But no, for, I do want to. I do want to keep but, going on that point. If you replace Devin Booker with, I would like to. Mitchell, I feel like Chris Paul has benefited Devin Booker Paul. so much.
0: The Suns make the finals. Still, yes, but I agree. Mitchell worsens their defense and playmaking. Mitchell's
1: not a good playmaker. The playmaking, hundred
3: percent. That like was the only Paul thing I was going to say. say no. Facts. No,
1: you really are. one. Like, so. He
0: can't pass over defenses. Yeah, but I oh feel like y'all really are like.
2: Not forgetting, like forgetting that Chris Paul really benefits guys, bro. Like he really helps guys but get better. The one better. thing we
1: can say when Chris Paul was out, Booker really stepped up in the playmaking but, department. No, I, I understand that, but that's because Chris Paul
2: was already there. And he helped him in that Developed. department. For sure, in that development, I, I feel agree. like Chris Paul, Mike Conley isn't that guy. Yeah, he's not a Chris he's Paul. Not. Chris Paul can definitely aid Donovan Mitchell. You send, you put Devin Booker on Utah. There are problems on the perimeter. Devin Booker is not a stopper. He's a good defender, but he's not a stopper. You're not telling Devin Booker go stop this guy all game, and that's why Utah will still have a problem because. I I want
0: to finish that, with this though. Mm. For one, you're right about the wing defenders going to Utah, but about the
4: poke holes in that, it's so I don't, I don't think,
0: it. I don't think a guy like Herb Jones changes Utah's trajectory
1: too much.
4: Doesn't. Like, it doesn't. It helps it, a little bit. It
1: helps a little bit. You're right. The thing about the Suns, they have the depth at the wing position defensively. Like bridges one one person, defender. one person can't change a unit. Four, four guys potentially could. Let's just go under the assumption that the they U- definitely do.
0: Let's go into the assumption that Utah Jazz they will trade away Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert this summer. What's the best team fits for both those guys? I'll start with Donovan Mitchell for you. Rudy. For me,
2: it's Miami. If he wants to win, if he and if they're able to keep Jimmy and Bam, I think that would be the spot where he can get a uh, he can be more competitive and possibly get to a championship.
1: Man, you gonna say LA? No, we can't. We can't. Um. I guess I want to say Dallas because he doesn't necessarily have to have the ball in his hands at all times. Him and Luka could feed off one another. You really add another scoring option to that squad. They really get nasty there. I feel like I guess Dallas, but I don't know what assets they would use to, to acquire him.
4: What, what's so funny? No, I'm just laughing. You guys get ready for my answer? Yes. I think Donovan Mitchell's best landing spot, if they could somehow, would be Cleveland. You want two,
1: not one. Yeah, but two. They, they six, have, three and under guards
2: exactly. In
4: the Sexton
1: makes that tough. Okay, Damon, CJ. No, but so Sexton no, probably being clutch. This is what you. This no, is okay, no, but, he's he's saying, but that's what I'm
4: saying. He's. Uh, he, that, yeah. That's I, had the, I had to break this up. I had to break this down last time I was here for this. Do guy. for me. Okay. Anytime you have a great scorer who's primary ball handler on yep. the team, he is not going to flourish the way he will if he had somebody there to unlock him. Now, Mike Conley, you just told me isn't that guy. Yep. But I guarantee you. Devin Booker's whole career, he was struggling with winning games because he didn't have a floor general or somebody to unlock him. Now, with that being said, if Donovan Mitchell went to a backcourt with a young floor general that can create his own shot, that's unlocking Donovan Mitchell to take away some He's of this one. offensive but ability.
1: That's, that's why I say Dallas Where's, is a perfect but, but, but
4: option. I
2: think you're forgetting the other side of the ball. You forgot that, didn't you? I think Not you really, because
4: Cleveland's a good defensive team and they make up for his, his defensive lapses. Who makes up for Garland? No, you got Mobley, you got Twin Towers down there, you got Allen, and, and, and then you and got Mobley Laurie at the there. three, right? Uh they really do play Laurie at the three, which <laughs> makes no sense, but uh, they do it. I mean, I just think that's too do small. They play a big lineup. I think that's too small.
1: Now, but you can have small guards if you have a. If you right have... now, they play Garland, Okora, yeah.
2: Laurie, and O'Crow's then the Twin Towers. That's what I'm saying. That's look how big the lineup. That's why they suffocate you because they're so big. Okora's a good but, defender, though. but now you're plugging them yeah, out, and, really you're good. and you're putting. That's what I'm saying. But now you're putting in Darius Donovan. And Laurier, of course, is going to go. You're not going to guard that? Yeah, I'll be honest, gonna, Who are they going to guard? That's like, why Max, do we forget the other side Max. of the ball? Devin Booker's now a, a, not a liability. Like, he's a good defender. So now Chris Paul and Devin Booker are good defenders, bro. So it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's like now they're both good defenders, so you can't really Thank pick you, on one of them. You can't. But now you have Garland and Mitchell. Pick pick your poison. You can do whatever you want to do.
0: That's so why I was like, ah, Cleveland. I, I
2: don't, don't think know.
4: Mitchell is terrible defensively he's Just small. He's right. I, feel like he's I feel like Joel's was about to say something that contradicts what I just <laughs> said I
0: think it's a long shot but it would be very fun to see Donovan Mitchell in Orlando all
4: that, does that, that does nothing
2: that does nothing with all that defense around her, like France yeah I Isaac. just think
0: a lineup like if you if you still believe in Suggs and Suggs Mitchell Franz Wendell if they get a chat could be very fun to watch right now they just need a go to score they're a really good defensive team
4: that team doesn't win more than 40 games
0: they're a playoff team in the East for
4: sure, they just all continue to get better.
2: They'll have. But I like
0: pick. the Miami one, but I don't think he. I, I think Butler would have to go. I think I, Harrows
2: can go. Harrow Duncan, Robinson, Fax. and then somebody else. Uh, go
4: and Golden State would be unfair. What the? F-
0: we get uh, uh,
2: Go Golden State would
4: be unfair. That's why
0: I think would be Woody Go makes so much more teams, teams contenders. Well, I think yet. he makes the Mavericks contenders. contenders the Bulls, he makes contenders. Golden State. I mean, they're unfair at that
1: point oh, if he goes there. But who we have to give up though? Moody gone. Kaminga probably. No. No. Kaminga probably. I'm has not to doing be in it. it.
2: In that. I'm not doing it. As long as you don't touch
4: pool, we have to touch somebody with money. So Wiggins. Toronto.
0: Wiggins. If he goes to Toronto, I think Toronto for Gub- Gubber, for me is Toronto, no.
4: Chicago. No. I like
1: Chicago a lot.
4: I don't think Chicago. I mean, I don't think Toronto has to make any changes. From Toronto. Hornets? Look at that. Think about that five man lineup.
0: You don't th- you don't Ooh. think the Hornets are Rudy
2: yes. Gobert away from taking that yes. next step?
4: The Who? The Hornets. Hornets.
0: No. Yes, bro. But they no, need a big
2: you know what, But Wouldn't oh. it be the same thing as Utah? None Utah. of them play defense. Right, So right. it's like Gobert's just right. now I gotta help but you. But Lamelo's guys.
0: gonna pass you the ball. Yeah, that's true. Lamelo's going to I mean to
2: offensively, but defensively it's like what they he brings him from 30th to twenty eighth.
0: Rudy can average like twenty and fifteen if he's with a point guard that passes. He averages twelve. He can average 20. You think he can get 20?
4: If y'all got Rudy, I would be...
1: Nah, I'm guessing... I think that... If you want to win, Either y'all
4: or Golden State. He doesn't average 12. I know the it's 15. To, really? 15 and 15. Gives me a 12 type of vibe. Rudy Gobert's 15 and 15? Okay. Mm-hmm. 15 70% words?
0: from the field.
2: Still Chicago.
4: Can't if he a wants to out.
2: win, Chicago is the vibe, bro.
0: That's going to do it for episode 168 of the Pick Aside Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and on boys. TikTok at Pick Aside Podcast. So on Twitter at God. Pick Aside Podcast. Thank you guys for listening and or watching and we'll see you next time.